And we're live. Painkiller Ready, episode 386 with our guest, Richard Ryan. Kyle? Yeah, a couple sponsors tonight. Movement Watches, GetQuip, and SmartMouth. We'll get to those guys later on in the show. But yeah, we got Richard Ryan back with us. Been a little while. Nice to see you again, my friend. <laughs> it's good to see you guys. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah. yeah. Anytime. How's the coffee business treating you? <clears throat> oh, Jesus. You know what's so funny is I was like legit. I kid you guys not. I was thinking about you guys last week because um, I was like, hey, it's the Stanley Cup playoffs. I just moved again. Uh, it's probably about time for me to talk to Chiz or somebody see about coming on PK. <laughs> it seems like that happens every single time. So I just moved to San Antonio. Uh, we moved the coffee company's headquarters uh, down here. And I went from Google Fiber to screaming at my computer trying to make <laughs> sure that this connection's good for you guys. So it's uh, it's good. It's really good right now. Dude, That's since good. we are leading with you and not the, the Kyle's topic... I, I have to add, like, shortly after you were on the show last time, there was coffee drama. And, and that's not something I'm that familiar with. I remember it, that. Yeah, yeah, right? It was like, like you guys on did like Twitter, a, I think. a Reddit AMA, right? And, oh, uh, and, and I, 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 I mean, I don't need to bring up a sore subject, but this was a Reddit AMA that went horribly wrong. Everybody, I guess. Oh, shit. I, I, do you remember? Tell me you remember this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So this was, this was, um, this was like October of, of last year, I think, or no, maybe it was November around Veterans Day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I so, guess yeah. you guys had po poked at Starbucks or something because you're a rival coffee company. No, it, it wasn't even that. It was it was more so the frustrating it. thing. Well, it, it was Starbucks a little bit, but uh, Starbucks is never really like it, it's never been that big of a tiff for us in that um, that direction coming towards us because we've been seen as like counterculture for that, um, and most of our demographic. Uh, you know, be it the the pro 2a the veteran community and and things along those lines have been extremely supportive so we've never really seen a pushback and even if it was uh, a pushback from say like hipsters or something along those lines we i mean that's let not me really explain to you what i saw anyways. what happened yeah. was if, if i have the background right and correct me if i get anything wrong you guys had poked at starbucks a little bit because you're like the military i'm gonna say republican muscled camo wearing coffee company and uh <laughs> You guys had poked at Starbucks, and then it turns out the truth is Starbucks actually does a lot to support the military and the veterans and, and such. So a lot of people were pushing back at about the inaccuracy of your portrayal of Starbucks as the unmuscled, latte-drinking, I don't know, working-on-my-screenplay crowd. Yeah. No, 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 no. So, that, I mean, that man, if you if you try going through the comments, I think one of the things that was 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 really frustrating was that Man, Reddit, <laughs> those threads go crazy, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like trying to keep up, trying to keep up with all the comments and everything. Um, you know, people are like, "Well, you're not answering, you're not answering." But you know, it was answering the questions. It's just they would get buried in downvotes. Um, so we mm. we don't know like exactly what the 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 deal was with that um, because the same questions kept coming up and things along those lines. So specifically, you know the. <sighs> I don't know. It was it was kind of hard afterwards. It was more a, a personal thing than it was uh, a professional because, you know, most of the guys that we work with come from the special operations community. And uh, Evan, our CEO, he um, he had you know worked in the the agency for a while. And so their rotations are a little bit different than that of those, um, uh, I, I guess, standard rotations that What's people a rotation? are aware of. In, in the, you talking about like, when you deploy? Oh, OK. 
Yeah. So people people were calling out his his service record and 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 things along. Those were the big things that people were pointing out. And it was like, okay, if you like, again, like I don't want to like bring up this this spiral, but um, you know, I understand if you you you're not completely familiar with like the special operations community, but if you do a, a quick a quick um, I don't know, reach out to anyone, you know, reach out to, um, the Green Beret Foundation or like any, any of these, any of these popular guys like Kyle Lamb or Larry Vickers or, you know, some of the guys associated with our company and just, just ping them, be like, Hey, you know, what do you know about Evan? What do you know about Matt? What do you know about their services? Like these guys are legit. I mean, there's, there's nobody in the community of, uh, reputation equipment questioning their um, their resumes in any way, shape, or form. It's just it's a lack of um, it's a lack of information and communication for the most part because people want to jump to you know the the quickest sensational thing that they can or jump to conclusions and it, it's it's really frustrating because that's that's it, it, even you like saying that we're the like the um, the Republican company. I, I would I would argue that the bulk majority of the people in the company will be perceived as libertarian because, you know, the, the, the guys in the company, I can't speak for everybody, but for, for me myself, it's like we're more along the lines of constitutionalists in a lot of ways and individual uh, liberties and freedoms of, you know, be it, you know, whatever, whatever your choice is, as long as you're not hurting somebody in the process. So, mm. um, yeah, but you know, once it's that like, righteous indignation starts in a Reddit thread, you're not going to be able to come back from it. Everybody's already decided they're on the right side and they feel good about it. You know, what's <laughs> funny, you know, it's funny? So you know funny is, uh, I actually, uh, I, I was like, I want to, I want to look up like, when was the last time I, I was on PKA? Because you guys have such an active Reddit community. And, uh, I went, I went into the deep dive of like <laughs> things people like about our episodes and what they dislike. I was like, okay, I'm not going to talk about wing suiting. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no it, i mean it that's a frustrating thing is like when you get that many eyes on um especially on ama it's like you you really don't get an opportunity to speak to um people in a way that um is productive and i i feel like i feel like if you pick and choose things and people get upset if you try to go down the list of uh, questions people are asking, people get upset because, you know, there's a lot of softballs or easy things, but I don't think, uh, anyone, anyone's ever shied away from, um, any, any questions in the, in the company. I mean, even me, for, for example, like, you know, I get in that firearms, firearms debate all the time with people. And it's like, a, it's like a broken record. I mean, you can, you look back the last five, 10 years. I know Kyle's been a part of it too, but it's like you, it, it I, I don't, I don't come to the table emotionally charged about things. Like, I feel like if you can't, if you can't, um, um, have a conversation with somebody who disagrees with you, um, then you're probably standing on a weak foundation as far as your beliefs are concerned. But it can yeah, be we exhausting, know, right? We know someone like that. Oh, really? <laughs> what are we talking about? It's not like, uh, and also you were like fighting an uphill battle with it. Just because your company isn't oh, like God. the paradigm of me. what Reddit users <laughs> would like usually as a whole. Like we're like guns. We like, you know, we're libertarians. Like if you had a company that like gave pot strains called like Pickle Rick to homeless people, <laughs> like they would have been beaten off in that thread all day. Like this is hilarious. Wiggity, wiggity, whack or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Like they would have they loved that. But 
No, Man, not, that, not that was so that was all my fault. That was like honestly, that was all my fault, and I have to I have to own that mistake because uh, I really love the Reddit community. I really love um, going on it on a regular basis. There's there's so many subreddits that I I just go to for like positive like perspective and things along those lines. So like I'm so I'm so ingrained in Reddit. It's just like I have this uh, affinity towards just going in and finding new things and stuff like that. And I was like, oh yeah, we should like we should totally do this. Like, you know, the the guys at Reddit, uh, you know, they want to help us out with uh, uh far as like an AMA and everything's concerned. I was like, yeah, let's totally do this. Let's totally do this. Uh, unfortunately it came at the cost of, you know, not only, uh, letting like some of my, my business partners down, but, but friends too, you know, and that's, that's the hardest, that's the hardest thing. Um, when you see, um, uh, people that you, you love and you care about, um, get kind of hung out to dry, um, by just the trolls of the internet. Was there um, another marketing misstep around the same time? I remember there being a pair and I can't even recall the other. Do you know what I might be thinking of? It was like that AMA uh, and maybe some other attention. Was it in the news, maybe? No. I think I uh, remember you, seeing something really positive about it okay. around yes. the same time. Well, on, on, yeah. Yeah. And that was the thing is like when when I, I kind of geared up for fourth quarter at the company, I was just like I, there was a million and one things we wanted to do. We we're really short staff and spread thin. So um, I – I, I did this series called It's Who We Are. Um, and, and again, it, it was trying to to flip the perception of what people thought that they would would expect from us as like, you know, the 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 veteran owned coffee company and, you know, uh, pro 2A, pro constitution and stuff. They think, you know, they have some some preconceived notions. So um, I did this series called It's Who We Are, just talking about the people within the company and their their stories. And one of them specifically that off with was um, about uh, Muhammad Wali Al-Saleem. He, um, he, um, good old Mo. It, yeah. yeah, he's, <laughs> he's got, like, he's got an amazing story, like legit. Like the guy, the guy um, was born, grew up in Afghanistan. Um, he's a Afghan commando turn uh, commander. And the dude is just, I mean, his whole life has been in conflict. And uh, he worked actually with uh, one of my partners, um, and, uh, a couple of the other guys in the company. And it's, it's just an extremely compelling story. He, um, he was ambushed a few times by the Taliban with his family in the car. Uh, he ended up, he ended up doing, I don't know how many, how many missions, like, I mean, he, this guy is legit. You gotta, you gotta watch his story if you have time. Um, but he ended up getting, uh, a visa to come to the U.S. and ended up going into um, public housing with his with his family, and they pretty much had nothing. And they were living in the projects. He's a um, taker. We need a wall. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> right. well that was that was that was the perspective. Right? Immigrants from a Muslim country too. Yeah. Sounds well, like we, a good guy. We're fine well, with Mo. That was the thing. <laughs> People, you know, would see us as like anti-immigration, all this other stuff, and we're like, no, 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 no. There's, there, there's more to these conversations than right or wrong. There, are, there are massive sh shades of gray in the firearms debate, immigration debate, you, anything political. It's not, it's not going to be black and white. And so he was, he was just seeing like the, I don't know, the, the, uh. uh the brunt of of racism post 9-11 towards Muslims and things along those lines to the point where his kids, you know, couldn't play with a neighbor 
diapers and stuff like that. And he was working at a gas station. I mean, this is legit a hard ass. Like he is, he is like an Afghan special forces commander and he's working at a gas station in the U S and getting the, the least amount of respect he's probably ever Depending had. Depending on where that gas station is, that could be a helpful skill set. <laughs> like if he's working yeah. at a Detroit Seven Eleven, like you would think, why why can't he get a job as like an interpreter or something like that, or or maybe work for like a, a private organization or something like that? I don't think I think whenever he immigrated, I don't think those options were available. I think they just needed to get out of um, Afghanistan because yeah. his family was constantly at risk, and so it was like get out of there and then figure it out. And I think that's what. He was doing in the process, and we when we found out that he was um, he was in the states, um, Evan, our CEO, um, reached out to uh, Jeff, who had served with him as well, and he's like, "Dude, get him here! Like, whatever whatever we got to do, let's get him a house, let's uh, move his family out here, whatever we need to do financially. Like, he needs he needs to work for us. We need to make sure he's taken care of." And to the point where we have, um, you know, sev several Afghanis um, working for us now. Um, and it, it's just, it's great, man. And that's, that's one of like a dozen just insanely compelling stories. You know, like Matt Melancon, you know, the guys who who's head of our retail at the coffee shop in Salt Lake. He's a bilateral amputee. Um, and the dude is just Does that a mean bundle both of your legs? One arm and one leg, right? Well, uh, two, two, um, let's take a, a poll amputee, and so. guess what bilateral amputee is. I'm going to guess he lost. I'm trying to imagine with no arms and no legs trying to serve coffee, upsetting customers. Right, right. I, 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 I think he has one arm and one leg on the same side. I think on that's what a, a bilateral <laughs> amputee is. Kyle, what do you think a bilateral amputee is? Honestly, I thought it would be someone who had lost one arm and one leg. On the same side? Because I think if it was a diagonal loss, it wouldn't be lateral, right? I think he's got to be split. I, I, that, that's how I would prefer it, honestly. Because I figure if you could hop on your left leg, you could still pivot enough to punch with your right. And, and you're going to need to be able to defend yourself at some point. But it, it, it's not a choice. We, we're guessing what bilateral amputee might mean. Well, I, that's my guess. Okay, he's all got right. His left leg and right he's arm. He's got kind of I a crisscross applesauce <laughs> limb you're loss. You're both your legs. Both your legs. All right, solve it, Richard. Who got that's it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both. Uh, he's a uh, amputee below the knee on both. Ah, oh, I actually oh, thought I was going to be right. Does he have prosthetics? <laughs> or maybe above the knee? Yeah. No, it's yeah, he does have prosthetics. They just lower the counter for him. Those prosthetics have gotten so good, like since it's insane. I feel like when I was a kid, and, and I, I, I got to say, I, I guarantee the reason prosthetics have advanced so quickly between the time, say, I was in high school and now is we've had so many servicemen lose limbs, right? I, I feel like we're probably the driving force behind us getting better at replacing limbs, right? Like, because yeah, that like, sounds you know, right. It, I, I just remember as a kid, like if someone lost a leg, like the prosthetic they got was more about an aesthetic. It was it bullshit, was right? They just stole it from a mannequin at Macy's, stuck it on your leg, and you're like, good to go. Now they make you run faster. 
Yeah. And that was one of some of the things he was super stoked about. I mean, again, like, the, like y- there's no way you're going to get a negative statement out of this dude. He's, he's just radiating positivity. He's just such, such an awesome person to be around. He was like, dude, like I didn't want to get my, my other leg amputated, but whenever I did, um, you know, like adjustable height, all of these different things just became so much easier than trying to, you know, walk around with um, or try to salvage his leg. Um, and uh, dude is he's just so awesome. Like it would take so much I, you got toughness to be able to go through that. Like, like every time I see those like double amputee people who still have a good outlook and they're still happy, like part of me is like, what, like how? Like I put myself in that situation, I feel like I'd be throwing myself a twenty-four-seven pity party or some shit. Yeah. And then some of these guys are like, you know, spilling soup all over themselves every day. And they're like, well, that's life, you know? And it's like, oh, just, please, if you like, cut off both my I'm legs, to be here. I'd immediately start bragging about how fucking awesome I am at pull-ups. Like I do sets of 12, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> sets of 12. I saw a, uh, I saw a Tinder profile and the guy was missing most of his left arm. And it said something at the bottom. He's like, 17 inches of stump all here for you, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, all right. Really? <laughs> I found the bright side of this whole thing. (laughs) That is a bright side, but you know that the 99.9% response to that is like, look at this, this is funny. (laughs) No. (laughs) no, Oh, come on, you gotta find your shoved in me. You gotta find your niche. I bet there's a lot of young ladies out there who would love a stump shoved into them, as you put it. It's called an amphiphiliac. Ah, is it? Oh, shit. No, I made that up. But it sounds weird. (laughs) Well,. I'll, I'll say this though, you know, it was, it was, that's one of the great things about talking with some of these guys, because, you know, me not having anything amputated or not, you know, no prior service or anything along those lines. It's nice. It's nice getting perspective on things that I may have misconceptions about. And for him specifically, man, you just couldn't like you, you talk to him and he's like, he, he, um, I guess had to adjust the pins in his foot and his ankle and everything. And this is before the first amputation. And whenever he did the first one, he just went into this major depression. Um, you know, he was like the, the, the phrase that really stuck with me to the point where I wanted to use it in the video was like, um, it was like, I don't want to be like them. Please save my legs. And that's what he was talking to the, you know, the doctors or to himself yeah. about. And it's like, I totally understand that where that perspective where it's like, you know, you don't want to be, you don't want to be like the perceived, uh, helpless, um, handicap or whatever it is. And he, he, he went through that and he dealt with it for a year and was going through all the stuff, you know, had a strain on his relationship with his wife and everything to the point of getting a divorce, being discharged from, from the, the military and everything. And, um, and then finally he, he decided that he wanted to become a bilateral amputee. And, uh, it's, it's so compelling. Like he goes into, uh, you know, kind of detail about what was the state of his good leg before it was amputated? Cause he made a slow decision to amputate it. Was it working? Like... Yes. Yeah, so it was, it was, um, it wasn't, it wasn't fully functional. I think he was, you know, the, it, it was blown to, um, fragments. So they were, t- they were trying to use, um, screws and it, this is me speaking ignorantly mm-hmm. about it. Like, I don't know all the technical don't terms, but I know. I know. No, welcome to the show. <laughs> uh, but I, I know he had a um, um, a wireframe around that, and he's having to manually adjust that stuff to try to get his bones to set back in place. And 
and ultimately they they ended up having to um, amputate it because it was infected. Um, Jesus and fucking Christ! I, you're really putting me in a downer mood here, Richard. No, like, no, no! Please, say, don't, please don't. Please don't. I was having a good day. I was having a good day. Don't feel sad because this dude, man, he like he is he is a. Um, He's an amazing snowboarder. Like he, I, I just started skiing this year. Uh, never skied wow. before, um, and he just he he fucking crushes it. The dude is just a stud, and he's like he is just a a bundle of positivity. I mean, you like you you couldn't be around anybody more optimistic about things. And life is all about perspective, right? So it's like mm-hmm. you know you, you, you I guess with the ups and the downs, the yin and the yang, whatever you want to call it, that 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 forced perspective sometimes is, is, is something that you may not want, but, uh, you end up ultimately needing. So, well, I'm glad he's got a good outlook now. That's a really sad and tragic story. No, man, like, Um, like, again, I don't want to be the guy who's hawking videos or whatever, but this is, this is the stuff that I, I really wanted to do. Um, um, you know, like this is, this is kind of the, the thing that I felt like, you know, like, if I had all the money in the world, what is the stuff that I want to do? I'd want to tell other people's stories in the most, you know, compelling way possible, and kind of do do them justice. And I, I'm, I'm, I feel so fucking stoked every single day that this is this is kind of the path that I'm I'm getting to go down. Oh man, if I had all the money in the world, I'd build like a castle with a moat, fill it with eccentric animals. <laughs> like it, I, I would like maybe when I got bored, I'd be like, all right, I'm going to go fire $100 bills in a wad out of a oh, potato no, gun hire, at homeless people. You but, hire the Weta Workshop, right? You get those oh, guys Oh, yeah, the Lord of the Rings in. folks. Yeah, yeah, and you set up your own, like, amusement park where, where people are acting as hobbits and elves and shit in full costume. They wake up at 5 a.m. every morning. They're going <laughs> in for makeup. No one else is allowed to come. It's just for you. It's just for you. And you're walking around in your normal people clothes the whole time, just 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 loving it. Like like you're a time traveler or something. So I'm just uh at this point I'm just an insane person who pays hundreds of people to pretend to be hobbit. Like thousands, every, every thousands. midget in North America has a job. Yeah, like because oh, of my estate. You would you would uh, maybe absolutely, yeah. I, I was gonna take that to a dark place. But yeah, you're gonna need a lot of little people. You're gonna need a lot of little people for this. You're gonna need trolls, you're gonna need goblins, orcs. Elves. Well, I mean, oh, trolls would some be of these hard aren't zone. little. Yeah, the trolls would be difficult, unless I do like what Charlie Kelly wanted to do, where they I put everybody in a different piece of the clothing, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're all gonna be wearing the same clothes. Oh, you mean in different outfits? <laughs> <laughs> you can be the arm, I can be the leg. <laughs> oh, it's so retarded. But yeah, uh, real, real quick, quick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wanted to ask one more thing about the the coffee before we moved on. Last time you were talking yeah. about getting into into retail, like. Brick and mortar style retail. How's that coming along? Are you in any stores yet that people could go out and, and buy the coffee? Yeah. Well, it was it was trying to focus on like the dealers, um, like the the gun shops or or outdoor stores, people who wanted to sell product. And and uh, again, like we've just grown way too much um, for us to be be able to really keep up with. So we we've realized really fast that you can have X amount of growth in a year for whatever the national average is for the growth of a company, right? We may have grown 10 times that. And so you take all those problems that a normal business would have and you compound them, um, in that smaller period of time. And we just, we, we just seen some of the mistakes some other companies have made, be it with customer service or dealers and things along those lines. And we kind of just want to get it right. And, um, it's taken a little bit longer for our our brick and mortar stores to start rolling mm-hmm. out, but we've we've partnered with some people like Nine Line Apparel and um, 
in Savannah, they have a coffee shop. Um, and there's one at Battlefield Vegas in Las Vegas. And of course we have ours in Salt Lake, uh, but we just relocated our our content marketing team and our executive staff so we can open up our headquarters in San Antonio. Uh, and, and Nashville will be opening up our, our roasting facility here in I think July. So I'm actually going up next week to um, check out our, our new roaster and, and all that stuff in, at Probat Burns in Illinois. So brick and mortar is on its way. I think it, it's probably going to be a little bit more along the lines of next year before all the stores start rolling out. We're just trying to figure all that stuff out till we do it right. When you're flying around location to location, you first class? No. No. Um, it, no, no, just because I feel like it depends. It, de- it depends, right? Mm-hmm. Because if it's a some flights, you can justify a first class ticket if it's like a hundred dollars more, and I'm traveling with a lot of gear because generally production equipment they charge you like a hundred and fifty dollars per bag. Um, but because I'm traveling with crew and stuff like that, I could probably I could probably afford to pay to upgrade or something here and there, but I don't because it's just I feel like if everybody can't do it, then I'm not going to do it. Smart, yeah, for a, and, like a burgeoning executive in a company like that, you don't want to be the one dude who's like, all right, boarding group one, that's me. Enjoy lugging everything back, assholes. <laughs> yeah. like, no, you don't well, stewardess, don't like, let the riffraff pass this <laughs> curtain here. Yeah. I fly, I fly Southwest a lot though too, so I like that. I like that. Oh wow, come on. There's pros and cons to you all like of the fear them. Of not knowing if you're gonna make it or not, is that what you're gonna say? Hey man, live on the wild like, side, you know, bro. You're like it's cheap, and you, you know, get to God pick damn it, I'm glad. I'm glad Look, I brought you my parachute. Yeah, you can fly on Southwest and hope that the thing doesn't go down, or you can fly on United and hope you don't get assaulted. <laughs> <laughs> you wear your wingsuit to Southwest? Those people who get assaulted almost always are asking for it, right? All you got to do, I've never come even close to getting assaulted on a fucking airplane. All you got to do is sit there, <laughs> drink your drink if you want to drink, go to sleep. You'll wake up... In the city, in your destination, when you start socializing with the other people on the plane, especially when you start antagonizing motherfuckers or you start questioning people, fucking with people, you're, you're, you're fucking with the wrong That's not people. how it happened. Yeah. You know what he tried to do? Sit there. Yeah. They, they, he was asked to deplane, if you're talking right. about that. He was that, trying that to sit plane. there. But he was asked to, like, if we're talking about that Asian guy, I remember watching yeah, the clip. Yeah. And, like, even if I did nothing wrong, if a bunch of cops come in and are like, we need you to exit the, the plane, I'm going to be like, okay. Like, I'm not going to be like, but I'm already buckled. Like, no, I'm going <laughs> to yeah, yeah. get up and, and leave. And you know what I'm definitely not going to do? I'm not going to wait for them to drag me and then go, oh, oh, right, oh. Right. Like, like, That's because out. you have forethought and you're, you're able to look forward into the future and realize that there is no scenario in which you beat up these three cops and then the plane takes off and takes you to Seattle. It's not <laughs> yeah, happening. There's no I, world where, this isn't Canada where they're going to be like, you know, he's being pretty steadfast. He's not getting out of the chair. Well, I suppose, let him go. What's he going to do? <laughs> that was like, his plan. No, no. That was his plan. His plan was like, they're not actually going to kick my ass and drag me out of the plane. But welcome to United and welcome to America. They will kick your ass and drag you out of the plane. <laughs> yeah, as, so, as they should. There's a hundred other people who got somewhere to fucking well, go. Ideally, they shouldn't. He paid for the ticket. The um, well, I'm sure they're going to refund him. 
Well, I assume, but Until he, he kind of had every right to be there. He bought the ticket. He boarded the plane. He it's sat in the seat privilege. that had the so, ticket number on a, the ticket that he paid for. No, right. Like, more info no on right it. Like, tell fight. me what was, I don't even know. I'm more just making fun of it because it's funny. Mm-hmm. What was the reason he got removed from the plane, that Asian fellow? They sold the ticket Asian. twice. They sold that seat twice. He did what? Twice. I'm sorry. They sold it's the Asian. seat. Kyle's full of shit. They sold the seat twice is what happened. Oh, okay. And he must have been the guy who bought it afterward. And they were like, the person who had this initially showed up because uh, if he, the person who bought it afterward, right? I, I don't know how they chose who got to keep the seat. Chiz yeah, is I writing something he, he might know. But, uh, but yeah, he bought the seat. He sat in his seat. And then they said, no, 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 we're unselling it to you. And he was hoping that they would, that his will would keep it. But that didn't work out. Yeah, yeah of course not. Right. Of course not. Get off the fucking floor. All right, Kyle. For the sake of spirited debate, well, let's, let's 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 hear let's hear your thoughts on this because so there's two thoughts behind uh, the Southwest business model and and the other airlines, right? So uh, the other airlines have that panic line when they do Group One, Group Two boarding and all that other stuff, right? So everybody's like like shouldering up, posture and trying to get like jockeying for position. There's the panic line that goes along with all those airlines, but you have an aside. But with Southwest, it's like you know exactly what your boarding number is. So you can wait till the last second before they start boarding to get in line and you're still going to enter at the same time, but you're not going to have an assigned seat. So what's the lesser of two evils there for you? Forget about like the airplanes and all that other stuff. I definitely want assigned seats because when I book my flights, I pick whether I want a window seat or an aisle seat, or maybe there's one of those seats that has like six extra inches of foot room for $15 or whatever. Like I want the seat I want. You Southwest get business get uh, business select and they have they have a seat it's it's on the left side of the airplane exit row there's a seat missing so you get like you get more legroom than any other airline because <laughs> you get that exit row with a seat missing in front of it I I've gotten that seat before like on Delta flight you know planes are planes I I've definitely gotten one of those seats where it's like oh shit there's nothing in front of me here this is excellent I'm just like kicking air in front of me la 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 like 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 those are those are good flights. I've also been on flights where, like, I was in coach, which I don't like very much at all, but then there's no one else in the coach seat with me. So I've got, like, a full bench to myself, and I'm just, like, spreading out across all three seats, like, rocking like a there child. There seem to be others in this aisle. Is this an oversight? <laughs> <laughs> no, like, Kyle, you're too fucking fancy to, to sit in coach. I, I mean, if I... Just because you don't like dirty feet being put between the seats to rest on your... Your armrest, have you ever had that happen? That is Where people awful. put their, their bare feet or socked feet without their shoes yeah. on, like, to the side of I'll you. I'll see it. Like, I'll, I'll see it over there between the wall and the seat. I'm like, ah, it's right there. Ugh. They should, I, that's why they should make, TSA should make an exception where they're like, all right, no sharp objects aside from, of course, courtesy bolt cutters, which you can use to cut <laughs> off the toes of people who try and <laughs> onto your seat. I, I don't like that at all. Immediately. I would but, say something. I don't, I don't fuck around on airplanes. Like, if someone... Like I'm not going to say shit on an airplane because you get put on that no-fly list, you're on that fucking no-fly list, right? Now you're taking the bus. Now you're a <laughs> bus person. Now, now you're, you're like, a oh, bus. that's terrible. Now you're a fucking Oregon Trail riding piece of shit, right? <laughs> like, like, it's game over, yeah. bro. Well, I've got a and, business meeting in Portland on Friday, so I'm heading out on Monday afternoon. <laughs> 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 like, no, you, you don't fuck around on airplanes. Even, even if you're in the right... And someone else is being obnoxious. You, you, you just be an adult. You know, you're gonna land. We're all landing. It'll be cool. Like I, I will never. If get someone in, has their bare feet near my head, I will say, "Excuse me, I can smell those." 
or, or I'll ask a stewardess to do it. I, I am not going to just fucking inhale someone's foot fumes for an entire flight. That is no, outrageous. Was, what am I, your I victim? Was, Suck to, my dick. I'm nobody's to, victim. I was See, saying <laughs> bolt cutters would be an ideal deal. That's the problem. Follow, followed by, let's wrestle. <laughs> yeah, hey, that works out well. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. No, but I mean, you guys are you guys are getting fired up about about foot feet and stuff like that i was like but but what about you know the guys who like the people who will like just cough without covering up or or anything like that or that somebody is like just clearly gotta drop a deuce and they're just like filling the plane up this is why i fly first class you avoid all of this mm. i've never been in first class and had an unpleasant experience except for that one time this asian lady like confused like stumbled up into first class on a virgin flight and was like how much you pay for this seat how much how much and I couldn't tell if she wanted to purchase the seat from us on the spot, like slip us some money, or if she wanted to know for future reference how much she needed to pay to get up there where we were. But they, they kept having to kick her out of first class. Like, did it like twice. First she came to use our bathroom, and then she came, like, fucking with Kitty, trying to, like, like walked into the space between my seat and Kitty's seat, like, into our, like, little area, and woke Kitty. I'm over there, like... Like what? With my blanket pulled up, like watching it go down, pretending I'm asleep. She like shakes her awake, and she's like, "How much you pay? How much? How much?" And he's like, "Who? Who are you? What's going on here?" It's fucking brilliant. Like, Dude, like, like pl- I, I, I don't want to act like an asshole. However, if the stewardess acts like an asshole on my behalf, I love it. It's like my favorite thing. Like when people come up to use the first class bathroom, and they're like, "No, no, no." I'm sorry. This is for a better class of person than you, you shit are. in the back. Yeah, you shit in the back. You see that line you that's dicks. 12 people deep? I don't do it. Just when I see it, I love it. <laughs> right? I've never flown first class in my entire life. Oh, yeah. So all I know is coach. People try to come to your bathroom and the, and the, and the flight attendants, I keep saying stewards, they're, they're just like, nope. You go back there with the in the, in the coach class bathroom. That's where they belong. We I have separate <laughs> bathrooms, right? Like like I, I love it when they do it too. When I see someone walk <laughs> up there, you can tell they got that. It's the look on their face is a mixture of I really got a shit and I'm being sneaky. It's a sneaky got a shit look on their face, <laughs> and you're just like I know what you're doing here. They're gonna get you. They're gonna and you're like looking for the for the flight attendant. Like get him, get him, get him. And when they stop them right before they're able to get in. Ah, oh, it's like, sir, are you a first class passenger? Uh, no, 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 I just uh, came. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go on right back. Behind the curtain. Shut that fucking curtain. You know what bums me out? I didn't know they had class bathrooms. And I hate when I'm flying and they, you see them coming down with the drinks and shit. And instead of it being two middle aged or young ladies, there's like one 72 year old man. <laughs> who's a flight attendant and that ruins my whole flight because then i'm thinking like oh god i hope that he's just doing this for fun but there's no <laughs> way he's doing this for fun he's doing this because who knows a series of bad life decisions and he got screwed in a divorce and now he has to fly to cincinnati you know and to do this many times a week like and then he gives you your drink and like i like he's like god you're, you're 72 you remember things i wasn't even here for and you're now you're giving me a free diet coke I on Southwest. A, I used to be a pilot. Yeah. I lost my eyes. She <laughs> <laughs> you hands you your, your shaky cola. <laughs> and I were talking about this the other day. Like, the delivery person who brings us our food from, like, Grubhub, Postmates, DoorDash, whatever, Uber Eats. Like, depend. we give them different tips based on who and what they are, right? An old white man 
he gets the biggest tip of them all because we're like, how did you end up here, dude? Like a 60-year-old white man who's bringing me my burrito at 3 in the afternoon, he needs a $10 tip, all right? He needs a $10 tip. An attractive young white girl who's bringing me my Chinese food at 8 p.m., she's getting $2. She's getting $2. Because she's playing life on easy mode. Oh, yeah. Well, that's true. But but also... Clearly she's not. She's got her whole life ahead of her, right? This this old white guy, like, just ten dollars may be all that keeps him under the roof, th- under a, a roof this week. This interesting, is interesting. Interesting principle. It's it's absolutely true when you think about it. I'm telling you, when a when a 65 year old white guy shows up at your house, he's like, "Yes, I've got your 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 Dos Lobos Mexican food, sir." I'm like, "Oh, don't call me sir. Here's here." Here's some money. Call me boy. <laughs> Anything but sir. He you're... just takes his own Meals on Wheels and gives it to you because he needs money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's dark. That's, that's super sad. Let's, uh, let's I'm watch. I'm sorry it took so long. I had to stop off for my medication. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Damn Medicaid. <laughs> yeah. I, uh. Oh, go ahead, Kyle. I was going to say I have a couple of videos here, and all three of them, I think, are very good. In order, I would say the pizza robbery video is best, followed by the the blackhead popping video, which is outrageous. And then third is this video I just discover, discovered of a uh, a mother who is ending her ch- her children's uh, social media addiction with a shotgun. Um, oh, and so that one's old. Kill their kid. They'll never tweet is again. Is it old? Because this looks like an. I mean, it's oh, happened I've before. I've seen it so many times. Every you've seen this this heavy set mom. She's got a she's got a bandolier on her. I saw mom. it on Reddit recently. Yeah. Okay. It so she puts it on the stump and shoots the phones and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let, let's. Are we watching this? Uh, I, oh, are we watching stealing from the pizza man? I want to lead with that one. I'm very curious about it. Yeah, stealing from the pizza man. That okay. is my favorite. Let me adjust. All right. Does any uh, stage uh, setting need to be done before we well, start watching? There is a pizza man delivering <laughs> a pizza, and uh, these gentlemen don't seem to want to pay for it. Okay. And uh, let, just I'm, from the freeze frame here, this appears to be like an apartment complex, and there's, it looks like five people maybe, four or five people who are not, who are having the pizza delivered to them, and one pizza man, right? Correct, Amundo. Are we okay. ready? Yes. Ready. Ready, set, play. Stole his pizza. Uh, I was just about to compliment the camera. And he pulls out a handgun. Pizza man pulls out a gun. I can't see shit. He's like, get on the ground. Oh. God damn. He's pulled out a gun, and they're all lying on the ground now. They were all tough a second ago, robbing him of his dominoes. And now he's holding them at gunpoint. They're all lying on the ground, and it looks like he's taking their money. Looks like he's robbing them now. <laughs> now ain't nobody getting breadsticks. He's going wallet by wallet. Tables <laughs> have turned. <laughs> you know, I don't mind this. Corrective burglary. <laughs> yeah, he's... He's robbed all four of them now. Oh, no, no, he's no, taking no, the pizza. No, no, no. He takes the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Was he really the pizza guy? <laughs> I ain't the pizza man. The retaliatory burglar. Calling people, showing up. Y'all order pizza? 
No, all right. Let's just <laughs> y'all ought to fix it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that that's great. Good for him. I, I mean, I say I think he took it a little too far when he committed the five, four to five felonies at the end. But... <laughs> he's like, give me some money. You too. And you. They're just lying on the ground in terror because he's. It wasn't a small gun he pulled out. He didn't pull out like a little compact pistol. It looked like he pulled out a full-size 1911 or something like that. It's like glinting in the sun as he waves it around menacingly. Ah, oh, man, that's great. A lot of pizza guys carry, and uh, I, I've talked to a lot of pizza guys. Apparently, it's a really dangerous job because shitheads can basically call you, call a number, and a guy will show up who's got like $35 in cash on him. And he'll show up wherever they tell him to show up to, right? You know, and they get the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so you're seeing that happens more than those hot chicks who really want a good time. <laughs> yeah, right. He's talking about a porn setup, you know, where, uh -huh. where they, yeah, the pizza guy comes to the door and suddenly these girls want to fuck him. There's, there's a whole. I'd, I'd like to see a clip like that, except instead of them, you know, being like, I want an extra large sausage pizza. He just robs them. Yeah, just... <laughs> I bet you would. Get on the ground. So this or is she a... robs him. So there's a whole subreddit about this, actually, where it's called Pizza Dare. It's our Pizza Dare. And the deal is you, as a young lady, orders pizza. And then when the pizza man shows up, she's fucking naked. And sometimes... A fucking horse, this is a thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. and, and sometimes she just gives him a little uh, little pixie, right, as she signs the receipt or whatever. Sometimes she pretends to drop her towel and, ooh, sometimes she fucks him. Now, usually if they're fucking the pizza guy, it's, it, it's a fake one. But many, many of these are amateur, and it is clear by the footage that they are amateur. But, yeah, it, it's, it's uh, reddit.com slash r slash pizza dare. One of my favorites. One of my favorites. Big fan of this. All right, enjoy well, I'm watching a couple of them now. I think this is high-quality content. It is very high-quality content. I love it. Love it. Do these girls come off as attention-hungry whores? Um, Subscribe. I think they come off as thrill-seekers, thrill right? Thrill-seekers. Thrill-seekers. Yeah. yeah, like, uh, what is voyeurism where you watch someone or where you do something? Both. You're the watcher. Both? Uh, exhibitionism, okay. I think, is... Exhibitionism. Is when... Okay. Oh, well, well, this girl just pulled her... Pants off for the pizza man. Did she She's wear like, hey. like black tight pants? Yeah. I am a little hey, bit ahead of you. There's a cat there. <laughs> uh, oh, there's, a, there's a cat there in mine. Yeah. I, uh, I, big, big fan of this. I moved case. on. I didn't notice the cat. Yeah. Well, it's maybe oh, he, we're watching a different. This one's room service. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's another category of videos where these creepy dudes do this thing where, you know, when like the, the maid service knocks on your door at a hotel They'll be like, you know, housekeeping, you don't say a word. Housekeeping, you don't say a word. Housekeeping, and then they come in, right? These dudes do this thing where as soon as they hear housekeeping, they put on headphones like I've got, and then they start masturbating furiously. <laughs> <laughs> like right there. See, so that's she... not as fun as what I'm watching here with the pizza man. <laughs> so she walks in, and she's like, oh, shit, oh, no. <laughs> And again, like many of these are amateur, and you can tell they're amateur because the girl is like, oh shit, and they leave. I There's picture this subreddit just being Louis C.K. post after post after post. Because that's <laughs> his thing, right? Uh, well, no. He likes, to, he asks permission first. Yes, he always asks permission, ah. which turns it in from predatory to just really, you're really thinking, weird. 
you're thinking of Harvey Weinstein. He's the one who likes to go to hotels and surprise masturbate for ladies. No, I thought the ladies entered the room and you're there masturbating. That's that's the that is the premise. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. And often, you know, when when the ladies would knock on Harvey Weinstein's door, he'd be there in a uh, in a uh, in a robe and nothing else. Speaking of all, you know, rapists in the media. Uh, <laughs> Bill Cosby got convicted, of course, and mm. I saw Bill um, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy was accepting some kind of a black comedian award, um, and he—I hadn't seen Eddie Murphy do comedy or anything resembling comedy in years. There was an SNL get together for like the 25th or 30th anniversary recently. He didn't do shit that was funny. He was just like, "Hey, I'm Eddie Murphy. It's nice to be here." But he's on stage accepting the Mark Twain Award, which to me seemed like the black comedian award because everyone he, he said that he admired who also had one was a black comedian. I thought maybe I'm wrong, but he goes in on Bill Cosby and it's some of his funniest shit I've seen in a long time. You want to watch some of that? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Let me find that. I don't know why, where I was going to go with it was imitating him, but why would that be a better <laughs> idea? <laughs> you know, this is a much better it really idea. wouldn't. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. I would right, like so. to talk to you. Uh, then you want to find a timestamp real quick, Chiz, for where we should start? A zero. A zero, okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. Ready, set, play. How, how wonderful this is. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing to be included with some of my, my heroes, Richard Pryor and George Carlin. and White guy. Carl Reiner. And Don't know that guy. Uh, Lily Tomlin. Who else got this? Bill. Oh, Bill, Bill has one of these. <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all make Bill give his back? <laughs> no, because I know there was a big outcry from people. They was trying to get Bill to give his trophies back. <laughs> you know you f***ed up when they want you to give your trophies back. Trophy back too? He should do one show where he just come out and just talk crazy now. I would like to talk to <laughs> some of the people who feel <laughs> that I should give back my trophies. <laughs> just because you Recently, that I allegedly put the pill in the people's chocolate. <laughs> I wish somebody would come up to my house talking about give up the trophy because you put the pill in the people's chocolate. You get no. Because I'm not giving back. <laughs> and, and who? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Hannibal Barrett! <laughs> There's a subtle all, part coming up. Hannibal is a caveman's name. And you gonna just come on out and pull, push over the apple cart that Hannibal. If I ever see or meet this Hannibal Barrison person, I am going to try to kill this nigger! 
<laughs> Hard <laughs> art. Show like they just do one like that. But like I said, I don't want to go too far. And do it. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's the end. I don't want yeah. to make this about him. But this is a, uh, uh, one, I like this, the, the name of this YouTube channel, the name of this YouTube channel is Hip Hop News Uncensored. They censored every fuck and every <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, they did. But the, the, I don't want to go too far thing, is that a reference to his own glass house that he's in? Like, didn't that guy get picked up for fucking transvestite prostitutes? Eddie uh, Murphy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Murphy got stopped. Oh, with well, it. he didn't rape him. Yeah, yeah. No, he, he didn't. He just got stopped with one on his car. He was giving that young lady a ride to church woody how dare you how dare uh, you question that's that's eddie he Murphy. was scaring that person straight absolutely that's the donkey from shrek god damn it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the donkey from shrek would never do anything wrong no. actually i don't know the cosby show was pretty Ed, wholesome eddie murphy it turns was out he was a rapist eddie murphy was four years into his marriage with nicole mitchell murphy when police pulled him over at 4.45 a.m. after he picked up a transsexual prostitute in his Toyota Land Cruiser. Early services. A known homosexual prostitution spot along Santa Monica Boulevard. I could go on, but yeah, uh, the man likes, uh, likes them with all the tools in their arsenal. Bill Cosby, just based on this thumbnail, is now the oldest looking black person on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> he has the eyes of a dog who just turned 19. <laughs> You know, where it's like a great wander line. into islands like in your kitchen and shit and, 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 and the chair legs like he has shit been through the ringer zero, shit themselves with zero control I, I don't know i don't remember exactly when this came out that he was like started becoming under scrutiny but i bet he's aged more in that time than like presidents do he went blind in that time he could see before they started calling <laughs> a, a rapist he went I, blind <laughs> There were times I looked it up and I was like, man, Bill Cosby, he must be 96. Like, how old is he? And you look it up and he's, I think he's in his 70s still. Yeah. He's pretty old. Wow. I, he's yeah, claiming he's the blindness eyes. to get a better sentence. It's part of the whole give him leniency, et cetera, because he says he can't see. Well, uh, you know. Well, it's been years since I've been raped and pillaged young white women. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, poor Bill. Poor Bill. Yeah, it is a shame how he Fuck was him. treated. Yeah. <laughs> the life's just not fair <laughs> for Bill Cosby. You know, he, was, <laughs> yes, he was the guy. Bill, Bill Cosby was the guy always, uh, always preaching to young black men, you know, not to use the N-word, to pull their damn pants up, get a mm -hmm. job, do this, et cetera, et cetera. Go to Temple. Meanwhile, meanwhile he's out drug raping bitches left and right. Right? Like, 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 meanwhile, he's, he's slipping yeah. lewds and 19-year-old actresses' drinks and finger-banging them at the Hyatt. It got like, a little tougher after the end of the 80s when the lewds ran out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but uh, in all jokes aside, he's a, he's a rapist. <laughs> yeah see i don't like when 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 cosby gets mixed into the same conversation with weinstein for the same reason i don't like that when weinstein gets mixed in with louis ck right there are levels to this shit as as meek mill would say mm -hmm. and bill cosby is a full-on rapist full-on mm -hmm. rapist and he's not right? helping kids and retardants like charlie was no. when he was a full-on rapist exactly exactly he's that's a philanthropist yeah. And, and a philanthropist. Got... Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> and uh, 
Yeah, and then Weinstein, of course, being real grabby, ag physically aggressive with women. And there was a woman, I believe, who said he forcibly penetrated her, but I don't believe her. I don't believe her. She, she you think it was all about the drugging? No, Weinstein was all about the coercion. Oh, that was his drug of choice. It was power. That's what he was <clears> using. He's like, hey, you could, you could be in Kill Bill 3. Like, Are they even making that movie? Just suck it. You know, like like he was he was. You want to be one of the Avengers? We could always add a fucking other one. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> Greatest crossover. Ever. <laughs> That's funny. Who is the guy that like locked the door and fucked the women? Matt Lauer, maybe. Yeah, that he one. was the one with the the button. And did you see that like NBC released something where it's like. NBC's reporting that according to NBC, an NBC <laughs> internal investigation has freed NBC of all wrongdoing. <laughs> it like, yeah, it looks like this guy had a, a door locking button. They to, do. To yeah. harass women. It turned, no, no, no. They, uh, uh, most of their big stars have door locking mechanisms so that they can choose who comes in and out. It's a privacy <laughs> thing. They, they uh, yeah, yeah. So well, it wasn't unique to him. It wasn't a rape device. It was just a yeah. I've got one of those. People let them lock. Just go up to the door and lock it manually. Like, why do you need this like Doctor Evil From the style? Desk. I don't oh, know, but apparently, you how are you going to beat her to the door? A no. lot of a lot of the oh, hot right shots here. at NBC <laughs> have door locking mechanisms at their desk. It wasn't unique to Matt Lauer, or even that uncommon for people in his position at NBC. I don't know industry wide, but here's the thing: what I hear about the Matt Lauer situation is that that chick was fucking him to get ahead, and that's not rape, right? It's kind of creepy, I'll admit, but it's creepy on both sides. There is someone yeah. else who didn't get ahead because she fucked her way to the top, right? That, that position opened up, and then she opened up, so to speak, to go get it. That is horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> that, but that, that, that example you're using also would apply to Weinstein. Like he yeah. was getting laid because he's like, hey, you want to, you want your career to really take off? You want to be a multimillionaire movie star? You want to be like Angelina Jolie or you know, whoever? Except that the 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 difference is, and, and, and unless you're there, you, you don't really know. Is it seemed like Matt Lauer's was like a consensual thing. Those people did it like dozens of times. You know, you fucked her 50, 70 times, uh, sometimes in the office, sometimes outside the office, yeah. all over the place. They had some sort of affair where he got laid and she got ahead. With Weinstein, there's recordings of people who really didn't want to do this, being coerced into so doing something they didn't want to do. Yeah. Weinstein is an incel, all right? If Weinstein weren't one of the most powerful power brokers in Hollywood, he would be a fucking incel. He would be with that he would be, body. He would be Mexican Andy, right? He'd be he's using coercion and 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 basically rape, you know, to 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 get laid. It's the only way. He is fucking hideous and creepy as shit. Yeah, like, there's so and many photos I've seen. I saw a photo of him um, with a young actress and like. It looks like they're having a good time, and then they like zoom in, and he's like holding her forearm with like a really tight grip. He's just like he's like got her. It's it's he's just such a bizarre guy. Whereas Matt so Lauer pathetic. appeared to be more of a sugar daddy situation, where she's just using him for something she can get in return, except yeah. its career. You know, it, yeah. Like like you yeah, said, there's know, levels it, to this game. Yeah, it is. The, but that, the, I mean, the level. I, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Richard. No, no, no worries. I was like, I, man, I feel like I've been in the the industry for so freaking long. But um, you know, in the like early two thousands, before like like MySpace was still coming on and stuff along those lines, social media wasn't that 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 prominent, uh, especially for the masses. And um, it, you could see that. And it's not just Weinstein's. That's what the whole Me Too movement. There's 
you know, there's a lot, there's a lot going on behind that. And it's, it's nice kind of seeing that in the entertainment industry in a lot of ways, because, um, I feel like, you know, between social media and, you know, things along YouTube, I like, I just throwing it out there. Like, man, I've, I've like seen some, some really frustrating, um, things. I've been in some frustrating, uh, situations to the point where that's the whole reason why I got in YouTube was because I was, I was frustrated with the traditional media way of doing things. And I, I saw that, I saw that really frequent. And, you know, there, there are people out there who were being taken advantage of like the Weinsteins, um, abusing their power on, on these people to influence them. But there were a lot of people who are willing. Um, and that's, that's like you say, that's, that's, it's just gross, man. Like, you know, the, you have all of these people willing to do whatever it takes to, you know, get that, that shot at Hollywood or, or whatever it is. But then you have these guys who get used to that or these gar- girls who get used to that and then they abuse it on people. I who wonder, don't so is it that, yeah. is it Richard that you weren't willing to do what it takes, so to speak, to quote you, or maybe no, no, no one no, was no. buying what you were selling no. Richard, huh? No, is that ne- what's up? Negative, negative. <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. I would I would never I'd never say that um ever like um you know, say that one situation would de- determine my career or anything like that but you know there were there were a, there were some situations where it was really clear that um you were running around the, shirtless uh, and they were expressing uh, no interest no no, no <laughs> negative no, there's, uh, <laughs> a, a, there were some fairly like prominent um um people in the community who you know, like in no way, shape or form did they directly say anything or ask anything, but it was, you could sense it was being insinuated in a lot of ways. Um, and I'm not gay. Um, and this, this, you know, these different people had maybe, uh, some, some influence in, in the industry, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, being, I'm a, I'm a bigger, bigger dude. And, uh, it's, it's one of those things you can't really bully me into a lot of situations. And so I could see where a, a more less secure person or somebody who may not be as, um, f- physically, um, capable, uh, yeah. capable, um, would maybe cave in that situation if they were like on 50, 50 on the line or something along those lines, or even mm-hmm. worse below that. Me, I'm like, I'm stubborn and strong-willed anyway. So it's like it, it was, it was never, never that uh, for me. But I could see it all the time in all the different like parties or you know the whatever situations we'd be in. I don't want to get too many specifics because I was never, I was never like, I was never really like even remotely close to being in any situation like some of the the people who have been uh, um, accused of or you know been talking yeah. media, but. Do you think uh, Kevin Spacey's ever gonna come back, or do you oh, think he's, so. he's done like dinner? Ah, oh, come on! Don't you, don't you want Kevin Spacey to come back? I really like. I watched uh, uh, as an actor. I really like him. Like he's I, a very I love good him actor. As an actor. In uh, the, I, I watched The Usual Suspects recently, and he's fantastic in The Usual Suspects. He's he's, he's the best. He's the best character in that whole Fucking movie by an like, order the- of magnitude. Like a lot. Easily one of the best impressionists out there too. I, yes. I think he should play roles that fit him in real life. If he just played like pedo gay rapist after pedo gay rapist, I would enjoy. Yeah, his but movies. nobody's gonna be like, man, this pedo gay rapist is really pulling on my heartstrings. <laughs> like I understand where he's. That is a cute little boy. Like, like no, nobody's gonna be thinking that. Like, he's and if anything, so you know that that uh, that movie American Beauty that he yeah. was in. Yeah. It's made that movie way less realistic. 
oh, that movie was already very unrealistic. That he was the macho man, like, <laughs> and the neighbor was the one who was the closeted homosexual. Like, like, yeah. I, I, I feel well, like I just been... mean because he was into a young girl, because he's clearly in into young boys. Remember his uh, his ridiculous statement where they're like, "Hey, lots of young boys, dozens and dozens of them saying you touched them and exposed yourself and did inappropriate things," and he's like, "I'm gay." Like, <laughs> I know. All right. Live well, my life as a gay man, and uh, let's just forget all of this nonsense. Oh. Hey, House of Cards coming back this fall? No, no sir, this is not going to fly. This isn't going to work. It's it's not 1990. You know, like this, this, it's not going to work. I could hardly gonna... listen to what the senator was saying with that young boy in the corner of the room. <laughs> <laughs> kind of yeah, fits, right? <laughs> oh, I, I would like. I, it really sucks that it's ruined House of Cards, right? Like, the show's like, already on the downturn, I think. Oh, come on. But you wanted to see it, the, the finale. You wanted them to wrap it up. You wanted to see it end. I, I, I get that. Like, no. It's hard to top season one. It just, it's, just, it's just really hard to top season one. Your immediate shock of meeting Frank Underwood and, like, you know, he kills a dog in the first 60, 90 seconds of the show, right? And then, you, you know, then all of a sudden he breaks the fourth wall and he's talking directly to you and it's like, whoa, this is a cool show. You know, a couple seasons in, you're you're not gonna be riding that high wave anymore. But still, still a good show. I, I think is, I think uh, the next season sucked. Oh, so there is gonna be a next season. Oh yeah, they didn't just shut it down. Yeah. Are we talking yeah. about House of Cards? We yeah. are. Yeah. Well, then I'm not gonna watch an There's episode more of that. coming. Like, of course. Why bother? Yeah, oh, Claire. Claire's the president. Claire's not a likable character. No, no, she's not. But that's kind of the point, right? Like Frank wasn't a very likable character either. No, but Frank was more interesting. Like, the same way that, like, I like Ramsey Bolton in Game of Thrones. I'm not watching him like, man, this guy's great. I love this guy. But I'm watching him intently because it's like, man, he's going to do something fucked up. He's going to do something crazy. Like, he, he, people like him, Joffrey, like, they hold your attention the whole time. That's how Frank was. Claire, on the show, it was more like, all right, like, when is it going to get back to the wheeling and dealing shady shit of politics? She's so hot. She's so hot. She's yeah, she looks. Up, I don't know how old she is, but she looks fantastic. Uh, she's the same old. As, she's about the same as like Carrie Yules, right? They were in Princess Bride together. Carrie is not looking as nice as she is. She is looking very nice. The, the first one, whoever plays in the House of Cards, she looked good in Three Hundred. Was that the same chick from Three Hundred? I... No. Oh fuck. no. That's uh, uh that's, that's Lena Headey. Hmm. Is that the girl from Game Game of? Thrones? That's the that's Queen Cersei from uh, yes, Game of Thrones. That's what I'm thinking of. She yeah. was prime in 300. I was a big fan. Yeah. You know, funny thing. I don't know if everyone thinks this, but oftentimes in a movie they'll show two people having sex, making love as a way to sort of demonstrate that they're bonded well, right? They have an active, happy relationship. For whatever reason, when I see a chick taking it from behind in a movie, I'm like, yeah. They are bonded well. That's a good relationship. Is it just me? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I, maybe. Maybe just me. Yeah. So if you don't know, they're, they're kind of demonstrating that these guys are good in the beginning of 300 before the Leonidas goes off to war. And, uh, and he fucks her and they switched a bunch of different positions. And, she's in, and, and there she is taking it from behind, just doggy style. And I'm like, yeah. They've got a good thing going on there. Is doggy style not super, super common? It is, it but it's like... not that common in movies, I would say. Oh, maybe. I've, I've never really noticed that. I, 
I don't know. I know in every relationship, it's pretty common. Yeah, yeah. Like, it kind of just makes sense. One of the standards. <clears throat> All right, Kyle. Yeah, let me tell everyone about, uh, well, let's go with movement. The guys at Movement don't just make great watches. They also make awesome sunglasses, and they just released a ton of new styles. Spring is here, and summer is right around the corner, so it's good news for all of you that Movement is dropping new sunglasses just in time for that warmer weather. Here's the problem with the sun. Uh, here's the problems with sunglasses. You get all these cheap pairs that look terrible, but then if you buy a $200 pair, you feel like you got ripped off for that unjustifiable price. Well, our friends over at Movement, uh, yeah, the same guys who... Uh, Oh, man, I'm having a hard time with this. Well, our friends at Movement, yeah, the watch guys, they kind of felt the same way, so they thought, screw it. How about we make quality, trendy sunglasses at a fair price? These aren't plastic. They're acetate. You can get them polarized, and they start at just $70. They have a lot of styles you can choose from, classic, trendy, round, aviator, mirrored, polarized for him and for her. Uh, you're sure to find the perfect pair. All of us here are looking forward to the pairs that we ordered and because uh, they're looking great. Get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to movement.com slash PKA. You know Movement for how they've revolutionized the watch industry. Now's the time to check out their sunglasses. Go to movement.com slash PKA. Join the movement. I got mine a couple weeks ago, and I really have been wearing them. Uh, those are the sunglasses that I wear when I go out now. I, um, I got some sort yep. of, I don't know how to describe the kind I got, but I definitely have the polarized ones. Yeah, if you're springing for these, spend the extra, I think it's only like $5 or something, to go from not polarized to polarized. You Really? Oh, yeah, it, it's a very cheap improvement. So go go for the polarized. It's totally worth it. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, definitely so. Yep. Let's watch this popping video. Oh, boy. Uh, I was hoping you'd forget about it. I'm never going to forget. And right. you're never going to forget. <laughs> so we were leading into this. Like I was, Kyle was talking to me about this before the show. He linked this popping video. There's a whole subreddit about popping zits, I, I guess. And I was telling him, like, I, I can watch people be beheaded. On the internet, I can watch people be, I can watch someone, uh, a nice Vietnamese man's arm be torn off by a crocodile, like last episode, and yeah. it doesn't cause me any, you know, distress. Like, I can watch it and be grossed out, but I'm fine. Watching people pop zits or eat boogers, for some reason, are the two things that make me want to gag. It gro This is going to be horrible. I don't, I have no desire to watch this. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> I may just pretend right now. Watch it! <laughs> okay, I'll watch it, but this is... All right, so, ugh. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm, at, I'm, at, I'm cued at zero. Ready? I'm cued at zero, too. All right. Ready? So just so what we're looking at, we're looking at the side of a, looks to be an Asian man's face, and he's got a bunch of little, they're not even like normal blackheads. They're like all over his cheek, and they look like craters. Yeah, almost. Like, larger like than the normal girth blackheads. Of a, the girth of like a, uh, a toothpick, hmm. as Kyle would say. Oh. So, all right, I, I'm, I'm ready to fucking watch this. <laughs> ready, set, play. Oh boy, they zoomed in. This is so good. This oh is so man. Good. He I'm... needs this. He needs this. Watch, watch, watch. He needs this so badly. You got to feel good for this guy. He's like, oh yes. Oh, get all of the beaches. Oh, he's putting now. a little knife right into the blackhead, stabbing it. Yeah, she's probably she's... making a pressure hole. Yeah, she's digging at it a little bit with that with that thing. Ah. Oh, oh yeah, there's a lot of shit in there. And then she wipes it right on the glove. Very unsanitary. Ooh. And she's just making the rounds. How she's long is this? Rounds. Oh, Nine yeah. Nine minutes? You stick in there. <laughs> you stick in there. Yeah. We're watching at least a minute yeah. and a half of this. Uh, They're smaller gets... than I thought. I thought there was going to be like a massive oh. one. Oh, oh we're going to get to some big ones. 
Look how unsanitary uh, that is. The way she's why wiping is it, it on so her. Why so unsanitary to wipe she on the back of her? Get, uh, because she's spreading oh, it around. Jesus. Jesus. Instead of wiping it on gauze with, and like and like sanitizing it, she's going from wound to wound with the same blade. Look, that one popped. Like, that was like a secondary pop. Yeah, like, like, right. Squeezing that one. He's like, I want out. Look at that. Ooh, yeah. She's ooh. That's a good one here. Ooh. Oh. Uh, Oh, you fuck right off. I would do this for <laughs> Honestly, I would do this. Like, like this looks like so much fun to get it you all out. Like, I would do the popping. I would do the popping. I, I, I would enjoy it. Kyle's not alone. There are people who think that this kind of video is satisfying and it's glorious. It's very satisfying. Here are oh, the big ones. Oh, my God, ones. it's not. This is fucking... This, oh, this, this is Big Daddy Christ. right here. Look at this guy. Oh, no, she's, she, she switched this, off. Oh, God. This one's going to be a whopper. I can see it. Yeah. Oh, fuck! It's like a worm is emerging. A little, little blood there. No worries. Here it comes. This is this is the one right here. Look, Maybe it's so big, stop. she can't squeeze it out. I think she's going to have to just pull it out with the, oh, there with the blade. It goes. Watch this. Watch this. This is, the, this, is, this is nice right here. But Oh, oh, this is the one. This is the oh. one. Oh, God. Watch how it just comes out in one piece when she grabs it. Boop! Hmm. <laughs> There are just holes in this guy's skin now. Jesus. It didn't seal back up. They're just holes. Yeah. They're gaping. It's like, it, 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 that's another subreddit. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> gaping. But, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, that's very different scenario. What is the rest of this video? It seems like she got them in the first two oh, minutes. She got no, those. No, she's got a lot there. Skin. Can we be done? Oh, come on. Let's just leave this plane in the background. Oh, it's so satisfying. Look at her getting Really? I, I don't see it. I just see yuck. And to me, she got the lion's share of it. But I don't like this watching this, but I can tell it's, it's good content because it's Dude. genuinely making me want to throw up. <laughs> Look in the back. Just what do you find see the nastiest those other 12? Look at this. Look at this. Mm. See, see, there's dozens more. There's right. dozens more. Yeah. She doesn't know where to start. She's like a kid in a candy store. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, can you, can you link the grossest one of these you've ever found? This just has so got to be towards the top. Yeah, just get it, get it done. Yeah, like a completely different video, you mean? Yeah, just like the next. Yeah. Oh, I'm turning just, this one off. I'm turning can, this off. We can stop this video now. I'll try to find it. We've watched it on the show before, but it's literally been like 200 episodes since we have. There's this video where this man has this boil or infected poor thing on his back, and they're outdoors, mind you, because it's gonna be that that fucking bad. They're like, let's just go outside. We don't want to ruin the living room with what's about to happen, sir. And this woman, who looks like a nurse, I want to say she's wearing scrubs, has rubber gloves. And this thing on his back is about as big as a cantaloupe. I don't know. Like, what? And, and she's, like, massaging it with both hands like it's a tit. And then when it finally pops, ounces and ounces of pus are erupting from it. And she, has to, she keeps massaging it. And getting more and more out. Watch that one. People are vomiting in the yard. Hmm. <laughs> Shouldn't have drank that kombucha. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if I can find it, but I, I really don't think I. It's been years. We watched it on the show, though. It was great. I'm sure what the subreddit. What a terrible was community. Oh, here's 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 a guy who has them in his ears. I had black. So when I was like 13 years old. I had blackheads in my fucking ears and I had to go to the dermatologist to get them out. And it was so painful that from then on, 
to this day, when I'm in the shower, I get in there good. I get in there good. I got a so far were they into your ears? Not not into the canal. Just like, well, here I'll show you. They were they were. First of all, why would I ask? Let me just say they weren't as bad as this guy's blackheads. Okay. Oh God damn. Oh, blackheads in the ears. Blackheads. Yeah. They used now. I don't know what they're gonna do to him, but in my case, they used one of those blackhead remover tools. That's like a little loop, and they press, and it it applies pressure around the blackhead, and it's a metal tool. It just and pops it out. She pressed so hard that it literally felt to me, because my head is on the table, it literally felt to me like she was going to go into my skull at any moment, like, like that she was going to push through my ear and into my head and kill me. I was like, tears were running down my cheeks. I was like 13, but it was excruciating. Can it we was watch the... this? Yeah, sure. Oh my Where God. do you want to start? I guess zero. I, didn't, I haven't previewed it. How long is this for <laughs> half an hour? Another nine-minute video. <laughs> yeah. right, Jesus ready, Christ. set, play. This looks music. like a real nice doll's music. ears. I had, to, I had to mute the music. Who knows? It, oh, is oh, this so, even a blackhead? It's, yeah, it's They blackhead. look like they're insect plantings or something. It, yeah, like, like something laid that into inside. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. She's inserting a, a very sharp tweezers into the blackhead and doing loop-de-loops to, like, Get it all loosened up before she this does. This is fucking step. revolting. I don't be a baby. Oh. It's so, like she's so, making the hole bigger. She is. She's making the hole bigger. And, uh, oh, I think she's going to try to grab it and pull it out. I hope there's another tool used because I want to see that tool they used on me. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus. Wow. Oh. I, she's talented. I can see she's doing lots of little grabs because you know how, like, you pull a sticker off and you don't get all of it. You ha- But once you get a enough of it going it stays together that's yeah. what she's doing she's she's making sure she gets a good enough grip that it comes out fairly whole this looks like earwax almost it's a weird dark dark yellow consistency it's 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 crumbly it's 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 gross it's real gross but it's very satisfying to watch like like she's getting more oh it's coming out look at that look i'm at developing that. a tolerance to this kind of video on the show wow Oh, I really like watching this. I'm glad you yeah got us to watch this. This is a good one. Right. She's she's digging in deep with the tweezers and getting more and more of it. I've never seen this technique. She's just going into the hole with tweezers and grabbing. How is there more still coming out? <laughs> it's right? so deep, dude. It's so deep. She just keeps going back in for more. She just keeps going back in for more. This is grotesque. Oh, she's she loves it. Skilled though. I, we're saying she, I guess it could be a man. I, I don't know why we assume it's a lady. Because <laughs> it's a lady's ear, I guess. I don't know. Is I'm it a lady's ear? I'm dreading all of that nastiness. Because she's just leaving it in his ear. I'm dreading it, like, tipping Going back and in falling into ear. his ear hole. Oh, no. It gets into your brain. Oh, no. <laughs> I guess if it goes into the ear canal, Taylor, we've, we've got the man on the job to handle it, right? She'll just yeah, pull it out of true. there. Faking Vietnam, I was actual surgery. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Steady hand. I, I, honestly, the surgeon popped into my head. Like, it, I, it doesn't take, I don't think, the education that a surgeon has, but it takes a, a, a similar skill set with the dexterity. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, is that an esthetician or whatever? This is enough dude, of this. That's dude. enough of that video. I'm going to look. I'm, I'm going to. Wow. Oh, my God. Look at, oh, the, <laughs> look at the stuff in the ear. Like, it, there's a real accumulation of things that came out of that little hole. 
What is the? Oh my god! Did like a woodpecker perch on this guy's shoulders <laughs> and just, <laughs> just hammer a hole into his cheek? What the fuck is this? Oh my god, that's so nasty. I kind of want to skip so ahead nasty. into this video and just see. At least yeah. put a band-aid on it. Okay, mm. thank god there's not a video for that guy's cheek ulcer. Good lord. Is this like a satisfying thing for you, Kyle? Like you like these yeah. kinds of videos? Holy yeah. smokes! Kyle, I, I jumped ahead. We should sync up it again at 6.48. Okay. 6.48. Yeah. 6, 3... 6.48. I'm there. Ready, set, play. There's so much shit that she has pulled out of these holes. Dude. And she's... Oh, that, now we're talking. Now, oh, yes. Yes! You know what when potheads show off their stash, like, check out my cool bud. That's what I'm seeing in this guy's yeah, ear. She just pulled a fucking nug out of this guy's <laughs> ear hole. <laughs> it's a criminal amount. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this next one. It's just as good. I can't oh believe God. there's more. How, I don't know, I don't know how they're finding more. Where, it's one. just in his ear. There's not that much room in an ear. That's what I was wondering. It's like, I thought this the cartilage would like prevent a, it. You know when you Look crack open like nug. snow crab Look like this, ah! one. this one. This one ah! just hit the first one. I'm telling you, she is pulling so much shit out of this one ear hole in this man's ear. You will be blown away. This video, I would tell you what video it is, but it's all in fucking Korean or something. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's there got is. 11 million views. The the channel name is <laughs> and it's got seven silly Asian symbols. Yeah, your best. Yeah, do your best. It, <laughs> I, I went to top all on popping, and it's the ear black. She is still pulling it out. Look at this. There it oh, is. There oh, it on is. my screen, it just. Oh my fucking god! Look at that. It's like an egg. It's like a. It's like a bug, uh, probuscus or what do you whatever you call those things? Like like like. It looks like what a mo what a moth would a would come out of. Syphilis. What? No, chrysalis. All right, that's enough. Well, that's that's the process in which it happens, I think. But but th that's that's so much better. He must feel a thousand what is times the better. Is he must be so happy. That was awful. That Jesus. was Jesus. Oh my god. Okay, I found that the coup de terrible thing. I found to the coup de on boys. your own volition. <laughs> is we have to watch another one? Yeah, we have to watch one more, one more, and don't worry, it's not a person. <laughs> So a chrysalis is the thing. Um, oh, this is fucking horrible. And I forget it's the name. It's a proboscis, maybe? Let me search proboscis. That's the thing that I think uh, they use to get in to, and take the pollen out, right? Uh, yeah, that's something completely different. Then there's like the, what, proboscis monkey with that giant honking nose, I think? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's correct. You know your monkeys. I do she know does. We do have a monkey expert on the show. <laughs> um... Let's watch this. Uh, I am queued at zero. This, this is, is a cow. Okay. That this video a... made my face hot. Well, this one <laughs> is, is, it an, is an infection or? It's oh, an Jesus. abscess. Uh, and then we're done. And well, we're done for now. Ready, set, play. Wait, wait, wait. I didn't. Oh, I'm sorry. All right, go back to zero. Go back to zero. Wow. You're gonna love this one. 
You know, Camera work's not that good. Ready? Oh, it's a cow, so this won't be as bad. Are we ready? Yes. Nope. Ready, set, play. I like the audio. Oh, it's not just... It looks like they're pulling bubble gum out of a hole in this cow's underside. Yeah. It just looks like they're tearing handfuls of flesh out of it. Oh, God. It, it, uh, I'm not exaggerating when I say it it's looks like... the size like... of this dude's forearm at this point. Now it's the size of his whole arm. Whoa! Uh, Look at it drain. This is literally gallons. That must feel so much better, right? Yeah. Really? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was yeah, I, outrageous. Yeah, I didn't mind that one because it wasn't a person. That was hard fucking core. Look at Richard's face. That's the PKA experience. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> Welcome to the show. That's always <laughs> funny. That's something I like when we get like a new guest and they'll be like, and so I was at the airport and is, uh, is cursing okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is funny when that happens. Yeah. Oh, man, what a, what a terrible topic. I hate that. <laughs> oh, damn, that's rough stuff, God. right? Oh man, I really I'm gonna go to Live Leak and look for the one where it's in the backyard because that's where it was. That is ear this was a person or another cow? The person, the one that we we watched on the show before, popping abs. <laughs> I want to say. Mm. I thought we were done. I feel like we had a deal. <laughs> I feel like, like, like you're breaking a contract. But, but, but if someone's listening and you remember back to that PKA years ago where we watched this video, it's outdoors, they're in a backyard. I want to say the person, there's a man shirtless and it's on like his back, like his lower back. It's like a cyst or an abscess. And she is like squeezing the flesh like this, like with both hands to like squeeze all this pus out. And people are talking about the stench. Like, like, like everybody's like, oh, God. And I want to say someone in the background vomits just from the smell because it's all just gu gushing out onto the yard. Is this what a, a, dog? a big man having a MRSA staph infection taken care of? No? Um, I, I don't know. Did you link something else that I didn't see? I'm making a joke. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, oh speaking of which... Um, Mr. Medicare's video finally came out. Oh, man, it did. We, um, we were waiting with bated breath. Um, and he had told Chiz, oh, it'll be out today, maybe tomorrow. And tomorrow came and passed. And I was like, oh, man, I, I was all set up. You know, I had, a, I had popcorn. I had my had grand gala and some popcorn, and you ready to go. <laughs> I had invited friends, family, <laughs> everyone gathered around, and it didn't come out. And so the next night it did come out, and I just hear all of my devices simultaneously go off, right? My phone's vibrating. I'm getting email alerts, like, like, like uh, Skype's chirping, uh, Discord's going off. And I'm like, oh, that can only be one thing. Hmm. The Wings video is out on Mr. Medicare's channel. And, and we all hopped into Discord. And my God, I, he, no one's ever really framed everything up so professionally and done it as well as Mr. Medicare did. He made Richard, he made a 45 minute long video about wings of redemption where he explained all of the horrible things that he's done to us over the years and, and all of the interactions that we've had with him and all of the, all of the weird idiosyncrasies uh, uh, about him, all of the, 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 the insane things that he said 
And it, it's fucking hilarious. Last I checked, it was closing in on 200,000 views. Um, it's, uh, it, it, it was, it was, uh, we were laughing our asses off the whole fucking time. Had a, had a great time watching it. Uh, yeah, if, if, if anybody's listening and you're interested in it, and I know some people aren't, but it seems like the vast majority are. Uh, 200,000 people over on Mr. Medicare's channel are, are titillated. Uh, head on over there and check it oh. out. It's called, it's called Wings of Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Kyle and Woody are the biggest cameos of, of the whole thing. They, they really helped set up the story structure, give the backstory. So and then he would feel that different. From like, we'd say a thing and then he'd find the source material and like juxtapose them together. And, and you know, like, mm-hmm. this is what happened. And then he'd find where it happened. And, you know. Yeah, because maybe you yeah. know, <laughs> Kyle would be like, he didn't shit for the first week I was there. And then it cut immediately to wings. I didn't shit for the first five days I was there. And then cut back. <laughs> like, I'm like confirming all the details. Yeah, because like maybe you don't believe the f- ridiculous things that Woody and I are saying, especially if you, this is the first time you'd ever seen us because it's on Medicare's channel or whatever. So it's nice to have those cutaways to, to Wings actually admitting to what we had said. You know, Woody is like, yeah. And then he helped Thunder Toro. This guy's going after my son. And then it goes to Wings. He's like, all I did was help Thunder Toro. You know, <laughs> then his channel took off. <laughs> he made a ton of money. I don't have to choose. And he's like, yeah, that's literally what Woody just said about you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good, good, good shit. Good shit. It was a, it was a, it was a very good video. I hope there's a, a part two, you know, that, that would be nice because we, we sort of, in that video, we got where wings started with YouTube and sort of how his career is petered or whatever. And, and how he's gone insane and the horrible things that he'd done to all of us and, and some other people. I would love to see, what made him the man he is, right? Start with his childhood. Dig deep, right? An origin story. An origin story, <laughs> yes. A prequel. Homecoming. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, first, the, the first video. I, I'd love to see that. And uh, I told Chiz, like, tell Medicare I am... An open by, book of information. I, I, I'm a fucking Wings Redemption historian. I know all of the little stories. I know all the stuff about, like, his family and his mom and... His dad and his is all of these people in his life. I I, I know way too, way more than I'd like to know. It's it, it's fascinating. It's fascinating. I'm telling you. I wish Wings would get a reality show. I wish someone would see this video and be like, shit, we got to get this guy mm. on, on on the on the on the small screen. We got to get a let, let, let's get this guy a, a five episode deal because because he'd be fascinating. He'd be fascinating. I'm curious about Wings thoughts on all this thing right like it so so here's what's in my head i have heard wings say that these troll channels are unfair that they're like they're they're bad they're they're picking on them and that they're bullying him and it and it's what have you now i remember when philip defranco was talking about daddy o5 and if people don't know daddy o5 was a guy who had daily vlogs and he would commit obvious child abuse for his vlogs he would pick on them he'd have the kids literally like fight they'd hit the kids uh they he'd accuse the children of doing wrong things just to get them crying and did you scared. stain the floor yeah no, i didn't you stained the floor you're lying and, but we know crying. the kid's innocent right but tears yeah. are coming down his eyes yeah so he he blamed philip defranco for all the trouble he was in and Philip DeFranco said something that resonated with me. He says, I am as responsible for what's happening to you as a security camera, right? And it was like, yeah, that's right. All he's doing is talking about 
the content he put in his vlogs. Daddy05 is the guy that did this stuff. So now, circling back to Wings, how does he feel about this, right? When, when these channels make like put the highlights of his streams up where he's either happy or sad or most often angry about something, and Wings is like, man, all these channels are picking on me. All these channels are doing this to me. It's like blaming the mirror for the way you look. I wonder how Wings yeah. feels about that thought. I mean, I, I, he feels I, that he's misrepresented. He feels that things are taken out of context, but that's just his own personal delusion, right? Like, like you're not getting, he's not a clear lens to look through, right? It, it, he's, he's, it's absurd some of the things that he thinks. Like he has said and done all of the things that, that he's been given shit about. I, didn't, I don't think I remembered any real inaccuracies in Medicare's video. Certainly not any that were biting or yeah, anything. I, Maybe some like factual silliness. Like, like, oh, you got that slightly wrong. It was actually this way and that way. But for the most part, like, he, he hit the nail on the head. Wins yeah. will throw his controller behind him, right? Does it all the time. Throws that controller, slams it on the wall, etc. What is his side of the story? Like, ah, oh, you don't understand. I expected to win that gunfight. Right? Is that reasonable? Does that make it better? Now that we have the context, are his actions normal? Well, that's funny. Like, I got no problem with his rages. Mm -hmm. I, I think the part that, that made, you know, it's the way he treated us. You know, it's, it's, well, it's his lack of, like... I'm talking about Wings' feelings on the channels that are showing who Wings is. Oh, I see. You know, yeah. like, does Wings look at Medicare's video and say, well, this isn't fair. And it's like, no, that is fair. It's a totally accurate representation of the things you've done and said. You know, on your way up, on your way down, the whole way through. And every time he backed it up with you actually saying and doing it as a source material. Do you look at you doing things and blame other people for the way you come off? Because that's you doing stuff. I wonder. Like, yeah. How does he rationalize in his head that he actually doesn't behave badly very often when all his bad behavior is documented on camera? Yeah, I, I I don't know. It's it's a it's a bizarre, it's a bizarre situation. But you know, you got that video there. It's it's fascinating, very funny to watch. Mm -hmm. I uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I haven't seen Wing stream since. Uh, I saw him tweet, and he's like, "Hey, what's everybody doing tonight?" And everybody was like, "Watching this." Like in the Medicare video, of course. Um, so have uh, you seen that yet, Richard? The Mr. Medicare no. Wings video. Oh, well, you should check it out. It's it's if you don't know, we, you probably don't know the Wings story. I'll try to tell it in fast forward, as my subs love to hear. Wings came back into streaming prominence almost. That might be an exaggeration, but a stream started doing well, getting attention. And he said that he was taking the money from his streaming and he was going to buy weight loss surgery. A little lost on exactly which one, but picture it as gastric bypass or something. So people started donating and things started doing really well. And he gets like $30,000, you know, enough to buy the surgery and recover and not work for a couple of weeks and pay his debt off and a lot of stuff, right? And the surgery hasn't happened and people, you know, started getting frustrated because they felt like they were donating towards a cause and now they weren't, you know, unless he comes through in the end. I don't know. He says he's coming through and I... Woody and I have a bet. Mm. It's five. It's five dollars. Like, like, but Big all of our time. bets are kind of are kind of small potatoes like that. It's more about you know just sort of nailing down our points of view about a topic at any one given time, and we don't forget. I got five bucks that Wings gets that surgery this calendar year, and I think I'm fucked. 
I'm glad it, I'm really glad it wasn't. <laughs> at the you time, still think you're fucked, even though he's come out and said it's still happening. He's, he's come out and said the blood work came through, that he's healthy, that it's happening, et cetera, et cetera. Look, at the time I made the bet, if you had been like, hey, let's make it interesting, make it 5000 I'd have been like, all right, fuck you. You're going to lose $5,000. Be ready to pay. I'd have made that bet. I'm so glad that you're not a high roller. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm really not. Because <laughs> so, at the time, I was so sure that it was coming, that it was happening. Because he was like, oh, yeah, I got my passport. Mama is going to help me make the phone call to make the appointment. That's the only holdup here is me and Mama linking up so that we can make the appointment. You know? And, and I was like, well, shit, as soon as he gets... As soon as he wakes up in time one day and he's able to link up with Mama, then... You know, he'll he'll get this thing scheduled and he'll book a flight to he oh, that's true. He already booked he already bought the tickets to Mexico, right? So, you know, we're just we're just waiting on it to happen. I have a completely different interpretation of that kind of obstacle, right? If someone says the only thing holding me up from getting this surgery is that I have to walk across the room and turn the light on, I think, oh, well, obviously, there's something holding you up other than that light switch because that's not a flipping obstacle, right? That's not a problem. If you're telling me that the reason you haven't scheduled your weight loss surgery is that you need to coordinate with your mom about timing or something, horseshit. You have some other problem like cowardness or money or I don't know what, that there's something stopping you from getting this done other than coordination. Schedule conflicts don't take three months to sort out. Right? What do you learn to fly faster than you've gotten this surgery? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, I, I, that's true. It, it he is. became a fucking airman. <laughs> and, and, call him the Nighthawk. <laughs> or he calls himself that. We don't, we don't know if he's it's friends the, the rest of the group. Yeah, he's got the <laughs> this is true. But, but yeah, so there's something stopping him from doing this that's not scheduling. It's not scheduling. And, and you know, if you just know how infrequently he leaves the house infrequently he leaves his town then i think that is those are the kinds of things that are his actual obstacles not a telephone call yeah it, it seems you know i don't want to always go back to beating a dead horse and then mm. my mind wants me to make it beating a dead pig because i think that's funny but i've said i'm gonna stop doing that you know he, he hadn't left the state at the age of 25 or so right you know he you can't say, I want to say beating a dead horse, but I really want to say beating a dead pig, but I'm not going to say that. Stenographer, scratch that from the record. <laughs> That's unsaid. Well, you know, beating a dead pig here, but the man hadn't left the house at the age of like 25 or 26, right? You know, like... like hadn't that's left, the, at all, had left the state, you mean? Left the state. Like, never left the state. And, you know, that's that's pretty telling about, you know, his... I think he has a fear of, uh, of of going out, not necessarily outdoors. I think that's agoraphobia, maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's afraid to like just go outside. I think he's afraid to leave yeah. what is his comfort zone. And and there are different, uh, there are multiple layers to the bubble of comfort, right? Bu bubble one is that room he's in all the time. Bubble two is the is the trailer. Bubble three is Conway, South Carolina, and then it just goes out to. You know, finally, there's the South Carolina bubble and, and like getting through that layer is is a real ordeal for him. You know, he, he was very uncomfortable that time he went to L.A. Um, I mean, you were with him for that. I wish I'd gone on that. I had some sort of prior engagement. Like they asked, I, you know, they invited a lot of people and, and, and I was like, oh, Freddie W is going. Maybe I will go. But I, I had a thing. I don't remember what it was, but it was it was like, oh, well, 
we gotta do that thing instead. It was it was super important, but like I really wish I'd been there because that would have been the first time I think that I ever met him, and I would have loved to have been there and met him with you and had that whole experience go down because it was. I've seen all the clips. I've seen him jumping into the swimming pool and him like posing with that guy's Lamborghini or whatever. And uh, and then I've heard your stories of him like contemplating renting a fucking car and driving from Los Angeles to Conway, South Carolina. Dude, if you had blogged that, now <laughs> I'll pay right now. Like you make a private video series, I'll pay a hundred dollars. I want a video. A day. I want full live stream the whole way. You and a and a rental car, and I've seen the rental cars you get <laughs> from from one side of the country to the other, literally coast to coast, Los Angeles to Conway, South Carolina. I'd fucking love In that. In a Chevy Spark. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> can't even vlog because the highway noise on that thing sounds like you're in a you know airplane testing terminal wings wings would fart and the windows would fog up <laughs> <laughs> wings uh it was funny he forgot he forgot his deodorant he hadn't packed deodorant on that trip and uh he went from like person to person trying to borrow deodorant like he went to white boy and white boy is like nah dog if you need socks, I'll hook you up. <laughs> but but he wasn't willing to share deodorant. He went to me, and I was like, I can't leave my man hanging out alone. I, I shared my deodorant with wings on that trip. You, you may tell you Deodorant's how to share like deodorant. $2. Here's how you share deodorant, have right? Cars. Look, you, you roll the deodorant stick out. You take a butter knife or something. You slice him off a little deodorant. Here's mm. your deodorant. Don't lose it. <laughs> like, that's what you do. That's that what you do stick or, or anything like that that you don't really want to share. Don't yet. lose this slice that's going to immediately turn to paste in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It will crumble. <laughs> yeah, you roll it up in a ball. Like, do whatever you got to do to Have you to done this it. before? Because I, I think my deodorant does not have the consistency to make that work. Huh. I haven't done it, but I know mm. it would work. Okay. Like, even if you had to repeat the process daily, right? I don't want to share. I don't think I've ever shared deodorant with another man. And I, I don't think I would want to. There's something kind of gross about armpits. That's true. I, it wasn't a want to. It was a sacrifice I made. You ever lick a girl's armpit? Yeah. No. Yeah. And, and oh, it, <laughs> I, I love that I got that simultaneous reaction. And both of you were just as like headstrong about your reaction. <laughs> Equally, like Woody's like, oh yeah, and, and yeah. Taylor's like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, Taylor, you're missing nothing. Particularly, it has deodorant, and now your tongue is dry. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. The worst. It's the worst. Yeah. If you ever got deodorant on your tongue, you're like a cat that just licks yeah. something. That's like you're like. <laughs> I, I, I you're a, like no, I won't a, go uh, away. <laughs> you can do other stuff with deodorant. I remember this was like <laughs> super, super early 2000s, like when NSYNC and Backstreet Boys were still huge, and they had the frosted tips, you know, mm. on their on their hair in the top. And uh, a friend of mine, you know, lots of people were getting it done, and he was like, we were at this uh, this kid's house in the neighborhood, just fiddle fucking around like kids do. And he's like, my, my mom won't let me get, you know, the the tips, like whoever the hell, but. I found out that if you put deodorant all over your hair, it will bleach all of your hair. And we're like, Scott, what a what a good idea. <laughs> and so we were like standing outside. Can I ask, did you all know it was a bad idea when you said that? No, but we knew it was not a good idea enough to be like, you storm this beach, buddy. Like, we're going to watch and see. Like, because we, we weren't obsessed with having the tips. Mm. And so he, we were in his backyard and he like went over his head with deodorant, like caking it on. Hmm. And we were, and he's like, all right, now I just need to wait and then wash it out and it'll do everything. Next time I saw that, that kid, it 
had changed the color of his hair, but it was not Backstreet Boy super cool frosted tips. He had gray as a 70-year-old Anderson <laughs> Cooper hair. Oh. Like totally, but not Anderson Cooper because that look is odd on a on an 11-year-old. And just totally gray, looked awful. And it, there's nothing you can do about it. He just had to wait for it to, to grow oh, back. So he had a bad look for a while. In, wow. So I, I grew up at the beach, and a lot of people wanted blonde hair, and they just put lemon juice in their hair. Are you familiar with this? Yes. Yes, it doesn't make Sun you in. blonde. It makes you yeah. something other than blonde. It's like a, you're not a redhead. You're a fake brunette type thing. It's not a good thing. And I do remember Sun in. Yeah. Yeah, was sun in where it's like, oh, put this in your hair. It'll kind of just make it redder if you have dark brown hair. Like, and I was like, oh, that's this isn't worth uh, it. I, I'm sorry, you mentioned sunning, and it made me think of, of Chael Sonnen. And I know mm. folks don't like mixed martial arts talk, so let me just make this quick. He's fighting Fedor, right? He is. I'm excited to see that. I, I, I really am excited to see him fight Fedor. Fedor is an interesting guy to me. He's so deadpan. He's so like emotionless. And he's got this storied career, right? Like, he's obviously a shell of his former self. But so is Chael, right? Like, Chael isn't the Chael that went up against John Jones. Even the even the Chael that went up against John Jones wasn't top-tier Chael. Although, I watched that at your house. I was Woody and I were watching a mixed martial arts fight at his house. It was John Jones versus Chael Sonnen for the belt. And John Jones is whooping the shit out of Chael Sonnen. And in the second round, I want to say, Chael no. has him... In, in one of the rounds, Chael has him, or uh, John Jones has Chael up against the cage, and he's pushing off with his, his foot. And, like, imagine my index finger is my big toe. It tears off till it's dangling. It rips at the webbing away it's from the other sideways. toes. Sideways. And it is dangling by, I suppose, skin alone. Yeah, it's and, a compound fracture. You can see inside his body now. Yes. And so it happened to be at the end of the round before anyone even took notice that his toe was hanging off. But if, if and, and, and he beat him, he defeated him before that round was over, I want to say. Yeah, John the Jones won with like 10 seconds left in the first. Yeah, and if, if Chael had managed to survive the beating he was taking, and it was quite a beating, they'd have disqualified John because his toe was dangling off like a, like a fucking, I don't know what, and Chael would have become... The fucking champion of the world until John's toe grew back, right? And I always thought that would have been one of the most crazy flukes of all time. So ever since then, I've been a Chael Sonnen fan. You know, all of his ridiculous shit talking, all of his comedy. He's a wordsmith. Yeah. If people don't know Chael Sonnen, that's one of his best skills. He, He is a wordsmith. He's a speaker. And he often has prepared lines, but even off the cuff, he's fantastic. I really want to visit the alternative universe where he makes it to the end of that round and wins yeah. because while John Jones was pushing him around, he hurt his toe. And yeah, to be clear, Chael had nothing to do with him hurting his toe. It's not like he got him in a toe lock or something. That's actually illegal. But he just was pushing him around and his toe snapped off. Would Chael have said, yes, I'll admit, John Jones might have been getting the best of me until God himself intervened and made me the 205-pound <laughs> champion, no. right? Clearly, John Jones has a foot durability weakness that I do not share. That is why I am the champion. I what? tore this man limb from limb in our first bout. Next time, he'll be lucky if he has a foot. <laughs> like, yeah, he'd, yeah. He'd have, taken, he'd have taken that route. He, he wouldn't have been like, oh, it was... 
I got lucky, I guess. He'd have mm-hmm. been like, you got lucky. You got lucky. You still even have a have a leg. You got lucky. It was just your toe. Next time, <laughs> I'm taking your head off. Right? Like what? Yeah. Post fight, that post fight interview with Joe Rogan, where he talks to Rogan about uh, Chael Sonnen in third person to him about how excited he was he got to be there to experience that with him. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's just it's it's just one of the funniest post fight interviews oh, ever. Dude, it's, the one where the he does the like. I'm the man with the greatest charms. I'm the man with the biggest arms. He's going on. And Joe starts to like take the mic from him. And he's like, I just got done whooping an ex-world champion of the world. If you don't think I'll do it again to a 50-year-old comedian, you got another thing coming. Give me that microphone. And it's just, that's the greatest. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's watch this quick clip. I think it shows a little bit of humor in both Chael Sonnen and Fedor because they were both at this press conference. This is a while back. This reporter is, by the way, this video is called Flirting with Hot Reporter, Chael Sonnen oh, and Fedor Emelianenko and uh, Matt Mitrion. The reporter is fucking hot. I just need a moment. Where are we at? So, uh, it should be timestamped to go, to go to start at four seconds. Ready, set, play. Alan for Vanderlei Silva. Uh, we have been waiting three years until your fight. So what is your feeling now? Mm, hello, sweet potato. What was the question? <laughs> I was a little distracted. What did you say? My question was, what is your feeling now, child? Mm, pretty excited, as a matter of fact. <laughs> <laughs> but back to the fight. <laughs> now I have a question for heavyweights. Does the this decision grow the up part. since Bellator 172? Matt first. I'm, I'm sorry, could you fire that one off again? <laughs> it's a problem, isn't it, Matt? <laughs> it's really a problem up here. Mildly distracted. <laughs> I don't feel like there's any tension at all. If there is, it's on his part, and I haven't picked it up yet, but he seems cool as a cucumber to me. No, the tension is going away gradually. <laughs> <laughs> the translator did not want to say that. <laughs> Yeah, that's the same translator I saw him with at the fight the other night. So, like, I don't know who that chick is. It like, looks like his mom, but, uh, but she's always with him. That's it took cool. me, I was like, is he talking about his boner going down? Yes, he is talking about his boner going down. Yeah, yeah. I needed to add. Yeah, that's, that's, that's good stuff. I look forward to that fight. Um, I, I, that'll, that'll be cool. Um, I, I like Chell a lot. I listen to his, um, what is it, the, the bad guy or something, whatever yeah, his podcast he has a po- I watch the that. highlights. I yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I don't usually watch the whole thing. Um, what was I going to say, Chael? Oh, he's talked about how difficult it is to prepare for the Fedor fight because most of his fights in Japan were fake, and he can't tell how the guy actually fights. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's true. So what he was saying, and maybe you, you, you understood it fully as well, but, but he was saying that what happens in Japan is that Fedor thinks he's having a legit fight. Everyone thinks it's a legit fight, but the Yakuza goes to the opponent and says, hey, you go down in a second. And he's like, I don't want to. And they're like, no, you, you go down in a second or we do something bad to you. And he's like, All right, well, I guess I go down in a second. And so he loses to Fedor intentionally. But Fedor doesn't realize it's a fake fight. So I don't know how he gets this information. But you, you wouldn't think he'd just make that up and lie about it. It's a pretty harsh accusation, right? It's not like saying he's a... Yeah, implicating the Yakuza in it. Like, all of a sudden lies constantly. He would never lie about the Yakuza. He lies about everything else. He's the liest liar to have no. ever lied. 
No, never. I've never heard him say a dishonest word. <laughs> if people don't know MMA, Jail Sonnen lies a lot. And and it's funny because some of the lies are obviously untrue. Like, you know, this guy's from Brazil. It's not a modern country. I saw him try to feed carrots to a bus, right? Like, that's that's a lie that we all know that's, wasn't really. That's not even a lie. That's just a funny joke. Like... <laughs> right, right. But then other ones are lies, lies that could have been true. And, and, and because he mixes them all up, sometimes it's difficult to discern whether or not he's telling the truth or not. So, yeah, he's. That's I, the sort of thing that. I feel like would make Fedor mad though. Like if anything would actually get under that guy's skin, right? Going after his storied record. But he would like do that. Right? He he so Tito Ortiz said Chael Sonnen made a living with his mouth. Tito, who dated a porn star for quite some years, said no. Jenna Jameson made a living with her mouth. That is what that's <laughs> about. <laughs> and uh and and Tito got very upset. But that's what Chael does. He upsets you. Yeah, yeah. He was wasn't he da- wasn't it Jenna Jameson that he was with? I don't think they're together anymore. But but he was with. Yes, yeah. That yeah. I'm sorry. The, Jenna Jameson was not. Yeah, I, not I think random. I saw them like he, do like guest appearances on the Howard Stern show like together. It was a real shit show. Yeah, I don't always... think they were married, but they were very serious. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So well, I, I don't I, know. I look. I want to see it too. I want to see it too. And I'll tell you, Chael's as big as Fedor is. Fedor's a small heavyweight. Chael is huge at 185. And they seem to be roughly the same size to me. Yeah. Uh, uh, at, although Fedor did not struggle with, uh, uh, what's his name? He was fighting the other day at 265. You know, that, that was, um, at, uh, who was his opponent the other night. Um, the big white guy, Frank Mir. Right? Frank Mir. Frank Mir was yeah. walking yeah. at 265. Yeah. Fedor crushed him all right i got another uh, ad read here tell everybody about smart mouth bad breath is a gross embarrassing problem that impacts everyone at some point in their lives fortunately it isn't your fault smart mouth mouthwash knows that the real cause of bad breath uh and they know that just two rinses a day can solve it for good but first what is bad breath bad breath is a natural consequence of bacteria living in your mouth naturally occurring oral bacteria consume protein in your mouth and give off sulfur gas as waste so when you smell that rotten egg bad breath odor you're actually smelling sulfur gas Using, an, using alcohol to just kill germs or trying to cover the odor with a minty mask won't solve the problem. To solve a real problem, you need real science. Smartmouth uses a clinically proven patented two-liquid system. When poured, the clear sulfur-eliminating solution combines with the green zinc ion solution and activates. The activated zinc ions seek out and bind a bacteria in the mouth, stopping them from being able to consume protein or release that sulfur gas for a full 12 hours per rinse. No sulfur gas means no bad breath. Find Smart Mouth in the oral health aisle at your local supermarket, pharmacy, grocery store, or online Amazon. And now, for a limited time, this is very important, you can go on over to smartmouth.com PKA and get a free $3 off coupon for any Smart Mouth rinse. That's smartmouth.com PKA to save smartmouth.com PKA. Yeah, let, let them know that uh, we're, we're impactful over here. Go to that URL. Don't waste any time. Don't 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 put it off till tomorrow. Just clickety click, clickety clack. Smartmouth.com slash PKA. Do it. Clickety click, clickety clack. Yeah, it reflects very well on our show if you guys visit that. Do it. Uh, I use it every day. It's well, a great yes. way to. Well, let's not be too aggressive, Kyle. Actually, you know what? Yeah, let's be yeah. aggressive about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could have even said bitch louder. I think. But yeah, I, I, use it, I use it every day, and I never have bad breath. And I guarantee Woody and Kyle don't either. I mean, I, I, if I were there in person with Kyle and Woody, I would feel comfortable putting my nose directly into their mouths. It's a delightful it experience in here. 
Oh. You're like, mm, oh, that doesn't smell like it. Mm. Smells neutral. Smells yeah. like like nothing. You ever Woody, see the movie? Uh, your mouth is such a joy. Would you lick my armpits? That's, you ever see the movie Hot Shots? The way it goes. <laughs> ever, I have ever, not seen the movie Hot Shots. With no. uh, it's got Charlie Sheen in it. It's kind of like a Rambo spoof. It's a, it's like slapstick comedy. And uh, the super hot chick is with Charlie Sheen. She's like, she goes, kiss me like you've never kissed anyone before. And he just like. French kisses her entire nose, like whole nose <laughs> in her mouth. <laughs> That's a good movie. You, you've never seen Hot Shots? Come on. You've, you've, there's I thought so it was a Top Gun seen. spoof. Am I crazy? It, it spoofs a bunch of movies. Mm. Um, and yeah. Top Gun's definitely one of them, too, yeah. yeah. I'm not nearly as, as film cultured as, as Kyle. Dude, I've seen seemingly everything. I had a long drive recently, and I, I was on the Spotify 80s playlist. And I'm like, I bet Taylor doesn't know most of these songs. <laughs> like, you know, like this. No, I, I don't even like listen to music in the car for the most part. I like listen to like streams of debates or like podcasts and shit because um, it, it passes the time faster. There have to be people out there like me who are like, all right, if I listen to music, time goes by really slowly. But if I'm listening to something like a debate, I'll be there in my car like, no, because this or that. Or something like anything where you can like pick a disagreement with, like you're gonna get lost in your own thoughts of it, and it's gonna make you. Maybe some people are like that with music. I, I'm not, but I think it passes the time way faster. I don't know that music music guy or a podcast guy, Richard. Um, mix the. I actually do. Well, I love podcasts. Um, those are those are great. Um, lately I've been doing audiobooks. Um, I'll do them 1.5 or 2x. And surprisingly, your your brain adapts pretty quick. Like you you can listen to it pretty well. Um, and I just power through books way way faster that way. What kind what of books? Right Entertaining books? Is Everything. It's like broad. Well, it's broad spectrum, right? Because I did like I have done that drive from California to Tennessee multiple times, and I'd I'd listen to like or Game of Thrones, or um, recently I did uh, Ray Dalio's uh, Principles book. And um, uh, see what it's. Uh, have you listened to Gary Vander, Vanderchuk? I think that's his name. Do you know who I'm talking about? The yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I just thought with your job you would really like his stuff. Yeah, I mean it's it's funny you like you 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 find out the more stuff you start consuming, the more stuff that you want, and just there's so little time in the day. Like in the past, I used to listen to music. I was like, oh, you know, I'll read this book. And I did this. And I, was like, I feel so productive. And then now I'm like, I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm Dude, not doing enough. I used to listen to Game of Thrones in the car and my daughter hated it, which in fairness, like she's only catching the pieces that we're driving together on. Yeah. So it's just a, I, I don't know how old Roy Detrice was. I'm something like 130 maybe. And it's this old man doing accents of people yeah. and yeah it's it i can imagine how dreadful it was and i know she hated He's got an it. accent the thing is i wanted her to get her own license so i could stop driving her to school so the fact that this experience was dreadful to her was just a bonus so you know, she's like can we listen to music no no we can't i'll tell you what I'll buy you a car. You can listen to anything you want. But in my car, it's Game of Thrones all day. <laughs> you're going to get every sixth chapter of this book, <laughs> yeah. and you're going to like it. And you're going to like this old man. Or hate it. doesn't matter. For every single character. <laughs> it is. Like, it and, is. And you can hear how old he is in the audiobooks. I know you guys know Roy Detrice. You'd be like, and Jon Snow said to him, Sam, you must come with me out into the wild. And Sam replied, 
but master, I can't come with you. It's like, no, it's, it's the same. <laughs> it's the same. Well, and a lot All of their, their names sound similar. The too. Yeah, yeah the, their names sound similar, so I can only imagine somebody who, like, there's no way I could listen to that audiobook on 1.5 or 2x because you're trying to figure out like who are all these unspear people? <laughs> like, <laughs> There's like, so many know, characters, and and I, I personally struggle extra because their names aren't names you hear every day. You know, it, right. they're all like Ayushi or something. And it's like I don't know who the fuck Ayushi is. And that's not a name that works for me. If they named him Taylor and Richard, I would have no trouble. Less trouble, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, it adds to it the fact that they all have names you never heard before, and and she just hated it. And if it was a motivator for her to get her license, then good. Yeah, that's Parenting actually. by Woody. Torture. We're listening to this on half speed. <laughs> uh, oh, the fucking hordes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, God, I need my fucking license. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Out of it. yeah. <laughs> that's so good. Right. You're not supposed to like this experience. Well, that's the last we're going to get a Game of Thrones books. I... I would bet a hundred dollars that that's that we will never see another Game of Thrones. Book. I would that not bet against hit. that. That guy is going to drop any day now. And I, I was going to say he writes a page a day, like as a goof. That could be overestimating. I don't think he averages a page a day. There's absolutely no way he does if you do the right. math, right? Like, it, is that a, have 12, a thousand page, page book or something like that? It's Get been three here. years, right? Three years is a thousand yeah. plus pages. That guy. That guy's a perfect perfect <clears throat> example of what you often talk about when you don't understand what motivates people once they've made it, made mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. He's made it. I bet his royalties off of the HBO series are substantial. He, he's, he's got all kinds of credits on there. He, he gets paid for more than the royalties, right? He's like a contributor. Oh, yeah. he's, he's written episodes, I think. He, he's, he's doing all these appearances. I bet for the first time in his life he's getting pussy. And, and this guy is just not writing. <laughs> he might be stretching here. Wow. I mean, let's be real. Look at that troll. Look at him. Like I, Harvey Weinstein. If you got to suck somebody's dick. Oh, I'm Harvey, coming. You <laughs> sucking Harvey Weinstein's dick or you sucking Martin's dick? Well, I need to know what else is in the offer. Their, their belly fat on your head. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just, just, he lifts it up and then drops it right on top of your head. Do you think it's like moist? Oh, it's moist under the, oh. in the folds. In the folds? Oh. In the baby. folds? There's infections and Do you think he lifts and then puts deodorant in there? If I were a fatty, mm. I would lift those folds and I would powder. I would I would powder everywhere, right? Mm -hmm. But but just imagine after a long workout, the powder turns to some kind of a slurry, mm. right? And mm -hmm. then and then you and, and then like as you're working out, you gotta reach <laughs> down there and like 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 two, three fingers under the fold and get the slurry out and like like, Maybe powder's not the answer. Maybe you want an oil, you know, a little baby Ooh. oil. Like Buddha. Yeah, get get all lubed up and start jiggling. Like, like, it might like, be pleasurable. Do you, do you think when they go down on them, they have to do the same thing we were watching that, that lady do to the zits where they have to, like, push in on the side of his fupa uh. to get that to pop out? <laughs> push it, push it, boop. Oh, there it is. There it is. There it is. <laughs> There's a tool. <laughs> it's this big, and you just yeah. push it on <laughs> together. Oh, it's like an acorn in a bird's nest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, do you not think that he manscapes appropriately? That man does not manscape. Oh, how could you? He he would he would need someone else to do it for him. That would be your job. I mean, I'm sure he can afford it. Did you see this clip? That's I the looked? inspiration for Tormund's beard. <laughs> 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 Did you see the clip I leaked of um, what's her name um, from uh, the the actress that that everyone's so fond of? In what's Game of Thrones. Amelia no, 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 the uh, from uh, from Hunger Games. Je uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, Jennifer. Yeah. Did you see her? Uh, 
all the nudity in the new movie she's done? Yes. No, 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 no. Those pictures it's... that came out like two years ago. So no, no, this no. woman, not... this woman avoided nudity in her scenes, as far as I know, for a long time. And then when she finally decides to get naked on film, it is fucked up. Like, like look, what do you mean? Uh, give me the, give me the. So, so you know, what it looks like front. is happening to me, and I'm just using context clues, and I think I'm quite good at that. It appears that she is challenging this man to fuck her right there on the spot in front of the class. And so she strips completely naked and she's like, gets up on the desk and she's like, yeah, fuck me. And he can't get hard. And in his like, he's ashamed and he like jerks his pants up and storms away. I, I'm like 95% sure that's what's happening in this scene over here that I've just linked. It's like he said a class. I think why, it's more of a trial. This? Like she's it's being a class. Isn't she being accused of being a spy in that scene? I have no idea what this movie's about. I'm pretty sure it's a classroom. But is it a body double? or No, it's no. her. No, it's definitely her. And she's talked about it in many interviews. She said that she was very uncomfortable getting naked. And then when she got naked, suddenly she got super comfortable being naked to the point where everyone else was uncomfortable. They're like, can you put something on? Well, so, I like that. <clears throat> Uh, there's another scene in the movie where she's like showering, and this dude tries to like uh, rape her, and uh, she like pulls off the uh, like the hot water nozzle and like punches him with it and beats him beats him down with it. But yeah, she gets completely naked here. It's it's pretty great. If I were a famous Hollywood actor, I wouldn't give a fuck about getting naked. Yeah, like, right. Makes so much money. I don't care. You don't want it to damage your future prospects, though, right? Like there's some. Sometimes it helps tremendously. When Margot Rob Robbie got naked in um, Wolf of Wall Street, that catapulted her to 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 stardom. And she's get, she's getting roles left and right, and not just in like indie stuff and Sundance stuff. Like she, she's a, she's Harley Quinn, right? She's established in the DC universe such that it is <clears throat> as Harley Quinn now. I, I then there's like other examples of ladies who got naked and then their 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 careers just tanked. You Can know? you think <laughs> of one? Um, well, it, it's probably partially because the movie was so bad, but Showgirls, um, mm. the, uh, the, the chick from Berkeley. that, yeah, that, that was rated X, I think, or NC-17, like, there's this, yeah. like, the sex scene in the pool is hilarious, it's hilarious, like, I think they were going for, like, hot and, like, 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 animalistic, like, like, fucking, but instead, like, he's, like, fucking her in the pool, and she looks like she's having a seizure, <laughs> <laughs> She's like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> it's great. It's fucking great. It's a terrible movie though. Don't watch Showgirls. Just just watch the yeah. clip of Showgirls for with her fucking. I don't know if that hurt her career because prior to that she was just like Saved by the Bell, I think, yeah. and that was her movie debut, and it didn't really go anywhere. So it, and after that, nothing. Yeah, but I don't know that she would have done much better if she played like a serious part. I can't. Halle Berry when she got naked, that was great. That was great. And and, and Swordfish when mm -hmm. like, when. Uh, uh, apparently, uh, oh, he kept yeah. fucking his I've lines up. Movie. She was like naked for like two or three days or something like That's that. That's great. Set. That's what I do too. Yeah, Halle Berry. <laughs> Halle Berry looks amazing to me. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Halle Berry. Do you see? There's a there's a whole new issue that we need to be thinking about now, guys. Mm. You know, consent obviously is a huge issue. Yes, mm. but have you ever considered? Sometimes that you know, you everything to... you do is your favorite. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> have you? ever considered that you need to ask your baby if they're okay with having their diaper changed before I mean, you change their shitty diaper? That's 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 a good point because like because maybe this, yeah. Maybe they're not into it, right? Maybe they don't feel comfortable with it at that moment. Maybe they want to sit in their own shit, right? Yeah. It's 
this pink haired person. person yeah uh is saying you know, first of all if you're going to give advice to anyone don't have pink hair because no one is going to take you seriously you look like a retard you look like a moron people in the street don't go that's quirky they go someone didn't have a father in the home that's what they say they don't think that you're qualified to say that babies you know need to to specify if they want their nappy changed but this is a real a real article now that we need to pay attention to whether babies are consenting to it like that's the same thing as like Woody. You've raised children. Did you ever go? Do you want to eat your carrots? <laughs> no. Oh, of that two blinks not. for no. Throw them away. Like no, of course not. This is this is this is not even borderline. This is total retardation. That this would get any traction anywhere, I... and not be a joke. <sighs> How did this get traction at all? Right, like. Why did ABC put this on? I, I guess for ratings, people are looking at it as a goof. People are making fun of it. Like maybe no one really thinks this, except maybe this idiot. There's also, I mean, if this idiot got on there, then they clearly <laughs> are from some idiotic organization, right? That like is like, yeah, I let your babies sit and shit if that's what they want. They didn't consent to being taken care of appropriately. Like the p- no, the thing about this. So I don't think of myself as that liberal, but compared to the show, I am. And you just know this idiot is on the blue team. You just know it. You know this fucking asshole. Like, I have to apologize for this idiot with the blue hair. because they're No, you don't have the, to the co-opt pink hair. their, their I, shit because oh, they're, on, they're on the weird fringe. I'm telling you, I, I would bet $15, which is triple my normal bet, that <laughs> this person wanted Barry Sanders to win and then settled for Hillary. I'm positive of it. I'm positive of you it. You don't think there's a Make America Great Again pin right under there? <laughs> no, like, I don't. I no. don't. I don't. Now, in fairness, the other team's the got... Detroit Lions running back? <laughs> <laughs> the, the other team is going to have some guy in a Ku Klux Klan robe, and you know, I'm sure Republicans are like, oh, my God, I can't believe they wear red. But this pink-haired idiot asking babies for consent is clearly a Barry Sanders... Or this, I'm Bernie. saying Barry Sanders. That's <laughs> that's why the jokes. I didn't get them at first. I'd much rather vote for Barry Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> Barry Sanders was cool. He lived in that same hundred fifty thousand dollars house through his whole career. Was rich as hell. Didn't move. I liked it. I don't know. This this is what this that uh, pink haired retard actually said. She said to tell babies, "I'm going to change your diaper now. Is that okay?" And then wait for a response. Of course the baby's not going to respond. Respond, Yes, mom, that's awesome. I'd love to have my nappy changed. But if you leave a space and wait for body language and wait to make eye contact, then you're letting that child know that their response matters. It's like, no, you're letting a child sit and shit for an extra four minutes. Right? Mm. I agree. It is outrageous. It is stupid. Yeah, but the fact that we're talking about it, I mean, that's that kind of proves the point. It proves they, the point that it, we're right? stupid. <laughs> it doesn't prove the point that they're right. No, it's, not that they're right. They're just that just that they know people will discuss it and talk about its absurdity. Well, I hope that next to pro rape and uh, zit popping and uh, wings of redemption talk, <laughs> that this guy is like, you know what? That's what I was hoping for. <laughs> you know, I yeah, I, I feel like even the assholes on Twitter who like do like the kill all white people or kill all men stuff. Even they have to look at this and be like, well, so settle down. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure, I want to kill all men, but uh, change your baby. Like, 
like, <laughs> all right, Kyle, what's this we're looking at here? De- Deputy shoots groundhog. This is absurd. So in this video, um, I think it's Georgia. I, I, God damn it. I think it's Georgia because it says uh, um, Kyle gets to apologize for his. It says, Car- it says Carroll County. And uh, I don't know that uh, there's a Carroll County, Georgia. Uh, no, it says Sykesville, M.D. Maryland. So, Maryland. Uh-huh. OK. Well, in any case, um, this uh, this groundhog was coming right at him, apparently. <laughs> uh, Can we hit if play? You, if you if you skip forward to let's let's start at a minute. One minute. One minute. And just just to, just to set this up, this deputy has stopped traffic in both directions on the highway. He's the groundhog has been slowly making its way across the road, and he is standing <laughs> near the groundhog. Ready, set, play. He wants to get petted. It is coming right He's holding his gun. <gasps> no! Oh my gosh! Oh no! He just oh, qu- no. he just threw oh, down. Oh, oh he's not dead god. yet. Oh my god! He shot. Just step on it at this point. Oh my god! Watch this! God. Watch this! I love this! I love this! I love this technique. Oh, One-handed. Fire again. <laughs> Double tapped him. Oh. All right. All right, oh folks, god. it's safe now. <laughs> here. Oh my god. Don't worry, I, I, I neutralized the, the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be afraid. <laughs> We're all safe god. now. This, this piece right of shit. Now. Like, what's his deal? Try and scare Comes out, away. he shot punks at Tony Phil. <laughs> <laughs> that will never see spring. <laughs> <sighs> What was Let's, that about? Like, 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 it just. Good. That was. I guess I'm glad he's not shooting a person. An excuse for him to use his gun, right? right? Don't like, you want to sometimes? He could have at least tased it. Like, I'll tell you, this happens to me. I'll see someone stuck on the side of the road, right? Maybe their car is flipped over. Maybe they're just stuck in the mud. I'm driving a truck with the winch. It's like, oh my god! Like this is what we train for. Right? Like it, this is my big opportunity to get this guy unstuck. Nine times out of ten, there's already like a tow truck coming or something. But it, it, you have a tool. It's exciting when you get to use it. So it is. It would have been funnier to see him try to tase. The <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> Just a little twitching around in the street. Hmm. If I no. were a, a person waiting in traffic for that and I drove by and saw a dead groundhog that held me up, like I, I would call whatever police department that was. Be like, hey, what the what the fuck? What kind of retards do you have working out here that I'm late because <laughs> he had to murder a groundhog? He couldn't just go over and like pluck it up and throw it back into the woods or something? Uh, is well, let's be fair. I mean, it, it did look like the groundhog was reaching for something. Yeah, <laughs> it did. He was rabid, fierce, coming right for him, he like South Park. Reaching. They're coming right for us, Ned. Well, <laughs> boy. Uh, here's a good uh, Patreon AMA that I guarantee is tailor made for, for Kyle. What is the most vile video or image you guys have ever stumbled upon on the internet? Interesting. The most vile video or image. So I, I, there's this one where the person's eyes are infected with like maggots or something like that, and they're like living in its eye, 
and you can see all of them in the eye. Um, that so that one's pretty fucking awful. I can't I can't look at that one. Uh, that I, when I whenever I see it on like Reddit, I'm like ah fucking just just get off the internet for a while. Um, <laughs> there's one where there's something I don't remember exactly what it is, but because I always click off of it so quickly, but the guy's got something up wrong with his dick. It looks like his dick is being eaten by something, some sort of infection or some mm. sort of disease. Uh, or some sort of parasites are in his dick. Um, there's one um, where, of course, there's th- lots of them where homeless people are found to have been wearing the same pair of shoes continuously for three years or something. And when they take the shoe off, their foot is dead and infested with maggots. The maggots are eating their flesh. And then there's another where maggots are utilized as a medical treatment in these people who have um, maybe it's frostbite or something like that. So in a case of the frostbite, it's not like it's not like there's a right angle cut of, of flesh that is that is that has been killed by the frostbite. It's it's it's, uh, it's you like know, a giant it's, chunk or a whole appendage or something. Yeah, it's 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 three dimensional within the foot or the toe or whatever. So what they'll do sometimes is use maggots. They'll introduce maggots to the wound and then wrap it up, and then they'll wait for a day or two days, and then they'll go back. And the maggots will only eat the dead flesh, and they'll leave behind this perfect pink flesh that is alive. And by that, by using those maggots in that way, you don't cut away anything that the person could keep, you know what I mean? So yeah. those are probably some of the grossest things. I think anything where there are parasites in your body eating you uh, or where or where you are rotting alive uh, and anything with the eyes. I don't like anything with the eyes. Oh, uh, like the, the bot fly stuff? Yes, the bot fly stuff. Like, like that's what it looks like the guy has in his eyes are uh, human bot fly larvae. If I, God were real, he wouldn't have made bot flies. That's, that's true. That's it, it put me up in a debate against the most, you know, religious scholar on the planet. Perhaps that's Woody's <laughs> parents. Who's to say? But I, I'll mm-hmm. just pull up on YouTube the video of the guy getting multiple bot flies. You know, the kid having them like pulled out of his ear and like over his eye and all that, and be like, "What has your God done? Like, what, what did this kid do to piss off? You know, this wasn't even like a holy prophet. Like Elisha came out and said." You know, to all the kids who call them bald and summon bears to have them murdered. You know, that's reasonable. We can all agree. <laughs> but, but the bot flies, like that, no loving God would make bot flies. Mm. Bot flies are horrible. I learned about bot flies watching this uh, this thing on the Discovery Channel once about this. Uh, I, want, I want to say it was a lady who, like her, I think her plane crashed in the jungle, maybe the Amazon. I don't know, but she was left alone in an enormous swath of land like tens of thousands of acres with no knowledge of which even direction to go and so she just starts walking out of the fucking jungle she survived the plane crash and maybe the sole survivor and along the way the bot flies were laying their larvae in her and she recounted because she made it out alive she took a key ring and you know how like you can like unfurl a key ring and it's it's like wire spooled around and you know you separate it yeah. and slide a key on she she used that to hook them out of her her flesh and pull these maggots out of her, and I was just I was just thinking like ah Jesus Christ that would be so awful. I remember thinking that was one of the worst things that could could happen to you like getting a anything bot that's fly. under your skin that you have to pull out 
is like horror movie level gross. It's bad. It's gross. But those aren't the images and videos that get me. It's usually something to do with death. Like there's two that are burning in my head. One we've talked about before. <clears throat> in Russia, they were killing a guy with like hammers and screwdrivers mm-hmm. and stuff. It was a real slow death, maybe a 17 minute video. And the yeah. whole time as they ratchet up the violence, you're thinking about like, can that guy recover from here? Like, all right, all right. He's got a couple pokes in his chest, but you know what? Sew that back up. We'll be all right. All right. All right. Now they've, now they've damaged an eye. There's no coming back from it. But, but okay. He's got a sport, a pirate look for a little bit. And then they break his skull and it's it just, progressively. It gets more and more unrecoverable. And that's awful. There's another still image. Cause he asked about images. There's a guy who jumped his BMX bike over the Great Wall of China. Oh, so he had yeah. like a half pipe. And they picture him in midair. And I think things are still okay in the picture, at least to my untrained eye. But I know that he died. I know that when he landed, he didn't hit it right, and he dies. So here he is in midair, pre-death. Maybe, maybe he doesn't know it, but I do. And something about that, like final image this is the last picture of him moments before he dies was impactful to me those are the kinds of things that get me more than like pimples and stuff yeah that that's a good one like that kind of applies to a ton of historical photographs where you'll see like oh eight poles lined up before they're murdered and fall in the death pit or whatever the hell in world Mm -hmm. war ii like and watching that it's like man this is that's almost even worse because you're looking at people who are being documented they see the camera taking the Mm. photo of them and they know like this is for some history book at some point like this is i'm i'm done this is it the end like no chance i just watched them kill 500 other people there's no way they're gonna change their mind right now for me that thing about the so i watched an isis video and they were executing people they were shooting them in the head bam 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 and like you said like i've just watched 37 people get shot in a row here's number 38 he knows how this ends like like even basic pattern recognition skills, see how this goes. And it's something about that. And then if you think about it, like when one person dies, obviously that person dies. But now you have a family that's missing that person. <clears throat> and the impact yeah. is really great. You know, like how many people are impacted by the death of a man? It, uh, I don't know, it's, that, it's impactful to me because you watch 40 people die. You know, 400 care and it's a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's dark. That's a good one. Uh, on a slightly lighter but still gross note, I will still never forget when Kyle showed me in the in the lobby of the Marriott Hotel uh, with people walking in and out, that video of that dude laying back in the bathtub wearing goggles, like swim goggles, and then opening his mouth and having someone, uh, a, a nice lady, shit directly into mm. it. I didn't care for it. He um, loved it. <laughs> Two thumbs down. He was aggressively chomping that shit like it was That's fucking what made soft it so fucked. serve ice cream. It would be like, like imagine you haven't eaten in a day and a half and you've barely had any water. You're parched. Your mouth is so dry that your tongue is swollen and your, your throat is dry now to the part where you, you can feel it sticking to itself. Never seen a man drink horse piss that fast. <laughs> <laughs> and someone, and, and they tell you, you have 15 seconds under that soft serve ice cream machine. Vanilla chocolate or swirl, it's up to you. Go. That is how aggressively he is <laughs> chomping at the, the, this lady, Shat, 
more than I have ever shat in my life. And that is saying something because I have found a poor diet. The perfect job for her. <laughs> I mean, we all is, have our calling. <laughs> she must have been saving that load up for days mm. and eating poorly. Olive oil. Okay. It was awful. He's got this goggles. This wasn't a on. healthy shit either. <laughs> <laughs> this was not uh, a, a fiber eater who's eating a lot of vegetables, a lot of greens. Lot this of was sewage. It was rancid. And the way the guy was clearly just eagerly gulping it down, like like the way I would be with Cheez-Its, where like I don't even chew the first before the second, third, and fourth go into my mouth. Like He was like eager, eagerly gnawing on that shit. He wished it was more consistent, like there were more consistency to it so we could get a few more chews in before it slid down his throat like tapioca pudding. But, no. Uh, anyway, I, I, another, I still remember that video. AMA question on here from the Patreon guys. Would you ever consider a permanent fourth guest? Now, I guess he would mean fourth host if they're permanent. But I've thought about stuff like that before, but I really think it's too much. I think that I, sometimes I watch other podcasts where they have like five or six guys on and everyone's fighting to get their words in. And mm -hmm. I think three and three plus guest is about right. And when I look at other podcasts that I really enjoy, they don't usually have six people on either. So Yeah, it's, it's too many cooks in the kitchen to have five people on there. Like you're not going to get mm -hmm. enough of anybody's individual perspective, I wouldn't think, to, you know, actually get a feel for who they are or what they believe. Even four people is a lot to work with. I yeah, agree. I, I would like I would like to do that, but I wouldn't want it to be a fully functional person. Like if we added like <laughs> if we added like a retarded person. A whack pack. Yeah, like like a guy who like like he's always talking. He's continuously <laughs> jibber jabbering about crazy shit, but we have him on mute and we only unmute him when we can like make make some sort of uh, fun out of it. Like maybe then. Maybe then, if we had a literal what, insane what, person, maybe. What what flavor of retarded? I would like, like him to be funny and not pitiful, okay? Not, not too retarded. Yeah, well, I want him to be pretty fucking retarded, all right? I, I want him to, to be very racist as well. I want him to be um, like a real outsider, outsider you know, someone who... Uh, <laughs> Who doesn't have any social any idea of social norms, and so just says says stuff, and uh, kind of like a, a Howard Stern style whack packer, a real it's piece middle, of shit. Middle of the road, retarded enough Big to foot. play along with you, Kyle or uh, Chiz. What do you mean in the chat? A lot of hard R's. Am I supposed to say etarded? Or yeah, yeah. I don't think I think retarded, retarded is a bad word. Like like Chiz won't even say fire retarded. That's how, that's how PC he is. Now, if you've ever seen the Howard Stern show, they've got a whack pack, and one of the whack packers they have, his name is Bigfoot, and it's the second Bigfoot. The first Bigfoot died, but it, it's second Bigfoot. He's enormous. He talks like this, it is. He ends every sentence or phrase with, it is. I don't know why. He doesn't either. He's retarded. Um, he's, he, he's, like, he's got lawsuits against the state of New Jersey. He lives with a, a transsexual, um, disgusting human being. Like, like they, they do these embedded series where they send this reporter to his home to, like, see what he, his living experience is like. And, uh, and this guy's like a professional journalist, which makes it even more hilarious. He's got a great radio voice. He's, he's like, so, uh, Bigfoot, I noticed in your bathroom that there was a large pile of towels. Yeah, that's right, it is. 
um, they seemed to have something brown all over them. Was was that shit? It probably <laughs> was. It is. So are you wiping your ass with the towels? No, not me. Someone else is doing it. They've been there for months, it is. Like, Someone's sneaking into your bathroom and wiping their ass with your towels. <laughs> it's it, someone like that. Someone who you can have a conversation with, it just won't make any fucking sense. <laughs> okay, so you're fine with a, another host as long as it's an, a, an actual retarded person. Yeah, because you don't got to pay a retarded person. I mean, you do, but like animal crackers and shit. Yeah, we just ship them like a half pound of Haribo gummy bears like <laughs> t- twice a month. <laughs> Hurrah! Yeah, like, like that. Yeah, we already pay taxes to take care of those people. It's fine. That's true. Yep. Didn't Richard, it... care to weigh in on this? Ruin your coffee company? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> six, six, six people, five-minute podcast. Go! <laughs> oh, shit. Black Taylor, rifle you... coffee? Only for the abled? <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, do you have any uh, charities that are close to your heart that you donate to? Uh... When I do donate to charity, I usually pick like whatever like the most reputable one is for uh, veterans, like wounded or hurt. Not I wounded warriors. warrior. I know that one, and I've I've given to them before. But then also I've looked into it, and but I feel like anytime you look into any charity, there's gonna be a just a slew of articles that are like, oh, this this is bullshit. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. Like you can do it for any of them. So who knows? But uh, there's another one, and I, I can't fucking recall, but I've gone to an event here in St. Louis for them uh, where they have, like, the police and firefighters box each other. Guns and Hoses is the name of the event, where, like, all the actual, like, cops in the city and the actual firefighters in the St. Louis city area, like, they'll pick their best six or ten or whatever, and they'll box and fight for charity or something. And that's that's great. That's a good one. Uh, that one doesn't go to the troops, I don't believe. I think it goes to, like, wounded, you know, public servants cops or some and, shit. Yeah. But, yeah, but... Yeah, I usually go for for something veteran related or like uh, uh, special needs. As much as I make fun of retarded people, I I do really feel bad. Well, you have to so, you, so to make up for the jokes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, after, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna owe a pretty penny after this episode. Um, Richard, what's the uh, the charity that um, like Dylan is part of? That um, th- those guys uh, that like at the Ox Ranch. Remember the guy who was. Um, Oh yeah! Oh shit! What's yeah. their thing? Uh, yeah, there's. I mean, there are, there are a ton, and th- those are like the kind of guys that were. Um, that's that's the stuff that you you have like a direct connection to, which is great. I think that it's hard for a lot of people who want you know to help out. There's a lot of people out there who you know feel inclined to help out, even if it's just a little bit, because they know it'll make a difference. And like you say, you like look into some charities and you get a little discouraged because you see bad PR around them and things along those lines. You know, like um, you know, maybe you don't have a whole lot of time to invest in research, but I feel like those this the safe bet for a lot of people is is looking into those local. Um, charities and things along those lines. I mean, I'm, I guarantee you that, that most people have some type of community organization or something like that that uh, they could, you know, they'll probably hear more more stories of people that it makes more of a direct impact, and that stuff generally spreads to the point that I don't know. You can kind of vet it mm. pretty easy, but yeah. I don't know. There's I, I'm fortunate enough that like we we have so many so many friends and so many different communities that we we kind of see who gets impacted by which charities and we just help support them any way we can. And yeah. then of course there's there's a lot of bad 
bad things out there too, where people get a little aggressive with their salaries and um, the way they spend their money. And, um, you know, I get it. I mean, there's, there, there, there are things to be debated here and there where it's like, oh, well, you know, you take, you take some of the charities like Wounded Warrior. I mean, they spend a lot of money in, in marketing, but arguably they kind of need to. I mean, they're, they're competing for dollars in you know pretty big space. Yeah, because but, right now we can't even remember the name of that, that, that other one that Dylan's a part of. And like, I work with those guys. It's just not coming to the top of my head. Um, yeah. That Dylan guy, really nice guy. I met him a couple times. Um, I think he was in Iraq and he got shot by a sniper maybe. I know it hit his, I think it hit his thyroid or something crazy like that. Um, oh, he's he's, uh, he's paralyzed sort of from the chest down with limited use of, of one arm. Um, and um, he's got a guy that helps him uh, like, like on all these trips that, that he's gone on with us and stuff like that. Uh, that's that's part of the charity organization. Uh, I think I think they reimburse him to come help Dylan uh, out and stuff like that. And we did this video with a tank and it was like. We didn't know what we were going to do with Dylan because, again, he's paralyzed from the chest down, and he only has limited use of one arm. Uh, but he's he's got a great sense of humor, and he's like a go-getter, you know? He, 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 was, a, he was a military man, like, before this all happened. And, and, and so he, he, he's got no – as Wings Redemption would say, he's got no bitch in his blood. So, so I'm, like, I'm like, dude, what, let's just stick you in the tank and see how it goes. He's like – yeah, let's just fucking do it, you know? <laughs> like, 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 how are you going to do it? And I'm like, I, I don't know. We'll we'll get you in there. It's getting you out that's going to be the hard part. And we literally, like, like four of us. It's really hard moving a person who's dead weight. It, like, like he, he's not a heavy guy, but I'm telling you, when someone's dead weight and you're trying to carefully maneuver them down into a tank, we were all just dripping sweat in the Texas heat getting him into that tank. But we if got him into, like— If you were just dumping a dead body in the tank, that'd go easily. I suppose. Right? Just head first, pour <laughs> that shit in. No biggie. I suppose so. I didn't think of it that way. But, mm-hmm. you know, we got him in there, and he operated the machine gun and stuff. And uh, he's a really cool guy. He's, because with, all the, with all of the benefits, I guess, for, for the, the, the wounds he took and, and, and maybe some other stuff, he's able to live quite a lifestyle. He's got uh, – what's the uh, Camaro that's got the supercharger in it? The ZL1, or I think, maybe? He's got like he's got he's got a supercharged Camaro. He's got a badass Chevrolet pickup that's got the crane in the back that like pit puts him in his wheelchair and stuff. And he's How got does he the get chair in the driver's seat. Um, the ch- I want to I don't remember exactly how it worked, but everything is mechanized. Like it's made so that it happens. Like there's a crane in the back that moves his chair into the truck. I think I think his chair just goes in there. I don't Maybe remember exactly how it went. Maybe enters from the back of the tr- cab. Maybe it, it, it had like suicide doors. It was weird mm. the way it worked. It, it was a super modified truck that he's got. I think he got married recently. He's a really cool guy. He's, he's a hell of a, like, I don't know. I'm sure there's guys that like that would happen to, and they would just, you know, be in a really dark place. I know I would be, but you look at, you look at him and all the success he's had in his life. And it's a, he's a, he's a really cool story. Really cool guy. So I, I don't, so I like that charity. And also like, honestly, I, when I see homeless people, I give them money. I, and maybe you're not supposed to do that. Uh, maybe it's it's like feeding the birds, I guess. Some places but, they like, penalize that or they'll they'll ticket you for it. Well, and fuck it's it, also you know? uh, a business for a lot of a lot of homeless people are fake. That's something that that they you won't can tell, tell sometimes you, though. You, you know, can tell sometimes when they're totally know, abject poverty, like like barely keeping themselves together. But then you'll also see like white girls out there with shoes that aren't even this dirty is where I was and it's going. like you're this you're is where being I was going. a liar 
Like, no. You never give money to a homeless, pretty girl. Don't do it. Don't fucking do it. No. Yeah. No. She's a liar. Well, as far as charities and stuff go, though, I think that if anybody's (laughs) ever frustrated with, like, trying to vet a charity, I feel like time and volunteering is probably the best bet. Like, if you really want to make a positive impact, like, you can can do it in your community for sure. My next paramotor video is about a charity. Uh, Assuming. I haven't edited it yet, so it might suck or something. Paramotors for the needy. (laughs) Just a homeless guy flying into a tree. (laughs) Dude, you're not too far off. How could I I be close? I'll explain. (laughs) Watch the video when it comes up. But here's the deal. So I met this guy. uh, He's an ex-army guy. And he has a charity that gets people to fly paramotors. And I was, like, double suspicious about this thing. Because on... One part of it, and I'm such an asshole for having this thought, but here I am, is like, oh my god, like you get like healthcare for life and discounts at AutoZone. Like, haven't we done enough for veterans? <laughs> you know, so like, like, do we have to salute them and give them our window seat on the airplane because they're wearing their fatigues? Like, enough is enough. And um, <laughs> and and I feel bad for having said that, and I'll explain. But the other side of it is it's charity, right? And and like, so I. I, I've, I've got a couple million and I'm on social media and it seems like a, a lot of times when I meet people, like their palm is up and I'm just like, oh yeah. So without it, like in the first seconds of meeting this guy, I'm like, oh my gosh, here we go. So um, then I hear his story and it goes something like this. He's in Iraq and his uh, term, what is it called? His deployment maybe is almost up and uh, he's not like in warfare. And I think they're doing physical like a PT, I mean to say, physical training, and or maybe they're playing a sport or something. And uh, it's hot, and he goes down as like a heat casualty. So the medic goes over to check him out and treats him like a heat casualty. Whatever that is, get him in some air conditioning, some wet towels, what have you. And over the next few days, he still feels bad. Like it's not going well for him. And uh, he goes to the hospital, and they check out. It turns out he had a heart attack. He had a heart attack. And because he was misdiagnosed, because they thought it was only like a heat exhaustion, he has some like dead tissue in his heart. Is it called necrosis? I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. But um, his condition was made worse by not being treated properly. So the medic is a friend of his. Like they were serving together and he meets him a, a year or two later and sort of gives him an update on the situation. Like, yeah, I'm being discharged. And again, I, I never serve, so I don't know some of these things i think he might have got medically discharged or honorably discharged or, or maybe both but um yeah. he's he's out of the service and he had been in it a long time like he was going to be a lifer and uh now his plans are derailed because he had a heart attack and because that heart attack wasn't nailed on with the diagnosis so he's out and the guy he's with the medic that he's telling you like yeah hey, here's where i am here's what's up it's just pounding beers and my friend is a guy who's capable of pounding beers. And he's like, Woody, I cannot keep up with Medic. Like, it is not happening. I, I, it, he's in a whole nother league and he's concerned. So he talks to Medic's wife and she's like, yeah, this is a problem in our life now. He is having problems emotionally dealing with not handling your case right. You know, it, because he misdiagnosed your heart attack as heat exhaustion, He's an alcoholic now. And the guy died like two years later. So my friend... The guy with the heart thing or the guy... No, or the medic? The medic died from alcohol-related 
you know, illnesses mm. uh, at a young age, call him like 30 something. Right. So um, my friend Todd has gotten into paramotors, He's actually a fairly new pilot, but it's been life changing for him as it is for a lot of people. It's addicting and it's and like I, I just took it and applied it to my own life experiences like like. How do you beat depression, right? How do you fix it? You know, it, there's, you know, get some sunshine, get some camaraderie, get a little feeling of accomplishments. These are the ingredients to the recipe that is beating depression. And sunshine and camaraderie and accomplishment, like those are also the ingredients to learning to fly a paramotor. So he had this idea that if he could make a charity that got people to fly, whether it be the scars you can't see, you know, from people who serve or the ones that you can, you know, guys with no legs, no arms, whatever, you know, get them up. You can do it. You can get it done. And he made a charity. It's called Resurgence PPG. Google it. It's a real thing. You know, he files taxes and et cetera. And uh, my next video is going to be about that and, and the story I just told. And uh, I forgot how we got on the topic. But yeah, like a charity for flying paramotors. It sounded goofy at first, but then it's like, man, you know, mental health is health. And it's about getting people sort of emotionally right to recover from their emotional and physical injuries. And I thought it was really cool. It's something I like. We want people with mental problems 600 feet in the air with a fan on their back. I do. I do. I, I just feel like, like it, it, I don't know, man. Fly the pain away. <laughs> <laughs> I actually believe in this. I do. And I'm just like, man, if people could experience what it's like to run into the sky, it, it would it would it would fix your outlook it, it's a it's a privileged experience i mean whatever helps right it's gonna I, cut away at three thousand feet <laughs> i saw um <laughs> i i saw i what was the michael moore documentary what if you call it that it was about healthcare though oh sicko uh -oh. thank you uh -oh, yeah, yeah it was sicko so look i get sicko was a little warped and and you know it's not not an unbiased source of news but he was talking about a cancer survivor in France and he compared him to an American one. Now the American one, they, they both beat their cancer and the American was still a ghoul, right? His face is drained. He had just finished his chemotherapy. He had no hair and it was time to get back to work because that's how we do it in America. And then this guy in France got like six months vacation after he beat his cancer and he used it to go to the beach and he met girls and he got better and he got a tan and my knee-jerk reaction was like what the flip like part of your health care pays for a post-cancer vacation and then i thought it through and it's like actually that is health care you know like that that is a thing like it, just because you freshly like got declared cancer free you're not okay yet there's a lot you just went through, both physically and emotionally. It makes sense to give someone three months or six months after your last chemo treatment and heal. And somehow watching that like French guy become fucking Johnny Lawrence from Cobra Kai, you know, as he healed, <laughs> um, it, it was like, yeah, like get it, become that guy. And, and Resurgence PPG kind of does that for people. Like you come out of, the, of your service and you're hurting, and it, it lets people recover like physically and emotionally. And I think it's a cool thing. It's called Resurgence PPG. If Where you guys... do we draw the line? Where do we draw the line though? <laughs> Let's say, mm. what about prostitutes? Maybe a prostitute would help in my healing and my mental recovery after a, 
a, a rough time of it, right? Could we, could we get some Sold. prostitutes I think, in there? I think that's well, fine. Yeah, Preventative could... <laughs> healthcare is like a legit thing, though. That's, I mean, a lot of insurance companies will uh, offer employers incentives. Like I know when I was with um, Verizon and everything, we had a, uh, I think it was a 200 or $400 credit they gave us a year that we could use on uh, any type of athletic uh, reimbursement or something like that. So it could be, could be a gym membership, could be yoga, going and buying tennis shoes, whatever. Um, and there, there's something to be said for that. I mean, there's, there's all different aspects of, of health and, and well-being. There's the mental side of it, physical. I mean, and in, in those, those situations, be it PTSD or depression or whatever, I mean, it's, it's such a, such a complex thing because who knows like i mean do you have uh some type of chemical imbalance in your brain do you have uh something physical or is it is it um i don't know like you say a sense of camaraderie like what is it community that you're you're needing you just it's, need some it, pussy like Kyle said. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and like your sense of self-worth can be warped like you are your sense of yeah. your identity right you are a soldier you are this guy you are with your brothers at war a kind of bonding and excitement that gets removed. And then suddenly everything seems mundane. My friend uh, in the army, he, uh, he was telling me they, they, they make them go through mandatory courses before they come back home. And while he wasn't married, they teach married people how to go home. They're like, do nothing, do nothing. Your wife has learned to live without you for a year now. You know, it, it, if the baby's crying and you think she's not changing the diaper fast enough, shut up, shut up. She's been doing this while you're gone. Don't insert yourself into this like head of household role on your day back. That's you wrong. know what an important thing is there is they need to start one <laughs> that keeps the women who are home while you're on deployment from becoming big fat animals. <laughs> I'm being one million percent serious here. They need to have a guy who goes around and checks and goes and has a picture of them from before deployment. The one that that guy's masturbating to in a porta potty on the base. That one. <laughs> Everyone's you know? masturbating to that picture. And then they'll bring that and be, oh, he's been gone for three months? Like, how, how in God's name are you thinking? You're an animal. You're a disgusting animal. Is that a fluffer nutter? He's going to come back. a fluffer you know? nutter. Yeah. Put the trail mix down. <laughs> I'm gonna text. I'm gonna text your husband to bring home a cute Afghani girl because it's going to shit here or whatever. <laughs> like that. That would be a real thing because I guarantee, I've watched enough soldiers returning home videos to see the ones where like the soldier comes back and his wife was clearly not that fat when he left mm. and it's a like he's happy like, to be home but there's a true look of like what the fuck. Right? <laughs> Like, I'm out there doing my job, doing my damnedest, supporting everyone, yeah. and you're here. It's because she's pregnant. Whale. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> While he was pregnant. gone? I wasn't going to say well, that. He was, his rotation, his, no, his rotation was six months. She was pregnant before. There you go. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I, and I'm not going to let facts get me down on, <laughs> on this particular bit of umbrage I'm taking when, with, with fat army wives. When Taylor started, I thought he was going to talk about cheating army wives, which is an unfortunate reality, right? Like that happens way too often. That sucks. Both of those are sad. The cheating and the fat. Um, <laughs> Which is the, worse. The cheating is definitely worse. <laughs> is it? If, is if it? You all right. Put yourself, and, okay. put yourself in those boots. All right. You come back home after literal war. Okay. The whole time you've just been thinking about your beautiful wife, Rachel. I'm going to continue with Rachel. Let's just pretend like she's Jennifer Aniston from Friends. Mm. All right? 
would you rather her have gained a hundred pounds? A hundred. Hundred. Is she is she a a seven foot tall woman? <laughs> She's five foot six. Mm. She Ooh. is now five foot six. She's now five foot five. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> well, she does make a small depression as she enters the room. Would you prefer that she has become now five foot five? Two hundred and ten pounds, or that she sucked my dick while she was gone. Doesn't really matter I mean, either way. She's out my door. Fuck her. I, um, I with Woody well, on that. Well, now now she's gonna take the kids, and no, no, you're gonna be no paying kids. child support and alimony on your military pay. That happens in either case, Kyle. <laughs> that happens she, in either she, case. She's out the door. Like not joking, cheating is definitely worse. But if really? there are no kids. <laughs> Involved three kids home. I'm just saying Jonas, no kids. Clint, and Noah. Ah, Jonas, Clint, <laughs> Noah. And Noah. That's great. Noah's the kids' baby. names are Jonas, Clint, and Noah. <laughs> he, that's the baby. Okay, little baby Noah. There's yeah. there's dozens of Jonas, Clint's, and Noah's listening to this who are like, which one does he hate? Is it all? <laughs> I don't hate I any of them. Jonas Those was a name. Not you, but Taylor clearly does. You didn't know that Jonas was a name? I've never met a Jonas. I've met a Clint. I've met a Noah. Well, your sons are going to be very disappointed when they see this some, someday. Mm. Jonas, Clint, and Noah. If I ever have children, I can't let them listen. I can't even let this part of my oh, life. Oh, I'll link it to them. I'll, <laughs> I'll link it to them. Link you know what you know, like, you know, dad, dad was doing waste. in 2014? You know? <laughs> Look at your dad <laughs> wasted. Wailing on this man who's in a wheelchair. <laughs> he doesn't even defend himself. No. Yeah, we, uh, we we used to have a guy who uh, a host. There was a a, a host uh, named Filthy. All right, Filthy. Fucking Lefty. Lefty. Yeah. Lefty. I never got to know Lefty at all. I really didn't. I don't even know Lefty's real fucking name to this day. And I worked with him for years. I know but it, he but he doesn't share. Show. I'm sure you do. Yeah, you sent him checks and shit. But let um Lefty uh was a was a host here and one night taylor was the guest he was in your seat <laughs> and taylor had been drinking all fucking day when he got the text Hard. inviting him on the show and he was just like uh i guess but i'm a little drunk but he was like even better <laughs> and he continues drinking onto the show Taylor is so shit-faced. He literally mm. told me the day after, he's like, that's the drunkest I've ever been in my life. That's the drunkest I've ever been in my life. I, he I was at full drunk. day and like rolled out of bed so hungover. Mm. And I was like, what did you do last night? And then I was like, then like my eyes popped up the way it happens in movies. And I was like, <gasps> I was on PKA last night. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I need to go check this out. I'm like, I like at like the, at the time I like watched like a couple clips of it and I was like oh oh like my my teeth were gritting I, it was so awful and I felt so bad because Lefty handled it well and he was nothing but courteous I've said every time this gets brought up if I gets brought up if I ever speak to him again I will apologize for that because I was <laughs> and you did totally apologize over the online. line rude to him for literally no reason other than you know people what five years later seem to think it's funny so. <laughs> <laughs> That yeah. was great. Anyway, that. that I'm watching moment. it right now. <laughs> it's just fucked up. I know. <laughs> uh, um, oh, all right. Uh, thank you, Chiz. I will read another AMA question. This one is uh, 
It's a bit longer. It's a paragraph, and it's for advice from the gang. So I'm going to read through this one. Hey, guys, I'm in a bit of a situation, and I'm unsure how to handle it. I'm a 19-year-old freshman in community college, also a virgin, and an old good friend of mine, girl the same age, who I used to have a huge crush on in high school, recently dumped her boyfriend of five years. About three years ago, we were very close, but her boyfriend banned her from hanging out with me, which broke my heart. Over the past three years, I've gotten over her, and we've hung out maybe a handful of times in groups since the ban, but now she's single, and we've started hanging out alone again. It's a bit hard for me to not catch feelings for her, especially since she's single. Well, we get along great. It's always laughter and smiles and fun, and we're very compatible. She's always been a bit flirty with me ever since I've known her, and now it's still the same. She's been sending signals of interest in me, inching closer, butt squeezes, butt squeezes, and even at one point explaining how great it would be to be my girlfriend. Back in high school, she would even say if she wasn't dating her current boyfriend, she'd be dating me. I've tried to make very subtle moves as to as well, but that's when she sends very mixed signals and discomfort. She says she's never thought about me in that way before, so... She is unsure if she likes me, I guess. I totally understand how it could be uncomfortable for her to like someone else, for she has recently left a five-year relationship. Here's the kicker. She does not want to date her ex-boyfriend again, but she continues to hook up slash have sex with him because she still needs to get off like everyone else and only feels comfortable doing that with him. She complains about how he fails to make her wet slash turn her on and overall how she does not enjoy sex with him. She's even gone into detail about sexual stuff she's into. Is that a sign she's into me? I don't expect her to want to date me or anyone else, but I can't help but think about how potentially amazing a relationship would be between us. For me, it's not about a hookup or a quick fuck. Ideally, it's about eventually dating her. I'm really just glad to be your friend again, and I don't want to make her feel uncomfortable. Some advice on how to handle this from you guys would be really great. I don't want to get my hopes up just to get friend-zoned. Should I chill with her and just be your friend and see where it goes, or should I try to make some actual moves? Do you have a mask? Is this no, a Revenge I... of the Nerds plan here? Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Do you have a Darth Vader mask? Um, this is a weird one. That the, 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 she's still fucking the other guy, you know. So that that's interesting. That's an interesting little kerfuffle you have here. Um, I, I think my advice is what my advice always is: be honest with her and ask the questions that you would like answers to, and maybe. If you wrote those out, like the things that you want to know from her, and I, if it were me, it'd be like, look, are you done with this guy or not? Would you like to date me or not? If so, you know, like, 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 like I would like to try this on, and, but, but I don't want to be dating you if you're still fucking him. That's a no-go. I'm guessing that's the, the case for you. Uh, you know, write all the things that you want to say to her out and show it with a fucking list. If you, if you need to, if you can't memorize it, be like, look, I, I got some thoughts here. I wrote them down. I'd love to have a serious Grievance talk Grievance one. <laughs> <laughs> Unfurl the, the, big, the big marker board or whatever. It's like a Koran. You'd pull it out. Yeah. Like, when she says stuff like, I would be dating you if I wasn't with my current boyfriend, and, oh, it would be so great to, to date you and talking about shit like that, women will sometimes do this thing where – they won't leave a relationship until they feel they have something else set up as an alternative. So they don't want to swing just from him to no one. They want to know someone else. And unfortunately, that can kind of manifest itself in them keeping kind of a, a secondary interested party into, into them so that if something were to happen with their main squeeze, she's already got a backup that, you know, a shoulder to cry on, an emotional tampon of sorts 
Like, that, that's what she seems to be doing. She doesn't seem to be respecting you by knowing that you're into her and then going into sexual details about her current boyfriend. You have no desire to hear that stuff, I guarantee, because it's just kind of a knife to the heart. Like, th she's using you for her own emotional stability, and you deserve better than her, my dude. You should not be with this girl. She doesn't seem like that great of a person. Continue to be her friend by all means. You know, you can be friends with someone and not, not want to have sex or not have sex with them all the time or be in a relationship but her saying kind of that shit that you included in there and i think the way you phrased it you already kind of know the answer you're just looking for a little bit of validation this is not the woman for you hmm. you know as soon as you start you know and the fact that she's oh she needs to get off you know she keeps fucking this guy she <clears> needs to get off and then she'll come to you and you bitch about that on your sex own. as though she's you know you're one of her girlfriends like hell no dude you need to you know what'll make her more interested in you is if you pull back and show less interest. That'll make her feel self-conscious about what have I done to lose the interest of this guy. I have maybe, my own Maybe way some threatening this. phone calls at night slash retire. <laughs> You're going to die. Tonight. I like what Carl and Taylor said, <laughs> but I want to go too. So here's my thought. You are in the friend zone. And people talk about how there is no friend zone. They, they warp it into this fucking bullshit on how like girls aren't obligated to go out with you. I know. I know. That's not what the fucking friend zone is. The yeah. friend zone is when a girl gives you enough encouragement to keep you interested, but not ever being your girlfriend. That's what the friend zone is. And it's an unfair act of cruelty, and girls do it all the time, either just to have a fallback guy or to boost their own self-esteem. So here are my thoughts on this. This relationship needs movement. Any direction, any fucking where, but where you are right now. You can ask her, like Kyle said, what the deal is. This is where I'd like to be. I'd like to be your girlfriend boyfriend my mistake <laughs> i'd like to be your boyfriend this is the this is the direction i'd like to move and what will happen if you sack up is you will either become her boyfriend or you will not but you won't be in the friend zone anymore you will have the movement that you need in this thing where you are being teased along being told about her having sex with her ex that's the worst spot to be anywhere else is better you just need 30 seconds of bravery to initiate this conversation and then you'll either get a girlfriend or you'll get out of this fucking hole because where you are is terrible. Yeah. It's clearly causing you some distress being in this situation. Like she's, she's giving you even in the way that she's including you in her sex life with that other guy, she's giving you just enough whiff of pussy, the possibility of pussy that you'll mm -hmm. stay interested. Right. You know, just enough. I'm in a there. very sexual person. I have to get off a lot, but he's not quite good at it. And, and and you think to yourself, well, maybe I'd be better. Dude, you either get that chance or you don't, but where you are is the wrong spot. Yeah. Any mixture of these three things is mm -hmm. a is is the way to go. Uh I, I always say like 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 it's honesty. Like it's it's honesty. It's people like like people talk about like how did you make this happen or that happen? It's like, well, you just ask, you just ask, you know, and, and, and she's either going to say yes or no. Right. Like, like, if you, and you, you keep asking and eventually she'll bend to your will. <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't do that. Another, but you just ask a different girl. You just ask a different girl. And there, there's like a limitless fucking supply of them. There's, there are literally seemingly billions. infinite. Yeah. There's literally, there's more of them than there are of us. And there's a, way too many of us already. <laughs> just, 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 there's, there's so many, just keep asking, just find you know more. I would it's... recommend, dude, is back off from her, keep her as a friend, and then I know you said you're a virgin, so I don't know if you're wanting to save that for something special, but if it, which is totally fine, totally your your prerogative. If you don't want to do that though, then 
start hooking up with other girls and tell her about you fucking those girls when she tells you about her yes. fucking her ex-boyfriend. Oh, that's great. Or just make up some girls. That'd be or, fun or just too. make them up, you know? Yeah, because yeah, that's going to that's going to really you demonstrate to her. Do you have a sister? Well, <laughs> don't take that Jesus. route. Well, he's going to need some panties, right? I, I th- what what if what if she came over and there was a lady's panties just kind of laid somewhere where they might be seen, right? Like, like, then she's going to think he's a cross-dresser. <laughs> no, what you want to do is leave, you know, a condom wrapper somewhere, right? So then it's, like, more of a confirmation that you had sex, I would think. Oh, I like that, too. I like that, too. Or, again, that he's doing then, some uh, weird read, stuff. And then read her reaction when you're telling her about the sex you had with this other girl. You know, oh. she'll lead into it. Oh, I hate this. I hate that about my boyfriend, my ex, or whatever. And you go, oh, yeah, I was doing this with this girl or whatever, X, Y, Z. If she says... Oh, you should you should really you should look into that. Are you gonna try and date her, or is she the kind of girl for you? If she goes that route, she has no interest in you as a partner whatsoever. She just wants to keep you set up as someone she can kind of, you know, keep on the the outer boundary. If she gets a little defensive and starts maybe to asking like accusatory questions about the girl, then who knows? Maybe she she kind of wants you a little bit, but regardless, she hasn't behaved in a way that I think deserves you. You seem like a good guy, so fuck her. Find a better chick. And you gave us. Uh five to ten dollars i'm not sure exactly how much but we appre- so I, you're definitely a good guy i'm not 100 yeah. percent on board with taylor's like because I, I feel like if he just cuts bait and, and runs then he may have wondered if this was an opportunity he could have turned real he really does like her he values her a lot to me i i wouldn't just toss her for her past behavior i would give her a chance and then toss her or not also Maybe get I articulated it poorly. Not not a cut and run kind of thing. Just it's clearly causing you anxiety to hear her relationship struggles and shit because you're always thinking, God, that could be me. That could be me. Just tamp it back. Continue to be friends with her. But, you know, like Kyle said, keep it honest. Maybe next time she brings up the sex stuff with her ex-boyfriend, you make it clear that you're uncomfortable with that or that you don't want to talk about that with her. Like, yeah, you know what I would say? I mean, like, what makes you think I want to hear that? You know, I like you. I don't hear about that shit. And that's perfect. And that's actually assertive enough that it'll get her, you know, that's exactly what I would say. Like, why, why do you think I want to be part of this conversation? I I don't want to hear this. I, I, it's kind of like what she's doing, playing hard to get, but wanting to be seen desirable. He values her way too much. And, And the reason it's too much is that there's a value imbalance, right? He thinks she hung the moon. She, on the other hand, has him as some sort of backup guy on the side. Right. And, and, Dick in a box. He, the reason that he is listening to her fucking other guys is because any attention she gives him is a positive to him. He needs to have higher standards in this thing, right? You know, you either fucking value me back or we're done. You know, there's going to be a whole other way that our this relationship dynamic is going to change dramatically. We're either together or we're not. This thing about me wishing I was with you, that's over. Yeah, I, I like it. Um, you know, d- yep. t- take, t- take something from each of us, if you like. Uh, definitely consider Taylor's idea that fuck this chick, but not literally. Figuratively, <laughs> fuck her. You yeah. know, go, go find friend, someone else. But that's it. Maybe not. Maybe don't keep her as a friend. Try to hurt her. You know, take, take that away from her. Wait till she really needs you and then vanish. You know? Oh, that'll make it more Separate entirely. <laughs> you need you know? to skip oh. straight to S. i've got another one this one's for taylor and i and i I just want to answer it quickly woody what weightlifting program are you on he says it sounds like starting strength it's a youtube channel he likes and he says taylor when are you going to start lifting barbells like a real man 
So, so I'll go first. Oh, gatekeeper. Yeah, gatekeeping. Um, oh, a nice little bit of gatekeeping. We got a, <laughs> we got a photo of this badass. <laughs> that is a good question, but we don't. Um, mine's Frax Gate Grayskull LP variant. I don't know. Uh, a YouTuber, or I'm sorry, a fan of the show, uh, helped me get started with it. And I started with this Frax. It's spelled P H. And then I added exercises to it. Like, you know what? I'm not doing as much with my tries as I wish. Or I really like um, calisthenics. I feel good about myself as I increase the amount of like pull-ups and push-ups I can do. So uh, I started with that and then I added some exercises to it. That's it. For, uh, for mine, I, it's, it's just a space thing right now. Uh, I plan on buying a house in the next year, maybe even less than a year. And as soon as I have a spare room, that or, you know, or a basement or something where I feel comfortable, like, all right, I can set up like a dope entire gym down here. I'm going to do it as soon as I'm able to. Like, I'm, I'm excited about it. It's going to be neat. That's like I already have it planned. That's going to be my first semi big investment into the place other than, you know, redoing whatever shit needs to be redone. But, uh, yeah, I can't wait to get something not nearly as nice as Woody's set up. Like, I'll probably go something something cheaper than that. But I have watched Woody's video of his setup, and that's a really, really nice I don't even know what the term is, rack, uh, yeah, the, the whole stand and everything. Like, I really want something like that, especially with the pull-up bar there. Like, I know I can always do the the kind in the door frame, but I don't like how that fucks up the, the molding or whatever the hell it is on the side. And so that would be really, really cool to get that. When you do it, tap into me. I've watched 5,000 garage gym reviews, and uh, I would have made a few changes if I knew then what I know now. You yeah, can the get garage a, uh, that might be even better than the basement. Yeah, because then you can do it outside in the summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can get a nice. free. You can get a freestanding pull-up bar for like 150 bucks. It's got like a like a U base and a and a column, and uh, it's got like a, a a bent pull-up bar, and then it's got a thing so that you can do uh, like leg raises where you're like backs against it and you're like mm-hmm. raising your knees or whatever. Yeah, that's and, and a, you can the whole reason I, I went to dumbbells and kettlebells. Yeah, wasn't like, like 150. Uh, like the whole reason I started with the kettlebells and, and dumbbells and shit, or I guess just kettlebells for the most part, wasn't like, oh man, these are the dopest things and the best of the best. It was like, all right, what's the most shit I can get done that takes up the absolute least amount of space? And everywhere on the internet was like, oh, get kettlebells. You, It takes up no space and you can get a lot of shit done. And so I'm like, perfect. For as long as I'm renting an apartment, that's going to be my my bread and butter. As and as it's, that great, house, yeah. it's great training for the future hammer battle. That, that may <laughs> ensue in the alleyway. I'm telling you, Rufus comes at you with a ball-peened hammer he in will one rue hand the day. and his dick in the other, <laughs> as he would. And you've got a 25-pound kettlebell that now you can just wave around like it's nothing. Please, Rufus is, is <clears throat> going to be eating teeth soup. And yeah, Taylor's he's also his... malnourished because he's a homeless man. That's true. Taylor's in a spot in his life his where he moves, too. So you don't want to have a whole rack you know, when you move around and stuff. Yeah, exactly. But. Yeah, you made the right call. Plus, it worked. It did. Yeah. yeah. Who, who knew? I, I didn't expect it to work this well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me... I've got another oh. uh, advice relationship one if we want to do that. Or, Woody, it sounded like you had something you wanted to jump to. Uh, I think I like yours more than mine. Okay, I'm, I'm just trying to... <laughs> Chiz, uh, every so often, gets on our ass in the in the chat, like, do more Patreon, do more Patreon. So I'm I'm, I'm tearing through these guys. Hi, guys. Love the show. Been around since the start. I've got a question for all three. I'm currently an IT professional who shares an office with some back office staff. One of these staff members is a beautiful girl that I've very much come to adore since day one. She literally likes pretty much everything I do. I'm an expert at making her laugh, but the problem is I want to go further. However, she's currently got a boyfriend. 
Now, she sends me cute snaps on Snapchat, including side boobs, sexy nightwear, etc. However, to date my... However, to date, my send nudes requests... Oh, however, to date, my send nudes requests have been blanked. I'm not too sure what to do. I don't really want to be a dick and try something uh, when she has a man, but at the same time, I feel it's there for the taking, and I have some serious feelings for this girl already. Any advice would be sweet. Much love to all of you from Scotland. Oh. He's Scottish. Well, I don't know. What are your thoughts? You gotta put your big boy kilt on. <laughs> you gotta go William Wallace on that pussy, all right? You gotta get in there and get it done, all right? This is, uh, this other guy, you gotta picture him as the English, all right? They're coming in there. They're, they're, they're taking your money, they're taking your lands, trying to deflower your brides. You can't be having that, all right? You, 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 gotta, you gotta get serious with her. You got to move to the coup de gras, move right off the bat. The dick pic. I've always loved you. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Always yeah. have. <laughs> the accidental dick pic. The accidental you, dick pic. The accidental dick pic. <laughs> oh, That's what you if say. I had a nickel for every time that happened to me. It's very How many simple. chicks have ever ever been like, yeah, that's a great dick pic. That's strong. Mm. Or <laughs> I believe that was an accident, but it's my lucky day. I, I've had a chick <laughs> in me. I've had a chick send me accidental titties before, mm. and I was like, nobody sends accidental titties. I know this game. I know this <laughs> game all too well. It's impossible to send accidental titties. Oh, that was meant for someone else. Someone else named Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking oh, kidding me? sorry. I'm shy. Tee hee. Like, no. You, you just sent your, your asshole. Like, <laughs> no I've said way. this so many times, but nothing gives me a kick like when you see on Reddit where it's like gone wild or whatever. It's like, hi. I'm 21. I've always been shy and I'm quiet. First time poster. Here's my asshole and pussy in a Burger King bathroom. You blew the guy to get some extra chicken fries, you whore. <laughs> Dude, those chicken fries are good. But anyway, uh, let's not get into chicken fries too yeah, quick. Not, I mean, not, I know we should not answer yet. this guy. Um, um, yeah. Well, look, look. I. She's not married to the dude, right? Just dating him. And I mean, even if she was, who cares? If you're if you're on the same page with little Kyle here, um, just slide on in there, right? Just 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 tell her how you feel. Be like this. Just tell her. Be be straight. Again, honesty. Be like, look, you're wasting your time with this other dude. I don't think you like him very much. You're sending me these pictures. I love those pictures. I want to see more of that. I want to see that in real life. He's got to get out of here. What does it, what do we what do we need to do here to get him out of this little picture and get me into it? Why don't, why don't you and I start taking some group snaps? I don't know. I need time to think. Shut up, bitch. Oops, another tit pick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, well, I would like it if you would stop cock-teasing me then because it's kind of a turn-off now that I know that that's the situation, if I'm being honest. It's, it's a little unattractive, if I'm being honest, that you're sending me these pictures. Now I'm kind of imagining, even if I ever did date you, would you be sending these sort of pictures to some other asshole? And the answer is yes. Yeah. If, if this girl is doing this to you right now, uh, then you know how your relationship this isn't will end. The first time she's done it, probably. Like, what this makes guy you could think be Lance that you're going to be though. the guy who throws down the wall and she's going to suddenly, oh, now I'm not going to be sending dirty texts to people? Like, it's really very uncool. If, like, I'm a, I'm a little more not on the ruin the relationship side as Kyle, but I do agree with parts of what Kyle's saying. Mr. Eye Roll, 
He ruined it. Not that, you. The relationship's already ruined. Yeah. Okay. Actually, that that's a very compelling point. You're right. I like Kyle's theory yeah. that perhaps Mr. Information Technology Backroom Employee is Lancelot. Yes, that's that's likely. <laughs> I honestly thought the question was going to be about an Indian's bo as it opened. <laughs> Look, this I, Kyle, with that one it. little phrase, you totally turned, you totally changed my mind. You're what? right. Like she, yeah, it, you're right on this one. Do if, what Kyle said. If if fucking King Arthur over there mm. knew that that she was fucking sending side boob to Lancelot over here, he'd fucking. Why, you know, clean his hands of this whole, wash his hands of this whole, this whole mess, and be and be and be on the road, or he'd kick your ass. That's a possibility too. Always beware of the violent ones. Because yeah, what are, does her boyfriend do? What does I he guess look he like? doesn't yeah. work in IT. He's what, a cop. In an open relationship, or polyamorous. Then that relationship's already now, over. Now that, <laughs> oh, get out of here, you close-minded bigot. Yeah. Now that is the the best case scenario possible. Then you can. Really slide on in there and then slide on out anytime you want. You know, no commitment required, right? That would be ideal for you, uh, just, Sir Lancelot. I don't, I don't buy that the open relationship shit works for most people long term. It works for Lancelot. We don't <laughs> care about, about King Arthur and, and his terrible relationship mistakes. We're, Lancelot's the patron here, okay? Mm. As, now he won me over with that one. He is the one that's team. He's, okay. he's the patron. <laughs> as soon as King Arthur starts doling out the cashola to PKA, we might look into this. And I'll tell you what, King Arthur, we would give you Lancelot's personal information for you. For <laughs> right now, we'd tell you where he was, what his name was. The whole, the whole nine. We he would have to make it into the hangout <laughs> for that. <laughs> I'll come if he's local. I'll come with you. Whoever we'll, the we'll higher level of... Patreon is, the one with our allegiance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that fair enough. You should take that into account. You should put in brackets how much they donate to the side of it so that we do it. But yeah, yeah uh, that's pretty funny. Kyle's Kyle's totally right in this, but and I think I, I couldn't tell what direction Kyle was going. Uh, but it seems that Kyle's more like get in and fuck this girl, not have a relationship with this girl because i would not recommend having the relationship she doesn't seem faithful by virtue of the fact that she's sending you See, side this is where this is what you don't understand it's not it's not a binary decision it's not get in and fuck or have a relationship it's get in and have a fucking relationship right right like a light is both particles and waves simultaneously taylor that's what you've got to understand here you can keep <laughs> fucking her forever Regardless of King Arthur and, and, and his round table. No, fuck all that. You don't, you don't care about that. You don't care about Edwin, any of the knights. They don't matter. So you're, you're, you're just realm. recommending a straight-up friends with benefits kind of fuck buddies situation. Yes. yes. I mean, that, okay. All right. Well, maybe give that a go and report back. Uh, Richard, do you have any, any excellent advice for this young man? Negative. Negative. Oh, like, come, I, on. I, come on, step I, up, I, step I, up. I, I feel like like age is definitely definitely a um a determining factor, right? She's like, legal. did he say how old he was? How old he is? Over eighteen. Uh, what more do you have to like, know? I, I, I feel like when but you're young, he's an when, IT professional, so he's probably at least in his okay. early twenties. Okay. Yeah, because like when you're like you're just getting out of high school or in high school and things along those lines, you tend to you tend to be a little bit more. Uh, 
I don't know, like mission focused in that and those those types of relationships. But then like you do like like I don't think it ever worked for me. But like bringing that up, like the polyamorous stuff, like I had no idea there were that many people in like open relationships and stuff like that. So if she's down with it and like you're not going to get <laughs> you're not going to get killed, you know, that like. Kyle said, I mean, honesty is really, it's clutch. Like you just ask someone be like, Hey, look, what, what do you want from this? Where's this going? Like, you know, like, are you in an open relationship? Do you just want friends with benefits and see if it works for you? Yeah. And girls really respond to that because they're not used to it. Cause most guys are pussies when it comes to that. Like, like when it comes to like being like straightforward and speaking their mind and telling someone what they want in a relationship, most guys are like beat around the bush, like one foot in, yeah. one foot out, pussies about that sort of thing. If you're, if you jump right in and you're like, look, this, these are the things I would like. These are the different ways I can see the, the these are puzzle pieces fitting together to make a beautiful mosaic of fuck. <laughs> Let like me that. know what, <laughs> which one of these appeals to you, and I can I can make that happen. But what I don't like is this sort of murky water. I don't know what you're thinking. You don't know what I'm thinking kind of game. I don't like playing games. I don't want to play any fucking bullshit, teenage dating, dance around each other, like mating ritual bullshit games. I said bullshit like three times in that, but it's, 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 it, I mean it. I hate, and I'm, I'm speaking for the heart right now. I'm not even talking about like what you should hypothetically tell her. I hate those silly games that people play. Like, just be honest about what you want. I want this, but I would settle for that, that, or that. You let me know if any of these appeal to you, or, or I, I'm going to go. And I and I say that to the last guy, too. The, the guy with... Uh, the last guy you dated? No, the last guy. <laughs> <laughs> the last patron. Oh. I, I mean, I'm a closed-minded bigot. Yeah. The last patron who who had the girl tell him about fucking her boyfriend or whatever. But let me let me uh let me knock this. Not a close-minded uh, bigot. I'm clearly the gayest guy on the show. Yeah. <laughs> no one's arguing that. It is known. Yeah. Uh, let me tell everyone tell everyone about get Quip. When it comes to your health, brushing your teeth is one of the most important parts of your day. Quip knows that. They've combined dentistry and design to make a better electric toothbrush. Quip is the new electric toothbrush that packs just the right amount of vibrations into a slimmer design at a fraction of the cost of those bulkier traditional electric brushes. And guiding pulses alert you when you're when to switch sides, making brushing the right amount effortless. Quip also comes with a mount that suctions right to your mirror. I got some other things to do that. Un it unsticks to use as a cover for hygienic travel anywhere whether it's going in your gym bag or your carry-on. And because the thing that cleans your mouth should also be clean, Quip subscription plan refreshes your brush on a dentist's recommended schedule. Delivering new brush heads every three months for just $5, including free shipping worldwide. Quip is backed by a network, network of over 10,000 dental professionals, including dentists, hygienists, and dental students. Most toothbrushes don't get named one of Time Magazine's best inventions of the year, but Quip did. Find out for yourself why. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash PKA right now, you'll get your first refill pack for free with a uh, with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash PKA. It's spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash PKA. Uh, it is the only toothbrush that I use now. Not that I have like a plethora of them or anything, but I've completely switched over. I, uh, I really like my uh, Get Quip brush. Big fan of it. Uh, it... It vibrates really nicely, and I wish Chiz would get some clarification on this, but it has other uses, too, if you've got a, a, a young lady in your life. 
It's it's a vibrating toothbrush. Hmm. It's an awesome toothbrush. I use it every single day, twice a day, as you should all be doing. And I love it. It's the best toothbrush I've ever used. I can't recommend it high enough. You guys should check it out. There it is. Yep. All right. She just sent me a little clip here. I got to watch this. Okay. That's a good clip. That's a good clip. Good clip. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. How can this... How am I yeah, able probably, to see this? Ah, uh, it's a, he clipped it for you. But I thought these were hidden and like not able to be seen. Uh, we've got top men working. Yeah, uh, as we speak. Top men. Top <laughs> men. Can we like, share like, this, or is it not to be shared? I think it's kind of cruel and unusual punishment, but you do as you like. Oh well, I haven't seen it, so I didn't know I was oh. doing cruel and unusual punishment. If I were to well, watch read it, read the description. Someone had trouble getting out of their chair a minute ago. Laugh my ass off. <laughs> I, where do you even see this description? Ah, uh, it does seem mean-spirited. I don't. And then under that, not for the show. I still don't see this, but uh. It's in the Skype chat. Yeah, it's, it's not a hidden like scroll or anything. It's there. She is. <laughs> All right, in there. It, it's the under the thing. Gotcha. Well, uh. Rip. We can, Richard, we can hop this. Oh, go ahead. I was going to ask Richard if he knew who Ice Poseidon was and what he does. Negative. Mike, Ice what, Poseidon who, is probably okay. the biggest IRL streamer on YouTube. It's 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 hard to tell because like like I used to think that like one guy was this big in gaming, and then I found out there's like Spanish language guys who are gargantuan and stuff. They just don't show up on our English feeds and stuff like that. But in any case, the biggest IRL English speaking stream that i'm aware of on youtube and it's on youtube because he's banned from twitch uh he should add that to his tagline like too hardcore for twitch tv <laughs> this guy is like a i think he's 22 something like that he's an absolute wild man he uh he, he does ridiculous things little stunts he sets up uh he's got like a real community that's kind of popped up around him um and he spawned other irl streamers who his fan base refers to as leeches because they kind of come in and leech off his audience and then start their own little shows. But he is the the leader of the pack, for sure. Uh, they do bizarre fucking things. Recently, their, their most recent thing is they rented an RV and they made a road trip from L.A. to Seattle and back. And that might sound pretty innocuous, pretty simple, right? But it's being streamed 24 hours a day, seven days a week from a, a, a camera on the, on the RV. And everyone on board is streaming from their cell phone cameras. And, I, I mean, just Chiz has a Google Doc here that, that lists all of the things that happened. I'm just going to kind of browse through. Chiz, will you link me to it again? For some reason, I've lost it. He has I, like, I think I've got it. Chiz created this Google Doc, right? Chiz, Chiz a, created a this. All right, here we go. Fan, is Jesus. A, yeah. There's Chiz two Google this. Docs. Um, and I'm just going to read some, some of the highlights here. Um, Oh, my God. I had to scroll up so much. Uh, Brandon and Daquan road, ra road raging while in L.A. traffic. Daquan plays retarded trolling ICE and Walmart employees. Uh, that, that's This guy pretended like he was retarded in a Walmart. They stopped in. And, I mean, he went full retard. Uh, Cassandra being a bitch at Walmart for no reason. She's an obnoxious human being. Uh, Daquan and ICE trying to steal shopping carts. Can, can I, is Cassandra ICE. the hot one that nearly got handcuffed to the crazy one? Uh, there's a, no, the, that's the police uh, came, you know, the incident. I, I don't think that's the same one. There's, gotcha. there's a couple girls. 
Okay. Uh, I, ICE gets detained at Walmart by police. ICE gets banned from Walmart for life in Los Angeles. Cassandra, smoking by gas pumps, gets told off. <laughs> Hampton Brandon scams the Bay Bridge toll. Uh, another guy asking asking for gun murder. and mur I don't know what that even means. EBZ crashes the RV. This happens on day one. He the driver. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Brandon crashes the RV, too. <laughs> the second driver crashed as well. Uh, at, um, they, they they did this game where they break check. I think that's a good one to uh, to watch actually. Like if you in if an you RV. Yeah, yeah. They, they they play this game where the audience um, donates money and for break checks. Jesus uh, Christ! If, if you if you click that little link and watch it, um, little booty in that in that shot. It's 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 pretty. Uh, that was not the good. That was not the good one. Honestly, there was one break check where she full on hits her head on that guy's the, knee. Okay, I think I. Oh, this is all. This is all the first day. This is Friday. This streamable link <laughs> is the one we should be watching together. Um, yeah, yeah. Are they smoking on the RV? Oh, stoned as a motherfucker. The whole way they're hotboxing this RV, which it can't be legal. Ice runs into black Israelites, and they don't like that he's a Jew. They start freaking out. Um, a toothless stream sniper shows up. <laughs> um, they instigate a fight. Uh, and there's a whole transcript of the exchange that Chiz added in here as an addendum. Complete fight. Yeah, there, there's a fist fight on the bus, basically, between Jesus. two of them. Um, fight wheat. The, here's one where I guess there's a fight over someone stealing weed on the, from each other. Uh, you know, it's not, they're not fighting outside parties. Uh, then Brandon and, De, and Daquan <clears throat> get arrested. This is day two when the arrest <laughs> The Brandon and Daquan's public records are linked here. Daquan got bailed out for eleven grand, and Brandon doesn't get bailed out for his $33,000 bail. Uh, Brandon mysteriously freed from jail. Another link here. Um, and it goes on and on and on. Uh, this is the first day. Do you know why, during the break check, that woman had no pants on? Because she's a whore? Yeah, that explains it. She was in bed. I mean, if, if I mean to be fair, she the the, the bedroom is. is oh, she just there. completely she, fell out of the bed. Yeah. But again, like if you're, like, I think it's because she has no pants on. I'm like, because all I know is I've seen her fall out of bed with no pants on, and Kyle doesn't like her at all. She's a whore. She's annoying, etc. And I'm like, I don't know. She seems quite likable to me. Right. <laughs> I saw a little ass chick there. She's okay by me. Yeah, she, I, I give her <laughs> I mean, a thumbs up. I, I get Woody's point. Like most, uh, many, many nights, I sleep naked. Like I like to sleep naked a lot of the time. But if I know I'm on a stream, and that you could get thrown from the bed, and then your naked body being shown is the reason your stream gets banned or whatever the hell, and the whole. Not... Why would that not happen? Wouldn't they shut it, it just down? Doesn't happen. There, oh. Trust me. The, the the parents have left the room a long time ago. <laughs> no one seems to care what happens on these streams. Plus she, I mean, she's in her panties. Yeah, she's in her panties. Oh, um, okay. But at one point, a homeless woman came up, just walks right on the RV and starts talking crazy, leaves her backpack. And they're, they're like, maybe your backpack, your bag. Where are you going? Oh, and then they run back on the RV and, they, and Ice is like, she's, she's fucking pissing and shitting right outside the RV, <laughs> right there on the asphalt. The, the girls won't even approach the RV because she, there's a homeless lady shitting right out there on the on, on the <laughs> We're at Walmart parking lot. She's she's pissing right there. She's touching her pussy while she pisses. Like it, it's just 
ridiculous shit and the whole way. And, and I, uh, Ice Poseidon accent is his best accent of all of them. There's the Irish no. one, the Indian one, all sorts. The Russian? No, 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 no. The ice one is the best. Kyle's Russian and his sling blade are objectively, I think, the two best impressions he is does. Is there alcohol Especially in that glass you've at, been hitting? Look at the furrowed brow and the hand <laughs> movements and, and the lower lip tucked oh, beneath the The, the ice Poseidon one. hand movements are at least as good. Because it'll be like, it's happening <laughs> I, never under, I didn't understand it when, when we had ice as a guest i didn't understand why like every you know few minutes he was going like, and, like his hands i guess that's what he does when he when he gets a donation right i, I folks call it weaponized autism <laughs> I call it ice poseidon <laughs> I, I called him the inflatable uh, man in front of an auto dealership <laughs> and <laughs> I, I, I don't know why. I just assumed he had been called that many times before. <laughs> but, he looks ghoulish right now because his, his <laughs> eyebrow is shaved off. <laughs> <Ghoulish>. <laughs> he's, he's missing a fucking eyebrow. It's not and a good look for I, him. Like, like, and, he, and this is a man who frequently has to explain himself to police officers. <laughs> like on a regular basis, the police are being called. He's getting swatted. Or they're rightfully being called, and he's got to be like, oh, what you don't understand is I, I'm kind of a big deal on the interweb. I, I'm a big-time streamer, and the, these whores and these drugs, they're all mine, but it, it's only up and up, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Just back off. <laughs> that dang Kwan guy, yeah, he's got warrants, but, but not in this state, so it's not even a concern for you, officer. Yeah. Your state, right? Yeah, no, no big deal. <laughs> You're not the feds, right? <laughs> Run, Daquan! <laughs> Dude, the the life he lives kills me and and i like the business that he runs it's interesting to me because there are other streamers who might pull in like two grand a night or something and they make like 1950 like there's very few expenses in this he's renting rvs giant balls what is the what is, was the ebola thing like he what is that ball called a zuma ball he got the, one of those gigantic balls that you can get inside of like, like he's he's a bubble boy essentially, and oh, he's an orb or something. And he's tra he's going through the streets of L.A. yelling at the people on the sidewalk, "Get away from me! I have Ebola! Make way! I have Ebola!" <laughs> As <laughs> if the bubble wall was for their protection, right? <laughs> and and of course he needs to rent like a rider truck to bring the thing around. The police get called, obviously, because he's blocking traffic and like mowing people down on the sidewalks. And he's like, "All right, all right officer, I'll I'll move it." And then he sets up the bubble ball a block over as if the police are going to think like, oh, it's probably a different bubble boy. Like, he has yeah. zero respect for like, <laughs> He knows he can just bullshit his way out of it most of the time. He, he's, 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 like, he's like, yes, officer, uh, we'll just go home. Don't worry about it. Sorry about the misunderstanding. The officers take three steps away. And he's like, all right, let's, uh, let's go down a block down, down the boulevard. We'll set up there. No big deal. <laughs> He was in a. They film in malls and stuff a lot. Oh, they this stream. is fucking hilarious. They're in the mall. They're streaming, and he's got a posse with him, like like all these hanger-ons, like like, and they've all got nicknames, right? There's Mexican Andy, there's a uh, um, uh, scuff Steve Jobs, Steve Jobs. Like they've all got nicknames and personas of their own, and some of them are small-time streamers, and sometimes some of them are like work for him in some way or another, and so so they 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 really yeah. Let's watch. Let's watch this because this is actually. High quality entertainment right here. I'm cute at zero. This is basically what's happening here is mall security is approaching Ice Poseidon saying, 
you can't film in the mall. And this is something that happens to him a lot. Ready, set, play. Hi. How are you? Can I help you with something? Just file. Looks like he's got someone in his basement. I'm going to size that belt. There's no SD card. He's not filming. I got this. I actually have consent from the management. I do. The ladies tell me I look like Robert uh, Patrick. Yeah, I do actually. Here, let me pull it up real quick for you. That's the evil Terminator from Terminator 2, which you have look fucking at this. seen. That was a great reference. He needs to find a consent. Yeah. So he Googles, Googles consent from mall management. <laughs> I think he added form, maybe? Yes. He's on his phone Googling consent from mall management form. Look at those dirty fingernails. This is a man who bathes once a week. It's part of his charm. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not making fun. So, it's not signed or anything. No, no. This is just He's just PDF. going through. Wait, wait. Is this one? Okay, so here's the uh, consent release this guy <laughs> it's Sherlock Holmes over here is gonna verify <laughs> yeah straighten up those glasses <laughs> mm, come on in home I like that there was literally a homeless guy at first at like becoming the representative of this party and ice is like I got this <laughs> <laughs> Radioing in, he's like, he's got it. <laughs> got it. I know. I've never seen one before either. <laughs> I didn't know these really existed. Hey, all good. So we're thank, thank you very much. Oh, sorry about check that. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, sorry about, about any inconvenience. Check one, you gotta check them yeah, all. You, he says. Hey, yeah, have a good day, man. And he shakes his hand. Nice oh, ladies, you're back. What's up? Yeah, let's do it, man. Can I shake your hand? I've been. I I started watching at uh. Man, fear first. This is just the most random thing I got from Google. So yeah. So what's up, man? Tell me about yourself. That's great. I love it. I I. Man. I like how the the real time, his different like little changes in the googling of it to really get a form. Yeah. And then the form eventually has nothing to do with it. He did it again ten minutes later. Another security guard was yeah. like, 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 came and did the same shit, and he was like, "They were like, no, let's just keep going." He's like, "I'm gonna see if it'll work again. <laughs> we can do it again." And that guy was like, Jeez. "You got it. This is a consent form." <laughs> no one signed it from yeah, either side. Kind of... <laughs> it doesn't have the name form. of this location, your name, or really anyone else's on it. But okie dokie, like they, there's, you know, they've never seen one before. They're just. They don't know what they're doing. He's they're a con cops. man. It's a confidence game. It, it, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's confident, so they, they they buy into it. You know, he's like, oh no, here it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we have permission. He does a good job do. of I'm ice of not just being confident, but acting as though they're causing him a problem in the middle of his planned day shoot. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, and <laughs> that was, oh. uh, and, I, and I was like, uh, when I would poke in and look at the streams, I, I mostly just kind of looked at the, the links that Chiz was providing. But there'd be like, at one point I saw 25,000, 25,000 concurrent <laughs> viewers on a live stream. Like, if you go and see a live stream on YouTube that has like 5,000, that's pretty pretty significant that's a lot to hold it is twenty five thousand. like he has to be the biggest streamer on youtube as far as irl right uh as far as irl that that's that's probably true now if you go over to twitch and into gaming the numbers are just bonkers like yeah. like five six seven times that's crazy stuff does pro um, syndicate still stream he used to get giant numbers i i, I ninja ninja got thirty thousand subscribers yesterday you know what I mean? Like, that like sounds, I, I know Syndicate. I think pulled a hundred grand concurrent once. Which yeah, is he a did. Lot. Yeah, yeah. Even um, by today's standards, that's really big. Mm-hmm. Sure. <clears throat> uh, I haven't seen Syndicate do anything lately. Probably because he's so goddamn rich, he doesn't need to. <laughs> yeah, he can just fade away and do nothing ever again, and he's solid. Uh, he'd come back and it'd be huge. He, he, you know, he could he, he could start. He could he could be his own ice beside him if he wanted to. Um, there's another clip yes. of the chick like falling and a brake check and hitting her head on the guy's knee, and she hits his knee so hard with her forehead, like she collapses and like headbutts into his fucking knee, and it's it's audible, <laughs> and 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 here yeah let's let's watch it it's it's this uh, is it the second one or ice Poseidon most... RV brake check fail that's it. Okay, I'm ready. I'm at zero. Ready, set, play. For the last time, the bizarre experiment. Farting down into Cassandra's face right now. TVD. I can't fart. He's rubbing his knee. (laughs) I'm a little behind you guys, I think. (laughs) I think I'm on the wrong one. I'm listening to a fart one. Is it not the most? It's Ice Poseidon RV break. Ah, uh, I was on the second most recent. Well, shucks, man. You could you play, you still play that one. Man. It's only 35 they should, seconds. They yeah, shouldn't yeah. do this when they're cooking. <laughs> you can see the flame going. They're all like stone. It, there's got to be some carbon dioxide poisoning too from that that stone, and 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 they're just they're not stable individuals. That the one girl is extremely bipolar. Okay? She's on lithium. Uh, I believe it's it's Cassandra, right? Is Cassandra the one who's bipolar? The dark hair or the light yeah, hair? Dark hair. Uh, she's bipolar and she's dangerous. And she's on lithium, which keeps her more uh, melon. More uh, mellow. mellow. Yeah. Yeah. The R V gets a little messy around day three, uh, let's call it. And Ice is like, uh You don't get your lithium back until you clean this pigsty up. She's like I, I fucking need that lithium. <laughs> I need, we need the lithium. <laughs> and he's just like, no, no you, no, you can't have it. You can't have it until you clean the place up. And like all day goes by, he still hasn't given it to her. I was getting worried. Like she's going to slit her throat in the night. I guess eventually he gave it to her because nobody died. Oh, we haven't even talked about the whole place filling up with sewage at one point. Because like they did, they, they overfilled the toilets with piss and shit, and then they brake checked, and it sloshed sewage out, and they, and it covered the floors of the entire RV. Ice is stepping in it barefoot, 
he's sitting on one of those couches and just wipes his feet on the couch like he's fucking Rick James or something. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, this this seems like a lively, a lively stream they've been doing for what, it's like, like five Springer. days. Yeah, it's like Jerry Springer. All of these characters, you might think, oh, I bet this is like six high college buddies, right? They all know each other. They're all friends. They all fucking hate each other. They all <laughs> hate each other. They're, the only thing that bonds them is their need to leech off of Ice Poseidon's <laughs> fan base. And the fan base knows it. They're th so, so they're not having any of it. Their job as a fan base is to not give, give them anything, to, to mock them, to expose them. The one chick, they dug up, they went on the internet Wayback Machine and found pictures of her advertised as an escort. Which one? The blonde. The Cassandra chick? The, the one who yeah. fell into the knee? Not oh, the uh, he says not the blonde. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. I get them mixed up sometimes. There, there's I, so many. Dude, it's fun because, like, so I'm not really into wrestling, but I, I, I watch it from afar almost. And there are people who like watching the show, right? Just, they're the marks, the, the people who just enjoy it. Look, this guy's mad at that guy. And then there's the smart marks, the one who know the meta game behind the game. You know, why this guy's in charge, the contracts, the negotiations and such. And those smart marks watch wrestling on a different level. Ice Poseidon's fans are smart marks. Like, they get it. They know why everyone's there, what the money is, what the situation is, who's streaming, who's having success, who's funny outside of Ice, who's only funny because of Ice. And I, I think watching the Purple Army is as much fun as watching Ice. I wish Chiz were on the call so that he could adequately explain Mexican Andy. I'm going to give a shot. <laughs> Mexican, Mexican Andy is an incel, okay? He's an involuntary celibate man. Um, I wouldn't make fun of him, except it seems that he's a bit of a rapey, scary kind of guy who manipulates women and sort of uh, tries to get stuff out of them by, like, taking advantage of, of, of situations and stuff. He's, real, I'm going to say... Real quick, is Mexican Andy a big streamer? He actually is... Is it, it, is it Asian Andy that got big? I don't think Mexican Andy's that big. I'm not sure. But but he spawned off of Vice. <laughs> the way he got into the game, as it were, is literally by showing up at Ice's house, unannounced, uninvited, to the point where he had to be told, like, dude, what the fuck are you doing here? Stop coming. Stop showing up to, like, jump into my stream or whatever. He's got terrible acne. He has, I counted them, 26 facial hairs. They're all on his chin, and they look like <laughs> the patchy part of my chest hair. They're disgusting. He's got that cystic uh, uh, acne, like, all over that's really gross. And uh, he, I'm going to say he's, like, five foot six, 200 pounds or something like that. So he, like, uses his friendship, if you can call it that, with ice to, like, lure women in and, and uh, to, because, with the promise of them like getting exposure via ice like hey i'm the gatekeeper here you know you come through me and you can get in with him that sort of thing there was this gorgeous fucking chick on um on uh that, that that's a twitch streamer that he got on the other day i don't know how he convinced her to come i i, I don't know i don't chiz would you link me to that really hot twitch streamer that they had on the rv 
maybe even the awkward moment that that they had where Sam asked Sam is this British guy who split the RV cost with ice they're as close as friends as maybe uh, exist on this little journey and and Sam really awkwardly puts Mexican Andy on the spot by saying um, by, by basically saying hey are you gonna take her out on a date you know and she's standing right there and he's like, ah, ha, ha, maybe. And she laughs in his face. And it's this whole thing. This is the, the chick, um, I think. And she's describing him creeping on her. Actually, let's watch that because I haven't seen this before. Is this worth watching, Chiz, this Mexican Weinstein clip? Mexican Weinstein. Is this her basically explaining how he was, like, manipulative and tried to, like, get her to do stuff? She explains how weird he was. Oh. Maybe so then. And you can also see this chick's very pretty. She looks like a different species than the human beings that are currently existing on that RV. And like, like this isn't even a very flattering like video of her. In real life, she seemed much hotter. Um, you guys ready? Yeah. Ready, set, play. Come on, let's go somewhere. Like, just me and you. Come on, let's go. And every time I would walk to my car to get something, he was literally, like, about to jump in the passenger seat. Like... Yeah, she's talking about Mexican Andy, who lured her uh, to, the, to the ice Poseidon RV streaming extravaganza. She was removed from the trip not, not long afterwards. Uh, yeah, this is, this is what Mexican Andy looks like, that, that most recent clip. Yeah, this is... I pitied him at first and actually found him kind of interesting. But after seeing how weird he is, uh, there was this one scenario where he was like, I guess this girl couldn't afford her hospital bills. And he was like, well, maybe I could pay him if you did something for me. Like like real scummy kind of uh, shenanigans that he's getting into. This, uh, this is a man who's in dire need of a prostitute, which was what we talked about on the last episode. He needs a... Um... A washcloth, a very warm one. To yeah, right. Yeah, maybe he could. I'd love to see him on popping. He needs to exfoliate. E. Yeah, give yeah. him some advice, Kyle. Ooh, some of those um, are bad ones. Oh, he could fix that so easily, dude. Like, like he he needs to wash three times a day. He needs he needs an entire regimen. He needs uh, an astringent. He needs like like some uh, so, something without alcohol in it because that's going to dry his skin out, and make it crack. But uh, he needs to clean. He needs something with benzoyl peroxide because he's clearly a very oily guy. You can tell he's got oily skin. You need benzoyl peroxide, like 10%, and uh, three times a day. And, uh, I mean, that would do it. He's and clearly someone who doesn't sugar. watch. You know, that's... It's, people say greasy foods. People say chocolate. People say sugar. Is it, that a real thing? Yes. I was really in just calling him 100 pounds overweight. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Oh. I well, you're not wrong that. in that regard. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we could, you know, he, he does need to, to do something different with, uh, with himself. Man. Uh. Well, I'm glad they're having fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and making a fuck ton of money in the process. Good for ICE. 
Uh, we'll see. I mean, is he? there's I, some damages to that RV. That's We're gonna, what I was I, getting. I'm sorry, I cut you off. I, he has real expenses associated with the kind of streaming he does. That's what I was headed into with the big ball and the rider and the RV. And I admire the business that he's putting on because it's not cheap and easy. Fear Factor 2 is coming this Saturday. All right. What's that's that? going to be big. You've seen Fear Factor? I've seen Fear Factor, but what is Fear Factor? Now two? imagine that a 22 year old Jewish autistic man set it up in Los Angeles with a group of miscreants who <laughs> want nothing more than to please him. It's going to get wild. It's going to be fun. Um, I've seen the last one I saw. I believe it was Fear. I believe that's what it was I was watching. They had this. They're on the street corner, by the way. This is not happening in a backyard. This is on the street corner in Los Angeles, like a very public populated area. One of the challenges, there was a tub sort of that looked like maybe it would hold five, eight gallons, like a squared like storage tub. And it was filled with water, a product called liquid shit. <laughs> Green I had someone color. spray that at my high school once. Yeah, it's awful. It is obnoxious. It is a disgusting product. Um, so it's water. Green food coloring, liquid shit, and enormous blue crabs. They're in there, alive, in the water, down in, in there. In the somewhere. liquid shit, yeah. Also, 20 or so golf balls. Your job, if you choose to accept it, is to bob for those golf balls, whoever gets the most wins, and proceeds to the next round. And so these guys are plunging their heads into this putrid shit water, braving the the crabs that are pinching at them continuously and getting <laughs> and getting these golf balls out and spitting them into another tub. After that, they pro they progressed to round three, I believe it was, because I missed round one. I'm guessing round one involved a paintball gun, though, because they were all covered in welts and shirtless on the streets of L.A. Round three, they're <laughs> eating those ghost peppers that are just incredibly hot, you know, that, that you see people challenge. They eat one. No water, of course. No water. They, they each eat one, and like two minutes goes by, then they eat another. And then like two minutes goes by, and they eat another. And they're running low on them now. So Ice is like, oh, we're going to step the game up a little bit, boys. Uh, now I'm going to mace you each in the face. And they're like, okay. It's a fair progression. <laughs> Open your eyes good and wide. I want to get it in there. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. He, he pepper sprays the shit out of them, right? And, uh, and, and now they're sitting there crying. Snot, you know, snot is flowing everywhere. They're drooling. They're still coughing and choking because of the ghost peppers and the pepper spray. Probably he's like, all right, now, now another ghost pepper. <laughs> just keep going until neither one of them would give up, and they just split the money. It was several grand. Like, see, that's the thing to keep in mind. Like these little prizes aren't little at all. Like these game shows he sets up end up being pretty fucking legit with prizes of like five thousand, eight thousand dollars. That's all contributed by the stream live. You know? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I wonder what what he's netting. From these. Uh, here's a little image. You know, it's hard to tell. I think what, what's important right now is to invest in himself, I think, and invest in the show. And it's very possible, I think, that maybe it gets picked up and, and becomes like a TV show, right? Like, he's absurd. He could be an interesting personality somewhere, or at least from the outside looking in, it seems like he could be. And I'm sure he's making some money, but as the audience grows, it'll become more and more profitable. Even if he's barely breaking even right now, it's still worth it. To, to keep putting all the money back into this thing and make his challenges bigger and bigger. It's, it's he's, an, he's an IRL streamer loss leader. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps. Oh, but no. nothing ventured, nothing gained, right? Cornering like, you know, that market. 
He, he absolutely well, is cornering the market. It's fucking fascinating. Um, so, Richard, you're meaning to tell me you're too busy trying to run a coffee company to watch <laughs> this guy force people to pull golf balls out of a <laughs> shitty toilet with crabs eating them? You mean to say that's uh, more important? Than <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It's subjective, right? No, I just... <laughs> Just, no, it's not. I, I gotta move. I gotta move again. I gotta move again. You know. Look at the yeah, second how long image. Until your next move. Look at the second uh, image of of uh, I believe that's Asian Andy. I could be wrong. He's he's holding his crotch and covered in welts. I don't think his hair was green when this all started, and he's in an enormous amount of pain from being pepper sprayed and having eaten a minimum of three ghost peppers just now. And you'll notice the background. He's in the middle of Los Angeles. There are, there are random people watching this. They're like, what the fuck's happening here? He's wearing a G-string. That wasn't yeah, part of the show. He, that was look. his idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's willing to go hard, so good for Asian Andy. I, I started watching that stream. I was watching that one live, and, I, and I, like, I came in kind of in the middle of it during the second phase when they were bobbing for golf balls, and I couldn't understand what was wrong with their skin. <clears throat> I was like... What are those black welts? Are those, is that acne? Because that looks like the worst acne I've ever seen. There are like nickel-sized welts that are red and swollen. It was golf. It was paintball welts. I guess they stripped them naked and opened up on them at close range with paintball guns and just didn't stop. I'd rather be shot by paintballs over and over than have to burrow for golf balls in liquid shit. Wouldn't you? Like, it's a little bit of pain that'll pass I need to know after the quantity. a while. I need to know the quantity of both. That yeah, second image is uh, not safe for work. Terrible. But um, but it's it's from today. That's Ice Poseidon and Sam, um, I guess, on the side of the road. The Ice is uh, also very comfortable with his sexuality, so much so that he 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 he, he, <laughs> he, 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 he he's a little weird. He's looking he, pretty you know, they, fit they, in this picture. Well, on our a, show, he told us that he likes to say hi to new people by having them pull their penis out and they do a penis shake. So I don't yeah. think anything you could say would, would be more surprising than that. <laughs> yeah, they, dicks. I wasn't, I wasn't down with that. I was like, I don't think I'll be visiting. Kyle, what the hell? That's not very progressive of you. Next, I, you'll be telling me you should change your children without asking for consent. Well. Well. Maybe. Mayhaps. I don't know. Well, good for Ice. He seems to be doing a lot of a lot of good things, a lot of helpful things for humanity. Uh, oh yeah, he got, the world. I saw him um, somewhere else, like like on a whole different thing. He was he was riding around. He was in Seattle, which is a very liberal uh, city, and he was uh, first of all he was looking for the kind of people that this question would offend. He was asking them how many genders there are, and uh, and when they got really angry, he started yelling at them and telling that there are only two genders and that you are a woman. And this one chick pulled out her big hairy pussy and showed him just that, like right there in the middle of a restaurant. So she confirmed his assertion? That seems like a weird way to handle it, right? Look, I, I, I'm not going to try to get into the side of the head. Call me a woman again when you look at this meaty clam. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you're a woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, Seattle must be an interesting place. I like been Seattle. there. My car got broken into when I was in Seattle. Oh. Yeah, I lived I, in St. Louis my whole life. Spent three nights in Seattle, get my fucking car broken into. It's like, what the hell? What were you doing like, there, Pax? No, this is years ago. I was going on a, uh, to a concert. 
I uh, I saw some weird shit in Seattle. Uh, there was um, the some homeless people that had had eaten a pigeon, and uh, and it was completely deboned and defeathered, just laying there, just the skeleton amongst them on the ground. As I walked past, that was shocking. Um, and then of course down by the pier or the wharf, whatever the fuck they call it, down by that big carousel. That's um, is it called a carousel? No, no, no. What's um. Ferris wheel. Is that like by, fish market? Area? Yeah, down by the fish market where that amazing uh, fish restaurant is uh, that I eat at, at every time I go to Seattle. Um, like just like a block north of that, I'm going to guess 80 homeless people are under one like covered roof type thing. There's like a roof like overhangs a building and they're they're all fucking just hanging out there at night. It was like stumbling upon a horde of zombies. It was it was scary, honestly. It's, I remember uh, the homeless people in Seattle, and maybe I had a different experience because it was during the day, but I've never seen a gaggle of homeless people that I was less intimidated by than <laughs> the ones I saw in Seattle. <laughs> because St. Louis homeless are no joke. They, they're they mean as fuck. I've told before, Kyle and Woody thought I was joking. When I'm like, we've had a series of hammer-related murders here <laughs> by homeless people. And the next week, I linked one of a homeless maniac who tried to murder four people in an abandoned school like if the you seattle google, one seemed more like hey man kind of kind of homeless if you talk if you google st louis and then the word hammer it'll autofill to murder <laughs> i'm gonna test that really I see. which year would you like to search yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it yeah <laughs> like it goes it autofills to attack Death, beating, killing, and Bosnian. Bosnian being referenced because yeah. they beat a Bosnian man to death with hammers. That was, look, we're not talking about <clears throat> one event. We're this talking about multiple hammers. This wouldn't be your search history, would it? Things you've typed before? No, that's no, exactly all... what I got. I got, uh, yeah, exactly what Kyle said. Attack, death, killing, beating, Bosnian. Yeah, those are the top five. <laughs> what? I, mine's yeah. so boring. Mine's. Weather, Cardinal schedule, arch, 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 blue zoo, Cardinals. Did you cite? Did you type St. Louis hammer? Oh no! Hammer. Yeah, you gotta yeah, put yeah. hammer in there, because otherwise people uh. are gonna want to go to the Cardinals game. That's <laughs> <laughs> that was my mistake. Attack, death, killing, beating, Bosnian attack, race, victim, homicide, and assault. <laughs> If you're going to go to a Cardinals game, be sure to go on bat night. Yeah, if you type in St. Louis Hammer, there is nothing construction related in here. No, no. <laughs> it's a scary fucking place. Uh, one of the attacks was like five, um, five guys beat a Bosnian man to death. With Each of them had a hammer, I guess. <clears> they were not a part-time construction crew. They were just crazy people. And then the other was a homeless man beating other homeless man men with a hammer. He like they were in like an abandoned school or something like that, yeah. abandoned mental something like that. And like he like sneaks up on a group of homeless men who are asleep and starts hammering the fuck out of them. Yeah, that, I think that was an East STL, which I really don't go there too Ooh, often, not but East I have STL. I have well, that's like the really terrible area, yeah. the East St. Louis. That's uh, the area. I have some friends who are always like, you want to go to the strip clubs? And all of the like really known strip clubs. Like, you remember the, the movie Bad Grandpa? Yeah. Where he goes to those strip clubs and it's just out of control, raucous. That's yeah. all East St. Louis. And they're all like, well, my friends will be like, let's go there, let's go there. And I feel like I'm the only one who's like, why? Why would we willingly go to the only part in this nation that's com comparable to Honduras <laughs> with murder? Like, no, <laughs> let's not do this. Let's not go. We can go to a strip club, you know, in the in the main city. But yeah, 
Anyway, Seattle's a nice town. I I like it. Very you, good seafood. You call it home? I I mean, it, it's a nice town. I liked. I mean, I was only there for a few days, but but I liked. Oh, it. Seattle. I'm. You're saying. Yeah, 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 I'm Seattle. thinking St. Louis. Yeah. My mistake. Yeah, St. Louis is my home, but more just because I was born here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if uh, I lived in like Tampa or Miami or something, I wouldn't be like, man, St. Louis is probably nice this time of year. Like, hell no. <laughs> you know, rickety cricket from um, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. Ice Poseidon found the real life version of him in Portland, Oregon. Uh, if you click this link here, it says an important message to Portland, and then it trails off. It's the neat clip link. This is a minute oh, long. Wait, I found this guy interesting. This is a uh, random man that I s- came upon. I guess he is a magnet for insanity. I'm ready. Yep. Three, two, one, play. So what is that? Wait, Wally? Are... No! I am a homeless No, you're not. Dude, what the fuck is that? Wait, hold on. What is that? What? How did you get that? I have, well, from sleeping in the mud puddle. That is the pants inside out? Fucking laser. Can you sweat it out? Yeah, he is. Cleaner that way. Nope. Nope. I guess try to avoid mud puddles. He's smoking weed right there. And also, Portland residents, please stop throwing your garbage in the fucking puddles because it gives us syphilis and leprosy and MRSA. I'm fucking dead serious. Dude, my right now, don't throw the trash in the water. Please do not put it in the receptacle, or else I will stab you with a fucking this thing. It all floats down the river. Yeah, it all floats down the river, doesn't it? I will beat you, young Johnny you boy. Throw your garbage in the river. Yeah. It makes me have syphilis. Foggy dude, are you have syphilis? No. Okay, well. You know, you remind me of. Just so what is that? I'm dying to know what he reminded him of. I, I hope he said rickety cricket from Me It's too. Always Sunny in Philadelphia because he so <laughs> did. If that guy had half his face melted off. Uh, if he had uh, a dog pussy shaped scar on his neck. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least someone's fucking my pussy, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> now I've got canine syphilis. <laughs> i got canine syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to the return of that show. Oh, I I, I haven't yeah. been uh, I haven't stayed up to date on um uh um the terror. I haven't watched the most recent episode of that, oh, but I've been either. meaning to. It's lost me. Yeah. You know what I watched though? Cobra Kai. I saw Cobra all Kai. ten episodes. If people don't know, Cobra Kai is a YouTube Red special. No mercy. So they did, you, did all three of you guys watch that? <clears throat> I watched uh, an episode of it. I haven't I haven't gotten more into it. They flip the script, right? So they, they they sort of tell it from Johnny's perspective. You know, they, what was the guy's name who wasn't Johnny? Daniel. Daniel LaRusso comes in. He you know, he, he hits on his girl. He sucker punches him at the fire by the you know the bonfire and and you know Johnny's really been wronged by this guy. And uh, also, you know, Johnny this you know, rich kid who had it made. They actually came from kind of a bad family. His stepfather who had money, but he was terrible in every other way. And uh, now, fast forward into adulthood, Daniel LaRusso is a successful car dealer and repair guy, and you know, on TV doing commercials. And Johnny Lawrence, the Cobra Kai sort of blonde-haired dude, is living a terrible life, and he sort of gets his act back together again and fires up Cobra Kai and gets some students and the students, you know, have conflict with each other. And it's kind of neat. You can't tell who's good and who's bad and things flip around and it it turns the whole story on its head. And I enjoyed watching it. 
So Cobra Kai on YouTube Red. It's the first YouTube Red special I've ever really cared about. You know, prior to that, like uh, PewDiePie did something, and I, I like PewDiePie's new videos, but I don't don't catch every one. I'm just not his demo. Um, but this one, the Cobra Kai stuff, I I was glad I was a YouTube Red guy. Yeah. Yeah, I've watched uh, watched the first episode. Uh, I'm I'm probably gonna watch more of it. I need to watch it on my on my TV though. I, I watched the first episode on my laptop, which I don't I don't like doing. Okay, why? Because it's a shitty viewing experience. Okay. I don't want a big fucking TV. Yeah, if I had a TV like Kyle's, I would. And if I had a theater room like yours, I'd want to do it there too. <laughs> I don't. Know, yeah. I like it on the laptop sometimes. It's right there. It's my personal little viewing experience and. That's what Stern. That's what Stern does. Like, like they'll send him screeners of movies uh-huh. so that he can watch them early and then review them on his show and stuff. And he'll watch them on his fucking iPad. And so, like the like the director or like an actor will come in. He's like, "Oh yeah, did you see it? You see these Star Wars?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah. You, you watch it on the big screen now. You got to watch it on the big screen." He's like, and Robin's like, "He watched it on his iPad. What? <laughs> what the fuck? You watch it on your iPad? It's fucking seventy millimeter, mate. What are you doing?" You know, it's just absurd. He's watching this shit on his goddamn iPad. Who's that iPad. guy you're doing? Uh, I don't know. Russell Brand a little bit, I guess. Oh, Russell but... Brand. <laughs> so, it's, uh, he watches this shit on his iPad. I... What are you doing, mate? <laughs> See, but if he did his Ice Poseidon, no one would be asking who he's doing. Because we know who Ice Poseidon is. Those <laughs> <laughs> little fucking waves. Yeah. yeah he's so, um... But yeah, I, I, may, I may check that out. I want to I see what it's about. Ash vs. Evil Dead, which is a, a show that I liked to like, I canceled. Uh, I had a bet with Chiz uh, that it would get canceled. The next day, Chiz texts me, it got canceled. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the next fucking day. And it's not, I wasn't like prophetic or anything. There was a lot of talk that it may get canceled. It's, it dropped to 175,000 viewers per episode or something like that. And I was like, I think it's going to get canceled. This sucks. I've got a last topic. So there's a UFC fight coming up. I forget which weekend it is. But there are three former champions on the card at the same time. There's Joanna Champion, there's Jose Aldo, and another one. Luke Rockhold, I think. They're all on the same card. And apparently what happened is this. It's Dana White's birthday. So he decided he wanted to kick back on his birthday and watch the fights. And it is the coolest, like fuck you money rich guy thing that I have ever heard of. Like, you know what I want to do for my birthday? Let's get some of the baddest motherfuckers who's ever walked this planet, put them in a cage and have them fight each other so that I can have a good night. And he did it. He's doing it. It's coming up. It's, one of, it's going to be one of the good UFC events because it's Dana's birthday. Well, yeah, yeah, Gustafson and, and uh, Rockhold. Gustafson, Rockhold, Aldo, and Stevens, and then Joanna Champion and Torres. Torres, yeah. yeah. So the, Joanna's fighting this fa- this soon. I, I forget what the date is, but yeah, I guess it's not too far. How do you pronounce her name? Is it Yon Jacek? You're Joanna, asking me. Joan J- Joan, <laughs> what do you, how do you how do you pronounce Joanna this Joan Russian, this Eastern Joan European woman's name? <laughs> She's Polish. Uh, yeah. That that sounds right. I am the Joanna Joanna woman. Yeah, her name is so difficult. They, Joanna Champion is a nickname that just works for. That. I guess she's not even the champ anymore, but it works for me. The way I was just told it was just think Joan, J, check. Check. Joanna Joan J check. Joan J check seems simple enough for now. <laughs> I had a Bosnian man come into my apartment uh-huh. yesterday. My AC broke. And 
uh, I called and was like, hey, my, my AC broke. And they were like, all right, we'll send someone out. And so I left for the day, as I am one want to do, and came back, got a little note for what they did. And it was like, hey, your coil or whatever the fuck was frozen solid. So we had to let it thaw. We'll be back early tomorrow morning to get all this fixed. And I was like, all right, whatever. And so it was like 82 degrees in my in my place, hot as fuck. I was working out, dripping sweat, and I get a loud rap on the door. A very loud one. And so I go down and I open it, and it's a large, about my my height, you know, maybe a little shorter, but a, a broad, large Bosnian man. Knocking a lot with of Bosnians the hammer. In, in this area. <laughs> Tons of Bosnians. No, no hammer. Yeah, I wouldn't be here. He was, he was one of the bad Bosnians. And, and he comes in, and he was like, uh, I didn't know they sounded like almost exactly like Russians, at least to my ear. They do, like that Eastern European accent. He's like, we'll get in complaint for downstairs leak. You know what might be? You know what might be leak? I'm like, I don't know, man. I had someone show up this morning and, and mess with my, my AC. You want to take a look at that? He's like, yes, I look. He comes comes up, uh, looks in there, and he goes, and immediately, like, I'm, like, watching him do his thing. You know, that uncomfortable thing where I'm standing there like, uh-huh, yeah, if I were a real man, I'd be able to fix this myself, but I have to watch you do it. And and he was down there. He's like, oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. You see, what what problem? Who who come this morning? Who who come to your, your house this morning? I'm like, I, I don't know. I wasn't here. He's like, ah, they ruined it. They ruined it. Look here. Look here. The rust. Rust right there. You, you, what you're supposed to do, you're supposed to remove bottom plate, put the bucket. Bucket under there, catch all the melted ice. No bucket. He put no bucket here. Uh, it's all drained already. There's nothing I can do. Nothing I can do. And I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry, man. Like, I, I'm not meaning to, like, put you in a tizzy. Like, I, I'm, not, I'm not mad at you at all. Like, <laughs> but he's mad at like, you for all, some reason. <laughs> I'm like, it, it's all right, man. Like, I don't mind, you know, being really, really uncomfortably hot and sweaty. I sleep naked anyway. It's okay. <laughs> And he's like, no, he, who, who the hell showed up this morning, did this, <laughs> did not know to put bucket on their ice to melt. Now bottom stair going to, going to leak. Nothing I can, look at your floorboard here. Look at this. And he's like pointing out these little things. And I'm like, yeah, I guess, you know, if I own this place, I'm pretty pissed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, so sorry. You're, you must stay. It's very hot in here right now. And then I was I was drenched in my tank top working out. He showed up and all that, and he goes, "You, it is drenched in here, but you look good." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, well, thank you." <laughs> and I'm like, "What's your name?" And he goes, "Bahruden." I'm like, "You're gonna have to say that three or four more times." <laughs> Bahruden, Bahruden's my name. And I'm like, "All right, all right, uh, you know, B." <laughs> And then he started like talking to me for like 15 minutes when I was in the middle of the workout here. He's like, I'm so sorry, I won't be able to do it. I make sure they send the right person tomorrow. The right person tomorrow, take care, you get cold air again. I leave fan on so you feel more comfortable. Man, you look very good. You know, my body used to look like you. I used to look, this guy is my height and a hundred plus pounds heavier than me. <laughs> the hands of Andre the Giant. Like the kind of guy his whole life. And, and he was, ah, I used to look like you. My, my daughter tell me, oh, don't eat meat. Don't eat meat. I, t- I say, fuck you. I'm going to eat meat. You know, I just cut down on, on the beer, you know, uh, snacks, that kind of thing. And I was like, all right, all right, buddy. And then I had to like slowly usher like, man, really, really great to meet you. You know, <laughs> let's, let's start working. 
this way. Get my fucking engine out of here. But uh, yeah, he he was ended Dude, up being. You could have had a workout partner. See, you should have been like, you know, hey man, why don't you why don't you pick up those uh, those fifteens over mm-hmm. there, and uh, let let's you know you hey you come here every day. You, you know, know what? I, I work out. One I year ago, I used to look like you. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> I used to look like you. <laughs> I like that. Oh, I, I'm pretty sure there's like some Photoshop pictures on the subreddit somewhere of like of like you like super fat. Like it would be hilarious to show. <laughs> yeah. Ta- Our subreddit made these uh these like photoshops of like Taylor like, you know that picture of Vladimir Putin riding the horse shirtless? They put yeah. Taylor's face on that. And they, they put Taylor's face on like all kinds of crazy shit, and he put him on his Tinder. <laughs> like, Shut that's up, it. that's awesome. Yeah. A, here it's here's my Instagram. The the Putin picture is is up there. That was quick. <laughs> Fucking oh, there it is. All right, hilarious. Oh, that's legit. Yeah. 6,100 6, followers. STL underscore Taylor, if you want to follow me on Instagram to see my never posts. <laughs> yeah, not, not a lot of content here. I see, some, <laughs> I see there's two different pictures of scrambled eggs. I tore off the egg carton, the top, and I said made some free-range eggs as a late-night snack, eating them out of a gluten-free recycled grazing trough. And but it was really just an egg carton top. Yeah, that, that was the giggle I got out of that. Apparently, you were in the Martian. See that image here? Yes. Very yeah. concerned about Watney. Oh no, there he is. He's next to you. That's that's okay. Yeah, everything panned out. Or no, I'm a character who died. So. Oh. And oh, I'm sorry. Well, that's okay. Anyway, that's not important. Well, that's probably a show, eh? Yeah. Yeah. So check out Black Rifle Coffee. Definitely. It's the highest quality <laughs> coffee on the planet. And I can say that because I'm not affiliated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, okay. Coffee coffee taste is subjective. So, uh, yeah, it's it's to each their own, right? The way we like to tell people is like being small batch roast to order. And, and this, um, as much as I, I hate throwing sales pitches like when you get like really big companies what they do is they'll take and they'll um they're they're pulling in so much coffee that they just have to like some bigger companies will burn it a little bit so that you get the consistency in that flavor profile so people know what to expect for us we can kind of be um being a small batch roast order we kind of get to you know have a little bit more fun with it and not have to worry about um, our quality changing up on people so much. So, um, you know, having a, a roasting facility in Nashville and in Salt Lake is just going to help us get um, coffee to people a little bit quicker. Uh, so it arrives at like the peak flavor profiles because most of the stuff you buy at the coffee uh, or at the uh, grocery store is just, it's, it's garbage. I mean, it's like, it's past its peak flavor profile and whatnot so if you're a coffee nut we we can we can chat about that i'm not i'm not the world's leading expert on it or anything along those lines but i will say that most people who who do become snobs about it and everything it's all subjective i mean it's just just about getting that consistency in the cup of coffee that you get and whatnot so yep well whatever you like you like very cool true enough awesome pink and check out uh Check out Taylor's Instagram. 
<laughs> Get me to 20,000 followers with the same number of posts I have now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every 10,000 followers, he another picture of eggs. I'll do another post. <laughs> uh, all right. PKA 386.